see those South Park shoes I got? I mean, it's awesome for you. I mean, I wouldn't be caught dead wearing some shit like that. But. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't be caught dead wearing some shit like you spent $60 on just It were 120 <laughs> Okay, okay, Kool-Aid shirt. All right. Uh, <laughs> I got it for six bucks, bro. What's up, Aid? He got that shirt for six bucks. <laughs> oh, well, the, pff, see, now that's a good steal. <laughs> Planet Express. That's, that's a good buy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God damn it. What? <laughs> I was just trying to do oh, yeah, professor. <laughs> it's not a little, right? Yes. What? <laughs> so stupid. Listen up, scoop close to your host with the most Chris Smith as he boasts. We toast as we roast. Any little problem in my face, it imposed a playing devil's advocate. As he hits you with jokes, I said, Who can it be? Sitting next to me, hiding your baby's dad and me, spitting comedy immediately. Screwing all your comic book, I wanna be, you're gonna be hit with a hook or turn your face into a tragedy. Steve B with chemistry. Dropping recipes and melodies and resonating, especially using dark humor as weaponry. Mentally haunting all your dirty thoughts like an entity, no empathy, just runnability. Discussing history, legacy, ethnicity, destiny, felonies, industry, I didn't read it. Really? All I saw was probiotic. And I was like, eh, I wonder if it tastes good. It's got strawberries. Dude, there's only 11 grams of sugar in it. That's not too shabby for a probiotic. Just foreshadowing with whoopsie. Welcome, welcome, welcome. This is the Alcoholic Cast, and we are your hosts. I am Chris Smith. To the right, I got. Oh, this is the alcoholic. I already did that. (laughs) Yeah, but you wouldn't. My bad. Fuck up. Once again. (laughs) Welcome to the Alcoholic (laughs) Cast. I'm Dr. Dadney. To the lay, Stephen August Borghese. So, yeah. Anyways. <laughs> I had no idea we were going to this. Um, okay, we're going to start this episode off with some more current events. This little thing we've been doing a lot recently. So, what do we have as our first current event? Um, First Gentlemen. off, I'm upset that no one bought any mud from Chris last week. We <laughs> we promoted it. <laughs> we promoted it. No one gave him any calls. selling mud and body Sell- wraps <laughs> and crystals to heal your soul. Yeah, no yeah. crystal meth. You literally <laughs> sweat <laughs> the toxins. You literally sweat out the toxins. Yeah, the, the, toxins. yeah the meth helps you sweat out the toxins because <laughs> it's three days up. You're sweating and... Because you're paranoid because you think the cops are coming. Zero like, degree weather. Adam, dude, Adam was like, I was, I, I was asking about yoga on Facebook. I just wanted everyone to know, like, okay, so what's a good way to start doing yoga? That's not a fucking class because fuck that. And a bunch of people were telling me stuff. Our boy dude, Trey, was, I saw, our boy, yeah. Our boy Trey was telling me some stuff, and then hot yoga. And fucking shy. Adam comes. He's like, you like, or no, Adam and brother, like, you sweat out toxins. You sweat all these toxins. Oh my it's God. like, a, it's like a detox. And then, and then Trey was just like. There is literally no evidence that <laughs> yeah. that works. He's like, the, all the studies that have been done have been just nothing. It doesn't do that. It just makes you feel better because you're sweating and you're fucking feeling healthier because you're getting stronger. And you're stretching. Like, get, and it, it's such a mental thing. Like, if you, like, you, know, <laughs> you think you're getting rid of like these toxins. Like, apparently, that's just a placebo effect. I yeah, feel that's like. what he was saying. That's yeah. what Trey was saying. It's like, it's a placebo effect. That's all, that's all they found is that like if you really believe in that shit, you're going to feel better and attribute it to that. But, but it's, it's just like working out. Even when you work yeah. out, you hate working out. But as soon as you're done working out, you're like, oh, I'm so glad to be working out. Like releases endorphins, all yeah, that. Yeah, you stuff. feel good about it. It's uh, uh, Toxins remind me of like toxic waste. So I wouldn't want to put – because it reminds me of Ninja Turtles. I want to be a grown turtle. Uh-huh, so I don't okay. want to sweat out those turtle. toxins. Yeah, right, you need to keep I those toxins I want that ooze in. inside me. You know what I mean? <laughs> trying to keep that ooze, bro. <laughs> trying to keep that <laughs> ooze. <laughs> Secret of my ooze, bro. Oh, that's, Secret of my ooze. Well, what is it? Rule 30, 42? 34. Rule 34? Secret of the ooze. 
What are these? What are where are, are these rules coming from? What? What are all these rules? <laughs> that's like a, that's like rule thirty four of the internet. Is if there's a thing that exists, there's also a porn version of that. Thing. Ooh. Yeah, you yeah, know what the internet sure. is, We've right? Told, <laughs> <laughs> told told you about this before, but anyways, ain't um. <laughs> there's get, definitely <laughs> porn on everything. It's really. F- Crazy. That's there's, what I said. Secret of the there's year. literally Everything. spider porn. Yeah. There's, it's, I've, I've seen dress. the video. It's a girl walks down to her basement. It's all creepy and scary. And there's a guy in a spider costume <laughs> watching her. And then he slowly comes down from the ceiling and they start to fuck. <laughs> so wait. That exists. Did you search for this? Did you stumble upon this? Did you jack off? <laughs> I don't know why you have to ask these questions about. It has nothing to do with anything. Do, do we have a topic? Current topic? <laughs> yeah. This is it. Oh, do you spider porn? <laughs> I'm, I'm, we're gonna talk to you people about spider porn. <laughs> why it needs to stop. <laughs> stop making spider porn. That's the name. <laughs> do you think they make chemtrail porn? <laughs> yeah, probably. Yeah, they're like, like in the planes flying, like just. Laying you know, toxins make you fuck. <laughs> oh, that's a million dollar idea. We should edit that out. Planes make you. Wait, fuck. I do want to say one thing before we get into our topics. I'm sick I did, of all these snakes on this motherfucker. I did get to see Beauty and the Beast, the live action remake, and I do want to say it was very well made. But undertones of bestiality are so intertwined just in the you nature the of that story. Tones. Yeah. <laughs> a very But nobody open, wants nobody blatant, wants to look at that. I mean, the Everybody deep, they want to look at everything deep, else. Sweaty tones. But they don't want to look at that little tone that's right there and it's like, dude, that's weird. Now, if we can all just admit that's weird, I am completely no, yeah. with the For example, okay with the Adam being a refused good movie. to believe that there was any bestiality <laughs> tone at all. It's like, He's a fucking giant water like, buffalo. No, 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 but, in the title. No, 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 but he's really a prince, right? He's a human, like, deep down. It's like, fuck you. Dude, what? she's falling in love with a beast, okay? A hairy monster. It'd be like a girl going out to the woods she, and fucking a bear. She literally kisses a, an animal. <laughs> exactly. She falls in love with an animal. I the only speak. Re- it's a animal. magical animal. <laughs> the only problem I have with it is people refusing that it's there. Now, if everyone just admits it's there, it's actually not a horrible movie. It was actually very well made, and, like, the choreography in it, the the song and dance of it all, it's actually Dude, really fucking it good. it killed at the box yeah. office. It's it's, it's not murdering. a bad movie at all. Let's but then another thing is, is the reason because that I've never seen that water buffalo in any other movie. <laughs> <laughs> the other thing is though, first, first breakout role, breakout role, <laughs> breakout role, dude. <laughs> Who they got for the Prince Charming? Not really Prince Charming. Not that tight. Not that attractive looking. Like no. once he's not the Baron, you're anymore. supposed to learn through the movie that looks don't matter, Chris. That's the fucking yeah. moral of the story. Is it is that though? looks don't matter as much as personality? Yeah. Which, by the way, the yeah. bitch is a dick. Yeah. That's why she leaves him at the end. She goes like, "Damn, I thought I was like gonna turn you into some handsome dude." Exactly. That was her whole That's entire intention. She's just like, "Ew." This is the funny thing is that like. Both like she falls in love with the beast, but he has the exact same personality as Gaston. <laughs> he's this arrogant asshole who's over controlling and fucking goes into loud bursts and he's physically abusive. Both guys. <laughs> it's the, I know. starts charging you when he sees the it's color because red. Because he's an shit. animal. Because she's attracted to animals. <laughs> exactly. Another wrong Bestiality. Adam. Oh my gosh. Anyway, so let's what's our stuff. first. No, that, he's like that's a kind beast, of like, like Gaines. He's a beast. <laughs> Boy, he's big, bro. He works out, bro. <laughs> I've literally <laughs> seen workout shirts that play on that. No <laughs> way. It's Beauty and the Beast and like my... Or, Stop, just, just, yeah, just God. Just I, also saw, I also <laughs> saw Get Out and let's I really want you to I want to talk about murder. I don't let's get to about murder, bro. Fucking Beauty and the Beast anymore. All right, so we got a story about how cops refused to take a girl's pleas and they essentially... Uh, Cast her off as being a nonsense and putting her whole entire situation at low risk, which resulted in 
her murder. Which they had the right idea because, I mean, let's be honest, most women are, you know. <laughs> they're like, going to the cops, yeah, and they're like, they like, raped me when you okay. didn't even touch them. And it's like, Every it's girl like listen, you need to calm down. <laughs> listen, calm down. Your boyfriend, your husband's going to be fine. Um, OJ, will you sign this? <laughs> like, that's basically what the fuck it is. All right, so I'm, I'm going to read the whole article. Oh, God. Just bust it out. Teenager murdered by ex-boyfriend after police find her for wasting story. their time over her fears <laughs> about him. So literally, <laughs> she was like telling the police, my ex-boyfriend is going to harm me. Yep. He's stalking me. And they're all, get out of here, you dumb fucking broad. <laughs> and then she was like, Kevin wouldn't do that. <laughs> the star of the fucking football team. What are following you around for, you fucking nerd? <laughs> he fuck doesn't fucking fuck cook math. Get back to reading your books, pal. That star is going to do nothing. Oh, do you play sports? No. I would just shut the fuck up. <laughs> shut the fuck up. And like, and she kept coming and like calling the cops and there was nothing to do and they were like quit wasting my motherfucking time yeah so they charged they actually made her pay money yeah they fined her she got a fine for calling the cops <laughs> that is like this is your you're supposed to come <laughs> I know it's so it. ridiculous and you're not on, like you're like you made us like, like answer your 911 call <laughs> like what the, the fuck is the matter with you we're here to pull people over with bad registrations <laughs> and, and if you're <laughs> Mexican boxing gloves on the fucking <laughs> and for any time someone's trying to get into their girlfriend's car <laughs> or walking down the street alone at night stupid that's what we do but <laughs> if you're an unarmed black man you're going to, you're dying. You're dying. That's what we oh, do. Did. See, this is all, it's all the budget cuts is why this is happening, right? It's like, my apartment's on fire. Well, let me know when the whole complex is on fire, right? Because yeah. I can't be Only charging. Only apartment? Bad. I can't, can't be bringing all these guys out. They're on OT. This is OT over time enough, dude. Does it say how many times she called them? No, it actually does. hundred times. <laughs> it's just, like, it probably did get annoying. Yeah. It's, yeah. A really, texting them, it's a really quick them. article. It's yeah, not that Charge long. your money. Yeah, <laughs> they just made it up. They pocket it. Yeah, straight hey. cash. We need that fine straight cash. Can we, can, we, can we do that? Can we <laughs> so basically what happened was the fucking boyfriend, he was caught, like even his footprint was caught in the blood and everything. And he said he went there to fuck his ex-girlfriend. They, he, he even was, said he that they had sex, sex with, with two days yeah, before. They had sex two days before and then he came back and she was like dead in the home. Because he's denying that he murdered her. He's That's denying it. Wait, wait, wait. Well, I guess it's kind of... had sex. It, yeah. It's kind of convoluted because there are certain text messages that offer to what he's saying. There Bitch, are certain you're text fucking messages. this dude? Yeah. So... So she files yeah. a report against yeah. him to try and like get him off of her That's back. That's why you they gotta do find. anything. And then she, t yeah. And then she's like, "Oh, we're on and off, on and off." Well, then it comes out that he's stalking her. She's, he's literally like following her home. He's getting her keys sometimes, coming into her house right, when yeah. her parents aren't there. See, Abney, this is See, why I'm glad you got out. Don't, <laughs> don't leave sugar on the counters. That's how you get ants. <laughs> Do you want ants? <laughs> no. That's how so, you get orcs. If, you're, if your fucking ex-boyfriend is literally, you feel he's a danger to you, to the point that you're calling the cops, don't go and fuck him, yeah. I say to my ex. <laughs> it, it looks a little weird, like, once I read That's the story. That's what's funny, is like, like my, my ex-girlfriend... Listen to an episode of this podcast where we talked about the relationship, and she got so mad that she filed a restraining order, and she wanted that episode of the podcast taken down. A month ago, almost today. <laughs> Happy anniversary, guys. <laughs> Shout out to Joel. <laughs> like, Jay, she did, and I was like, what the fuck? Like, all, like, I'm a danger to you because of what I said on a podcast. That was the whole reason for it all. 
And then, like a month later, she's asking to come over and bang. Well, you we were totally did. <laughs> well, now, no, now it's sexy because it's illegal. All right, <laughs> like, hey, rule thirty-four, <laughs> whatever it is. So That's yeah, it, is. it gets a little convoluted, and like, I'm not actually sold that he did it. I didn't get that part so he, where, like, I read the whole article. I went, didn't see that he went into the house. Yeah, I saw that part. Th- there didn't say anything about a footprint was, with blood he even said like he went he found the body he's the one that found the fucking correct body. it says that it doesn't say anything okay, about a there was a bunch of different articles because i all the fucking stupid true crime fucking shit i follow on facebook oh so you went down like it. the rabbit hole yeah of it? Hmm. and i guess well i guess there was like something about him and like the blood or some shit like that but he found her fucking body yeah and then you know he gets blamed he goes no 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 i just stumbled in and she was dead you know the door was unlocked or some bullshit she was found yeah he was that's like, what he was, he was i yeah, thought yeah, she was yeah. sleeping or something He's like, oh yeah, she was in her nightgown, so I, I didn't really know. And then once I got in there, I Who realized she was this? dead. Who would do this? I'm gonna search. It's and then high he, said low. It, he didn't call nine one one or nothing. He just <laughs> ran. He just ran. And yeah, just like, Kevin, eh. we'll search with you. <laughs> I, I highly doubt that you would just run if you actually didn't do it. Bro. Yeah, OJ. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Bronco. <laughs> it's just like those girls who like get are in abusive, like physically abusive relationships, and they keep going back. Yeah, dominatrix, you know. Yeah, <laughs> that's why Dak hasn't loved it. <laughs> those people who are in those abusive relationships. They love hitting her. But yeah, so that's all. Love hitting each other. The guy looks like he murdered his girlfriend. Yeah, like he, he looks like a creeper. Hell of sure. bad, dude. He looks like fucking. He just totally. But looks the real story isn't the murder or anything. It's that the cops were like, "Hey, fuck you, bitch. We're not gonna do anything. Hey, call <laughs> us back when there's a murder on the hands. Yeah, right? Call us when your fucking wrists they, are slit. I think they knew that she was fucking him still, and that's why they didn't give a fuck. I that's really think that's why. Fair, man. Like. Like, it's a horrible thing, and they definitely should have done something. They should have been proactive. It's their job to protect and serve the people. And there's a guy who was in obvious danger. They should have done something. They shouldn't have just wrote it off like the boy who cried wolf type of thing. And but I can say, see why. And actually, especially Charger. Like, that was really yeah, fucking Yeah, that's the fucking crazy. That's but at the same crazy. time, they're, like Chris said, you can see their train of thought. <laughs> <laughs> I, I wonder if the cop's like... Damn it, we're never gonna get that fine money. We <laughs> <laughs> right, better get it from her mom. See, charge her estate. Is there any? Does she have any life insurance or anything? Because we charge her like for parents will pay. We charge her thirteen hundred bucks straight cash. You got? Like, <laughs> yeah, pretty fucking crazy though. Like, Bitch got what, fucking. Like what? What lesson can we learn from this? First off, please don't, ain't gonna help. Don't date Stop women. Help. Please ain't gonna help you. Don't call police. What you need <laughs> is like a gun. Bring it back. Big. Bring it back. Contact some shit. Okay, that's what the that's all that's all that Paulie and the organization does <laughs> is protect guys who can't go to the police. All right, that's all the organization, and that's what the FBI can never understand. <laughs> yeah, that's the problem. See, well, that's what you gotta start. That's how gangs get. That's how gangs formed in the first place. The reason why gangs are still a thing is because people feel very uh, scared in their neighborhood. They feel afraid. They feel like something bad's gonna happen to them, so they round up together to protect themselves. Round them, group. Round them yeah. up. Round them up. Well, that's what it is. Because, like, you, I mean, you guys listen, you may or may not know some Italians that have a podcast. But, I mean, <laughs> if you need any help, like, that's how not it us. all got started. Before it was gambling, before it was drugs, which led into Godfather, perfect example. It's all for protection. It's protecting those who aren't protected by the police. Like the Irish, for instance. Italians. Germans, even. Everyone back then who were coming to Ellis Island in New York, they weren't protected by the fucking police. Police didn't give a fuck. They were on the payroll of somebody else. So the whole thing of law of omerta. Omerta is the law of silence. You don't say anything. You don't hear anything. And when the police come to your neighborhood and it's like, 
oh, you know, the, uh, you see anything? You see any murder happen? It's like, nah, I, don't, I didn't hear anything. Or por qué? Por qué? Why? No, that's why. But gay? And that's like the whole thing in in like the mafia is you don't say anything, you don't hear anything, and you're protected by those in your neighborhood. It's a good so thing, even hope. though it led to bad, because, I mean, absolute power corrupts, absolutely, we fucking know that goddamn quote. Man, I don't get it. I don't get I don't get the craving for power. Like I I just don't have. You ever put it on in a me. suit? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Poison reservoir. <laughs> I just I don't I don't get it. I don't get it. The, the quest for power just is something that I'll never see. It's one of those things. Like, as soon as you get some, you just want more. It's, it's like an addiction. Like you know what I mean? Like you eat, you can't just eat one cookie, Chris. Yeah. You're well, that's because cookie. cookies have sugar in it. If you get sugar's power, delicious. It's addicting, <laughs> just like power, man. <laughs> you gotta taste the real power. Yeah. Like if any of the three of us got actually got it, we'd probably get a little corrupted. Yeah, you know that song. You want power? I'm a more, more, more. Ooh, isn't, that, isn't that song about power? Something like that. Or I might just be paraphrasing the lyrics, but still. Oh, yeah, funny. dude. It's, uh, I mean, so what the fuck can you do, right? The moment that's the motherfucker who's your ex starts being creepy and you call the cops once, that's it. Anytime you have to call the cops, the motherfucker, it should be over. You should not go back. Yeah, you should don't go back. Get some friends to help you protect yourself. Start a podcast. Have them convince you to not hang out with them anymore. Get a shotgun. <laughs> it's got a nice spread. <laughs> <laughs> you don't got to aim for nothing. You got to just turn. Bam. Problem night. Problem night there anymore. <laughs> Come on, buddy. Come on, buddy. <laughs> oh but, uh, our next, we got more murder to talk about, actually. Another current event, right? Kind of murder. Kind of murder. So there was a huge thing, um, a controversy of a female that everyone thought was murder. I have actually two to talk to you about. One of them. The girl <laughs> He's getting uh, on, on the true crime uh, things that I follow on Facebook. They're like, oh, this girl's fucking missing. Family can't find her. Everyone thinks she's, she's fucking murdered. She looks like she would be triggered immediately. Gender pronoun uh-huh. triggered. Non-binary fucking nose piercing. Uh-huh. Turns out she's in a cult in uh-huh. Puerto Rico. Of course she is. A cult? <laughs> a cult. A cult. Oh, no. You know what? I think she joined the Colts, the football team. Maybe she looked kind of dudish. No. No, that's probably not it. No, I would have heard about it in free agency. Oh, okay. My bad. <laughs> yeah, he's a big, he's Take a Colts back. fan. So I am a Colts fan. Big he's a Colts fan, fan dude. So Chris I wouldn't is know. an agent, apparently. I don't know what that yeah, means. Yeah, well, by, by, what, Okay, so describe what she looked like, like for real. Like, what color was her hair? Was it pink? Was it teal? Was it choppy? No. Was it shaved on the side? Was it like the Skrillex? Super short, choppy. She looked like... Was she fat? No, she didn't really look fat. Choppy hair, kind of nose ring, like straight up. Side nose or the septum? Side nose. Oh. Mm. Was lip ring too? Uh, was it a ring or was it a stud? It was ring. Septum is more like, septum is a little bit different. Side ring is way septum more lesbo. Piercing, no, septum piercings are for girls who want to want you to know that they'll suck your dick right away. <laughs> they're, slutty, they're slutty piercings. Yeah, it's like a cock knocker. Right? Yeah, it's like it's it's like the now and day version of like the lower back tattoo. You know? What oh, I mean? it's like nice. you know you know what's up, and I know that you know what's up. <laughs> I, I figured know that would up. be the tongue ring. It's a tramp clamp. Not the it's tongue ring becomes it super. It's, a, it's like a tongue ring. It's a diversion. No, no, now. the tongue ring isn't slutty anymore. It's just kind of trashy. Yeah. <laughs> right? It went from tramp stamp to, to tramp clamp. That's what it is now, and it's on the nose. But the side one is like. Oh yeah, she's gonna get mad at a at a comedy show for you saying female or her, and, and like, that's exactly what's gonna she's happen. All, I relate Did you just to them. assume the gender of the imaginary person in your story? That you heard of? How fucking dare you? I'm leaving to Puerto Rico. <laughs> all right, bitch. So um, yeah, they found her and they said come back, and she's like, I ain't coming back. 
But she said it in Spanish. No one understood. <laughs> She's like, I'm still in America, basically. Is it like yeah, a, it's mean, in like a sidebar of America or something? Yeah, Puerto I mean, Rico? They voted for Gary Johnson. Yeah, motherfucker. <laughs> let's, let's move. Gary there. Johnson won Puerto Rico. Nice. That's insane. That's what if Puerto something. Rico broke off and asked Gary Johnson to like, you want to come run Puerto Rico? <laughs> <laughs> At least do the Puerto Rican Day Parade. He's <laughs> like, I like parades. Uh, I'll then, do it. Um, and then there's another story of this 15-year-old girl who had really bad problems at home. There was an Amber Alert of her fucking missing. First off, the Amber Alert thing is fucking really crazy. Amber Alert basically is when this, this girl Amber got fucking kidnapped and there was like police trying to find her and they said a certain car was it and they didn't have the right fucking color or shit like that so it all got distorted but every time an alert goes an Adam alert for instance it's like uh, the guy from the America's Most Wanted I can't remember his fucking name but his kid got kidnapped from like a Kmart or a Walmart he was sitting there in the video game aisle and a bunch of other fucking ratty like teenagers were playing and he was like six years old or four years old something crazy and all the kids were being loud and he was next to him and the security guard's like all you guys out of the store and he was like no I'm my mom and he was like all you guys out and when the kid went out of the store he got kidnapped from a dude and then got his head chopped off and that's when his dad created America's Most Wanted they ended up finding the guy and the guy said pay me millions of dollars and I'll tell you where your kid's head's buried and he said fuck you never did it but he's responsible for catching Alex Trebek no what Oh, wrong person. Sorry, I'm just trying to think of a host of America's Most Wanted. That's Jeopardy. Homeboy. I know. <laughs> I know. Wait, wait, wait back. Who, it's a show that comes who, on at night. Who is Alex Trebek? Is what you mean? <laughs> that was your answer, are motherfucker. You, are you, is, is it the guy who <laughs> was in basketball? We still have yeah, no yeah. fucking idea where this guy no, is. No, no, that's that's uh, Unsolved Mysteries. Oh, it's the same thing. But Whatever. no, you would know this guy from America's Most Wanted. America's on the lookout. Like he's he has gray hair. You would. Oh, fucking, it's John Walsh. John Walsh. Adam Heck Walsh is the kid. Yeah. So Adam, Adam Alert is. I think that's what exactly what it's called. So when any, anybody's missing at like a Walmart or anything, they shut the fucking doors and they search the whole place. You're not allowed to leave until they find the kid in the fucking store. Um, so that's, that's an Adam sucks, Alert. I think, yeah, I think it's called Adam Alert. So then Amber Alert is. Dude, I got shit to do. Let me out. Uh, Amber Alert is when we get a message on our phone. Yeah, like, like kill a kid. <laughs> Come on, dude. I'm like, hi, yeah, maybe. <laughs> hey, you're Mexican. I, I, that's where the oh, rapists come from. Oh. <laughs> we know that as a fact. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> Rape, not kill. We don't. That's that's. that's they're coming right. from somewhere. Now you're being racist. They're coming from somewhere, Stevie. <laughs> yeah, all the rapists that are actually crossing the border into the United States from Mexico are just frat boys who were there for spring break. <laughs> so that's so fucking funny. Moving on. <laughs> so um. Now, with the Amber Alert... What the fuck is an Amber What's it actually? So, a girl that got uh, kidnapped, Amber, and then that alert went out because of the system of different police departments not talking to each other, and, you know, because that's a big thing it used to be, at least. No, these police departments want to make their fucking nut, so they won't communicate with others, and that's how a lot of people got away. Yeah, just like in Super Troopers, that wasn't like a made-up thing. Like, a lot of police departments are like, no, we got this. Like, it's like, this is our jurisdiction. No, it's our case. No, it's our case. Fuck it. You deal with the hog. And it's the same thing, but... With Amber Alert, it's letting the information out so that everyone around you can look for this certain vehicle or anything and help out the police. Because it actually does fucking really help a lot. Amber Alert is responsible for fucking saving a lot of people, kidnapping-wise. But this Dude, girl- that show wound up being like a really great success, and it really like got 
it caught a lot of fucking people that without the show wouldn't have been caught. Yeah. So even though it's kind of like a fucked up thing. It's yeah. Like, well, because he even though yeah, into something, into something great. great. Yeah. Exactly. Because in the end, he saved more lives. It's but he hundred. still lost his kid. That Dude. was like the catalyst for the yeah. entire thing to even happen. It's, it's the power of television, man. <laughs> <laughs> that's Tell why Hollywood has to push I, stereotypes. I, I've always said, watch no. more television. What the fuck connection is that to make you PC? <laughs> God. So it's always up to Hollywood to make things better. The only ones that could save us. <laughs> so Just ahead of the curve. So that's the Amber Alert, right? So all these fucking stupid little alerts, they have a reason behind them. That's they why come they, up the on names, my phone now. The names, crazy. Stupid alerts <laughs> have a reason. The <laughs> names behind them are specific to the case that happened and is responsible for this is here because of this. You know what I mean? It can be traced back to that. Well, now this girl, this 15-year-old girl's fucking missing. Her old teacher... He conditioned this 15-year-old. She had problems at home and with her dad. And he, like, became her best friend and shit. And then he ends up fucking kissing her. And she, like, reports that he kissed her. And then he Well, up- how is that not a flag right there? You have a teacher teaching a 15-year-old because who it's a kissed female her. And, the, and, and then she tells... Who did she tell? Like, she her tells parents? the cops when the cops charged her for telling him. <laughs> <and> <laughs> did so she really tell the cops? She, I think she... I'm not sure. I didn't read that far into that, but she. But she told someone. Yes. And so, then it was just like, oh well, it doesn't really matter. It got. It out. wasn't she taken like told for the real. School or some shit. And so, like the counselor. Or but something. no one's gonna believe children. Stranger Things, perfect example. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it's kind of steeped fucking in truth. truth. <laughs> that's a, oh, that's a documentary. Bobby <laughs> down. <laughs> so um, this the girl is like clearly having fucking problems at home. This guy's like fifty something. He ends up getting fired. He's an ex teacher now, and then he ends up taking her at gunpoint and kidnapping her. So she's been missing since Monday and they haven't found her yet. Her and him. And they have pictures of him every fucking where he looks like a total fucking creeper. But he kidnapped her, took her at gunpoint, God and damn. no one knows anything. And I think it really sounds I like the Tennessee. first story we just heard about about the cops not doing their job again. They yeah. already had a hint. They like, already had a All lead. these current events have to do with that. Where it's, like, <laughs> it's up to us, the people, to do this. Yeah. Yeah. So we all have so to be Batman. Mafia. That's what it's all traced back to. It takes a village. <laughs> to beat a rapist. And don't a, watch it, that it movie. It takes a village, people. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, they're still toying and making bank. I would go see him. It's crazy. I'll get Seven inning stretch and shit. Remember Bill Burr talked about that? <laughs> <laughs> Fucking YMCA. <laughs> Fucking stupid letters. <laughs> but yeah, dude, pretty crazy, man. She got kidnapped from fucking Tennessee and teachers on the fucking run. Don't trust Jesus. teachers. Ask chance. You can never like <laughs> get out there, drop out of school, make a mixtape on acid, start writing a great mixtape. <laughs> Seriously. Beatles did it. <laughs> chance did it, won several Grammys without a label. Wasn't the, the mixtape we're in the talking about? Two people, though, seven billion people. You got this. <laughs> <laughs> Telling you, two great people. <laughs> so the last one we wanted to talk about was uh, the film grants. So Trump has been cutting everything. You're cut. Everything's cut. 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 <laughs> Bobby Fillet. I'm cutting everything. <laughs> That's a chef quote. I mean, a chef joke. You guys, you guys wouldn't get that. Uh, oh really? You guys need to watch some. I'm chef pretty shows. sure I got it. Cutthroat Kitchen. <laughs> I only watch the Culinary Channel. <laughs> and I tell Melania, you need to make this for me. Melania? <laughs> Whatever her name is. Anyway, so uh, so tr- apparently Donald Trump is cutting a fund that helps uh, independent filmmakers. Mm-hmm. Is that correct? It's the same it's, kind And of- it's directly related to the Sundance Film Festival yep. because Sundance gets the money from the government. It's essentially a subsidy. Even though like Trey Parker and Matt Sundance made fun of Sundance, like hella bad. Remember? It's subsidies for the arts. That's what it is. It is. Yeah, yeah. That's exactly what it is. Because... Like and because it's all, it's all about oh, what what art isn't important. Art isn't gonna help you 
learn how to live in the world. Art is like, it's always seen as this kind of feudal kind of bullshit. If anybody has any milk cartons, bring them in. That's yeah, art. People think <laughs> of art. They think of like arts and like silly arts, arts and, and crafts. crafts. They think of finger painting. They think of, <laughs> oh, stu- modern art sucks. It's stupid. So all art is done. It's like art encompasses so many fucking things, including filmmaking and, and they're Mixed just martial they're arts, they're compl- boxing, w- fucking being a chef. They're completely ignoring how important art can be. Art, can save somebody's life. Somebody who's on the tr- on the track to do something horrible with their life. Someone who could end up being a drug dealer or a murderer. Or Someone who finds peace and finds themselves in some form of art and they get that and they can get out of the life that they're in. But something that Trump and his administration are so fond of doing is eliminating those roads. Those roads that get the fucking impoverished, to get the people who don't have a lot of opportunities and not let them succeed and reach to that top level. That's not the only thing he's cut recently. He took away, he signed into law a bill that would take $3.9 billion away from the Pell Grant system, which helps college kids get into fucking college. And he's also without having to get the loans. And not, not only that, like you said, after school programs, those are being cut because he says oh, it doesn't help kids at all because he's never had to be in one. He was, he, he was born into billions of fucking dollars from his fucking dad. He never had to go to a place to avoid danger. Betsy there's so many, too. there's so many fucking kids. They both went to private schools yep. their whole lives. They never grew up in a horrible neighborhood where if you went outside, there was a chance you were going to be a part of a gang or you were going to get involved in drugs. No There's nothing crooks, else to do. <laughs> There's something horrible that could happen around every fucking corner and you needed something to keep you out of trouble. And that's what after school programs are so good at. Yeah. That's why so many, like you look at any, basically any professional fucking fighter, whether it be boxing or MMA, they tell you, oh, I was in a bad neighborhood and I was on my way to a horrible life. But this sport saved my life. It was like an after-school thing that somebody took them in and treated them like family and taught them a skill, that, yeah. taught them how to do something that they would love and they started to love themselves from it. That's what's so important about after-school programs and he wants to gut that because he doesn't think it's going to help because he's never experienced it. Our politicians are supposed to be people that represent all of us and they are not us. They're different. The level at which they grew up and they live their lives, they have no idea what it's like to live at our level. And so they're cutting away not only the Pell Grants, not only after school programs, but they're also cutting restrictions on loners. So you, Chris, you owe a lot of fucking money because you had the balls to go to college, (laughs) you piece of shit. For something that I actually wanted to do? You went, so now you owe money and you owe a loan. And there's interest on that loan. Yep. But there's restrictions on how much interest can be on that loan. Correct. And, of course, our last president tried to uh, give new laws that would forgive student He was debt. giving us student loan he forgiveness. Did Chris, Chris he was did, a guy that I work with, his student, before Trump signed this fucking bill, he cut like six, seven grand out of Chris's fucking uh, school. Chris like, dude, I had to pay fucking nothing. I, I, can't, I put my name in for the website, everything. He did all of it. And he got his whole culinary school basically cut by like three-fourths. I was like, no way, I got to do that. And then now I can't. Now mine and yours is double. Well, I, don't, it's, I don't think it's gone through yet, but it's like I'm pretty, it's going through the process of it. But that's what he wants to do. And that's what looks like it's going to happen because it seems like everything he wants to happen just happens. No one's getting in his way. Well, besides the whole travel ban, the Congress keeps stopping that travel mm. ban for yeah. sure. Pretty, I, but the thing is, uh, so he's getting rid of the the fact that there's a, a cap on the interest level. So now these loaners can quadruple the interest, like 60% in the first month. Yep. There is a story of some girl who like her student debt was like $18,000. It took her a few months to start paying. Start paying, just took her a few months to start. And by the time she started paying, there was an added four grand in interest. Yep. There's no more regulation. So your student debt, like we're, our generation is in the most student debt ever in the history of the United States because while student, like the rate at which uh, tuition has gone up 
it's like gone up like 300% or something like that. It's gone up so much, whereas the minimum wage has gone up barely any at all. That's a lie. It's gone up 3,000%. Like the level of inflation is so uneven. And so like back in the day, someone could work a job and go to college. Now you have to work five jobs, work all five jobs every day and then go to school, which that would take you about 40 hours a day. There's not that many hours in a day, I found out. Actually, There's not? There's not. And that's so, a lie. If you look, look, at, look, at all, news. look at all these things. He's getting rid of after school programs. He's getting rid of Pell Grants. So you can't get a grant and get money for free to go to school. He's getting rid of the maximum. He's also, t- he's also making, if you want it, if you say fuck it and get a loan, he's, ma- he's going to make it so just this giant Sisyphean task of trying to pay it off. And then, on, like, and he's also getting rid of the of fucking funding of the art. So it's like there's no point in going into art and trying to do that either because it's just crushing you. He's demoralizing. That's what. That's what the. Not just. It's not just him. He's not just some this all powerful figure. It's like a lot of these people who fucking really run the goddamn country are doing this. They're taking away all these avenues for people like us who grew up in places like us in poverty to make it out and to make it on top and to get somewhere else. They're taking that option away from us. They don't think like. Because if you're trying to rule a populace, you want to rule a huge group of people, it really helps if they're dumb and uneducated. Yeah. And if they keep us from getting educated. Slavery. They keep us from getting Slavery these, is a perfect example They keep of us that. dumb and they keep us unable to reach a next level to understand our rights, understand what we can do as a people, and keeping us from uniting, keeping us in poverty and fighting each other instead of them, it's easier for them. Yeah. And it's absolutely fucking horrible. And that's uh, this is the kinds of things that – is why we're all fucked and there's nothing we can do about it and, and we should all kill ourselves. What's funny well, that's is exactly, <laughs> wait, hold on. This is exactly why I have not and I will not start to pay on my student loans because I don't feel that everything that has been going about this entire thing has been justifiable. First of all, I was lied to about my loans. There is no one up there when you're doing your whole student loans that's like sitting there and walking you by. It's someone that's paid by this school that you're about to go give all your fucking money to. I didn't realize that I was going to have a fucking this... Like, just when you're in the process of doing it, you don't understand the documents that you're signing because you're, you're fucking 21. You're excited to start this new yeah. future. You're excited to do everything. You think you have a and future. And they don't tell you the underlying facts under the thing. They just sit here and they boast you up and they boast you up and they don't tell you, well, really, here's what's going to happen. Here's what's going to happen. Here's what's going to happen. You read the small print? Yeah. It says Apple can kidnap you and they can <laughs> tie you up to and somebody so else's butt. That's one reason why I mean, I'm not going yeah, the to bottom, start paying. Because the bottom line is the person who's trying to give you that information, the person that's trying to tell you, oh, this is how it's going to work, they work for the school. Like exactly. you just said. They, like, they, why would, they have no reason to really, really help you. It's like the person who's selling you a car isn't necessarily – like if some used car salesman who lives in some fucking shitty little alley and you have to go to his shitty little fucking used car sales lot, he's not going to be 100% straight with you. Exactly. And that's known. Everyone knows that to be careful of used car salesmen. No, like I'm losing I'm losing on this deal. Mm-hmm. Like I'm hooking you up. Don't even worry about it. Like so you have the- to go to somebody separate. Like it's basically – it's got to the point to where you need a lawyer. To look at Dude, your student seriously. loans. You need to have your own private lawyer. You're not going to get some fucking free attorney either. So that's more money. It's making it so the only way you can get an education is to be fucking rich. You have to be born rich and have your parents pay for your education so you can have any kind of decent fucking in- income. There's a honestly um, a job career 
that can be made from just knowing student loans. You'd be able to be a student loan advisor that isn't under a score that school that isn't under a corporation. You could literally be a fucking freelancer and you could go and you could help fucking people out for a fucking low fucking fee and just explain to them fucking hour what they're really fucking getting into. It could really open an entire fucking career field because really you're not could. getting what you need to know when you're going into these schools. You just get paid to sit them down and be like, don't do it. <laughs> I'm telling you right now. And so that's one but, reason. And then another reason is because Trump's trying to go in here and undo all of what Obama did. And Obama was pro-school. He wanted everybody to go out. He was more towards the Bernie route of like a, a free college education, essentially. And he was abolishing a lot of these old fucking laws that make the interest rate go absolutely out of control and everything. And now all the good that Obama did for specifically education is now being reversed by fucking Trump's dumbass because he's like, well, I, have to, I paid for everything. And it's starting to cripple me. But something I did learn is my loans are locked because my loans are now like five, six years old. My loans are locked. My rate can't go up. It's, like in, it's yeah, a it's locked rate. It's in collections. Exactly. Everything's locked unless he can, which he might be able to undo that and boost. They like, might start garnishing oh, he's got the, the key. No, he's see, got the key, I looked bro. into that and the only thing that they can garnish with student loans is your tax return. They can't actually garnish your well, you never know. A new law yeah. might pass where he's like, I need money. Because this is this You is might forget. be right, dude. You let's, might be let's right. Let's not forget. Like, he's cutting all these things saying he's going to save us money. But where's that? That money is going to the million dollar a fucking day price of keeping his wife in New York while he lives in the White House and the Secret Service has to guard her that whole fucking guard. We're guards. (laughs) This is what my grandpa rants and raves to me about every day. He's like, I don't mind giving them 30% of my income. It's not me giving them all this money that upsets me. It's how they're spending it and where they're spending it and I don't have a fucking say-so. That's my fucking problem. I'm 67 years old. I've been paying taxes since I was 20 years old and since then I haven't had a say-so and I still Still don't have a say you so. I just get more mad and a, more mad and more mad. There should be a list of like when you sign up for a paycheck where you want your taxes to go to. I think that would be really cool. But it's, you it, could just make a, you can make the, a box whole, of like back to me. <laughs> but it wouldn't matter because even if you said, "Well, I want this much to go to a highway construction," oh, sure, I want sure, this, it'll, go to, it'll go to that. But it doesn't go exactly. to that. It just goes to their pockets or wherever no, they it. want it to no, go I'll to. Pocket it, but I got They're just not me. spending it correctly. There was this one thing that I read. I think it was actually about. The, the film grant it was saying that throughout a year I think they get around a hundred and like twenty million dollars yeah. or something it was around it's less than one F-22 fighter jet one fucking jet for our military is more than $120 million, and yet we're fucking busting those motherfuckers off of the fucking assembly line when half the fucking world doesn't even own a fucking jet. They get their jets from our old fucking jets because we're over those jets, and we essentially have given everyone jets. <laughs> well, actually, sorry, I don't know why you brought up jet because that supports filmmaking. Top Gun, homeboy. I'm just saying you can't have the toppest of guns if you don't have the toppest of jets, bro. And, uh, also, I, I can't remember who said this quote, but earlier when you were talking about art, it, it really uh, relates to that. Art is taking something simple and making it beautiful. That's all art is. It, as, Seriously, as I'm looking at two pieces of metal as, and I make it something beautiful. As broad <laughs> as that is, it's a beautiful fucking quote. And yeah. I can't remember, and I've always used it because it's fucking great. And it's very upsetting that, like, yeah, it keeps people from actually wanting to go to fucking school because it's like, well, now I'm fucked. And, with and the, it keeps people from with, innovating. Yeah, and with the idea that... that 
knowledge is at our fingertips now. People see student loan debts, all this shit. It's like, well, why even try now? Now with the internet, it's like you don't even want to try. See, now you can get educated. You can get a $60,000 education from the internet. Whereas when I was, like, I didn't realize that even though I did grow up in the internet age and whatnot. But we were on, we were on the cusp. Yeah, our we entire yeah. age group, we were on the cusp. We were, we didn't have any internet and we do would have to fuck with Hustler magazines we and before, pornos. And then we started out And then we like, had it right in the beginning where it was just AOL chat rooms, ASL and everything. Thing. And then you can we're get now, molested as much <laughs> a motherfucker yeah. in that room. And now we're at this point now, and we're already about 27. Well, usually by the time we're 27, you've already hit college and you've already done because that's what everybody preaches to you. That was the normal thing Go to, to college, do. College, get education, then get a but job. But now but you don't have practice. to do that. Like I can honestly see our student, <laughs> our student let could go could go down specifically because the younger generation is already being educated by the internet instead of teachers, instead of textbooks, and they're more in your face too with the like because all the knowledge is online you can get the same education online that you would get spending five hundred thousand dollars but it's fake but no one's gonna give a fuck that's the problem is you're not gonna get a job saying oh yeah i read about it online say that a fucking interview you know what i mean put that on a goddamn resume they're not gonna give a fuck you have to have that piece of paper that's all that fucking which i fucking hate i have never showed that fucking diploma that hundred thousand dollar piece of paper that i fucking paid for to one fucking person asking for a job joe rogan talked about it perfectly him and jim norton how people are embarrassed to say they learn things from movies or they learn things from uh, uh, pop culture. There, if if you read about it in a book, then it's more important. No, I read you about seem it smarter. in a book, and it's like if you say you read it on the internet or anything. Like for instance, whenever I say, "Oh, I I read this many books," is your Audible? Listen to a lot of Audible, and Craig's like, "That's not reading." It's like, well, I'm still getting the information. I'm still getting the knowledge from the book. The book is still in my list of things that I've read this year. It's read to me. Sure, it's like you're saying books on tape. That's not. That's it's like, like you have to. You have to say something like, "I finished these books." Yeah, that's like, true. So, so they don't give you that technical. Well, it's actually reading. Reading takes effort. It's like I don't understand. Aren't you getting the same information? Thank you. That's what, exactly. that's what Stevie's that's, trying to tell. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, because that's well, what how can it be argued the other way? How are you not going to? It's it's this it's a hipster type thing, or it's the same result. Like, there's hipsters in every field of everything. Of <laughs> we should do it like this. Or like I do it like this. The way. authentic you, traditional yeah, politicians. Way. And it's all like if you really want to, like you have to actually sit there and do nothing else but stare at the page and read like that. <laughs> like you can't just oh, so you get more from that. It's like I actually, it's like I'm not like I'm not. This isn't like okay. I understand how that works better if you're like trying to. Uh, if you're reading like a fantasy novel and you want to really picture what's being, that's fair. Like I can see, like you, it ta- it's better through that. But you can, but if you're getting trying to get information, if you're trying to learn something, it really helps just to hear it a lot of the time and to act on it. There's multiple ways to learn. Use all your senses to learn something. It's hands on. You listen. You write it down, or you read it. You can do all those things, and it helps you learn it quicker. Multiple fucking aspects. This idea. I honestly of, think listening to it might be more beneficial because you could literally listen to it and be taking notes. Whereas if you're reading it, yeah. you have to interpret it at the same time, and then you're also going to take notes at the same time. Ain't like, no, yeah, yeah. What are you going to use? You going to ruin books with a fucking highlighter? <laughs> Get the fuck out of here! <laughs> you just cliff noting the whole you thing. You can rewind. You can't rewind a book. <laughs> can't rewind a. I'll rewind a fucking book all day long on yeah. the Audible. Yeah. On the Audible. <laughs> so uh, and that's that. Like that's a big thing. And like Adney said earlier about these politicians who have never had it they've only had it good their whole lives so they don't know what it's like for the common man the, the blue collar guy for instance we're middle class yeah it's, fight yeah, for the middle class it's always these motherfuckers who were born with 
all the opportunities laid out for them that tell you to pull yourself up by bootstrap, pay it for yourself. It's like, you didn't. We made a skit mm-hmm. about that. I got a small loan of a million dollars from my grandpa or my dad. And it's like, get the fuck out of here. There was uh, in the book that I read fucking, I read it. I actually read it. Um, <laughs> but, uh, I always talk about it. Lies my teacher told me. It specifically says that in the book, it's almost impossible to get out of your class. When you're born into a certain class, it's almost impossible. So judging people for the class that they're born into, fuck the rich, but you know what I mean? Like us. Um, <laughs> it's it's kind of fucked up because it's like they don't really have a chance to do it because they can only go to these certain schools, public schools, who don't have the highest of education. They don't get the most grants, the most money to educate you in a certain way. The schools that are are for the rich kids have a better education system. There's smaller classes so they can pay more attention to the kids. Public schools have bigger classes. They can't pay attention. Now, no child left behind. That idea is put the child forward. Don't keep them back a grade. And that pushes kids forward who are not ready to move forward. So it actually limits you. It puts you like, that's why China's best. Get away from the smart kids. <laughs> like, like, so they just tell their kids that they're dumb. I'd be like, okay, well, you're dumb. Get used to that. You're going to be laying brick for the rest of your life. You, you're not that dumb. You can do a little bit of math. Be an accountant. Yeah. So, and that's like, that's where the fucked up thing comes in is like for anybody to say, pull yourself up by your bootstraps. Like, so it's, it's almost impossible. It's impossible See, like, for me. The, the, the fucked up thing with that statement is cause if it's coming from a 67 year old dude, the fucked up thing is, is he probably did do that because there was at one point in time, um, an era that you could do that. My grandpa, he did literally did do that. He he was born into somewhat poverty level. Um, he has horrible parents, everything, and he slowly but surely kind of built his own little empire. Our he grandfather now too. owns a business, you know. So at one time that was possible and pliable, but not anymore. That time is is far gone. You can't do it anymore. You can't go to school, um, raise a family, and have a fucking job all at the same time. It's not fucking possible. And if you are doing it, something is going to be lacking either your wife's gonna hate you or you don't have a relationship with your kids that's something you're that's failing known. in school like so many people of like these last couple generations have been like my father was never around because he's always working or my parents broke up because my mom cheated on my dad because he was never around he was working or like there's so many instances of that being harmful to a family life because someone has to spend all their time working but it's back to the thing like what you were saying like how your grandpa for example went from going from poverty level and then he started his own business now he owns his own business and that he did move out of that level. He like got to basically leveled up one. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And it took like his took whole life. It took, took his, his entire whole life fucking to get there, life. And he did it right and all that stuff. But like, and at the same time, you got someone like fucking Donald Trump, who was born into billions. Like, er, like every fucking politician was that you see, like they were born in to these enormously wealthy families, yeah. and they were able to give them the best education. The reason why they're so educated is because they got paid for. And like, so many people. It's always the loudest ones who scream the loudest. Pull yourself out of the bullshit. The ones who scream that the loudest were given an education. Yeah. Because the ones that weren't given the education, they know. And when, when they tell you, they don't say pull yourself. It's like they kind of give you the story of, well, I came from this and then this is it. Those who say, pull yourself. You should be able to do it. Like get a job, intern. It's like those people never had a struggle in their life. And I always talk about that. You, you can afford to lose. A lot of those people that are rich, you can afford to lose. I talk about this at work with somebody. And I was like, I can't. I don't have anywhere exactly. I can go. You can bet I, your entire 
like life on this one minute and like one in a million chance and go do something because you know at the end of the day if you fuck up you can go back to yeah, your parents you house in their fucking five hundred thousand dollar house that they have that's two fucking stories and they'll pay for your next fucking yep venture. start over yep start over you go to always, college for nine like, years you always you have that safety net we don't have a safety net like if we're betting our son that's all that's the only bet we get yeah yeah the, uh, and, and, and if you miss that bet there is no going home it's like, like this it's like, like, what do you mean home you, home is gone listen, i'm all in yeah. playboy you should have all in you came to the crap table with $200 worth of chips. I came in with $30 worth of chips, and it's a $30 buy-in. Of course you can fucking take chances. I have to make sure my one roll that I get, my one fucking roll is going to win. And sometimes I don't want to take the roll. I'm like, it's not going to work. Then I'm completely fucked. Right now, I'm just a little bit fucked. So that's yeah. why you're just complacent with everything. Yeah, it's a fucked up vicious That's why you cycle. robbed the crap table. <laughs> <laughs> See? That's, that's, no, that's exactly that's, right, because that's how people turn to crime. <laughs> <laughs> you get the mafia involved. <laughs> it all keeps going back to the mafia. <laughs> Man, the mafia really was America's greatest pastime. <laughs> America's greatest pastime was organized crime. <laughs> that's good. Okay, so oh. speaking of film... Here's the thing is I, I got Stevie told me this story and I got really mad about it and then he decided to go and post a fucking picture on our Instagram page for the podcast. I was going to say me. I was going to say that's yeah, my you reaction. You should have said your reaction. <laughs> yeah, he got a picture of fucking Hans Landa, the fucking Jew hunter from Inglorious Bastards going all giddy and excited and you said Adney's on it like, like about Adney's. Adney's you're ripping the, apart women. You, know, like, you get you know, excited. The look on Adney's face. I don't get excited about it. Oh, okay. My bad. Garbage Jenner. <laughs> I'll clarify it right now for you. Because he was all giddy and excited. That's his look on his face is giddy and excited. And you're all adding his look, look on Adney's face when he's about to tear into Your feminist. Your look is more like agitated. I, look, yeah. I don't get excited ripping on the feminist movement. Stay some, like, I wish it would just be good. Like, I, I understand the overall goal. Is, the overall goal in the beginning was equality, but shit gets crazy sometimes yeah. on a little crusade. Seriously. And so it fucking irritates me, and I feel like there's no logic in it, and it's stupid, and it makes me mad. It doesn't make me giddy. <laughs> it made you giddy. Why are you smiling? Because <laughs> he's, 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 he's okay. It's I'm about to go fucking crazy. Yeah, he's about to go crazy. <laughs> I can see him just stewing up. Is that a bingo? <laughs> 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 bingo Ooh, that's a bingo <laughs> actually you just say bingo oh my god a bingo how fun I don't get that reference Gal Gadow should have no hair fucking what happened with her underwear I don't know Watney, why is not her chest bare uh, I wanna bang her fucking derriere <laughs> what derriere that's weird <laughs> weird way to go with it I just made it up just now. Oh, that's butt. Bingo. Okay, uh, I didn't know <laughs> so that. So the story that Stevie brought to our attention was that a whole bunch of feminists are really upset about Wonder Woman. Whoa, you're going to assume their movement? <laughs> I call them feminists? <laughs> it's non-binary group. No, they, they, no you know they're feminists because they won't shut up about it. Uh, they're mad at Wonder Woman because... Uh, <laughs> a fictional character. Fictional character. <laughs> because... <laughs> Be Shout out to James <laughs> Because her fucking her fucking armpits are shaved. In, in the trailer. In the trailers. I'm like, I wanna say it's a two second shot. Max. Max two trigger. seconds. Triggered. Max. Max. Listen. <laughs> <laughs> fucking trigger, dude. And they're mad. Pause it! <laughs> Just like, Why does she she she's if she's an Amazon feminist warrior, she should have hair under her arms. Wait, When was Wonder Woman in uh, like a self-proclaimed feminist? Her ideas well, and her morals are along feminist lines, okay, listen, look, but no, no, she's no. never been like, I'm no, a no, feminist. Time out. Shut up for five seconds. Listen, 
Yeah, Wonder Woman never says, I'm a feminist, and she shoves it down your throat or anything like that, but she's a feminist figure. She's this figure of a strong, powerful woman who's at... Oh, you mean you mean a true feminist? Exactly. <laughs> and so feminists like, like, oh, she's a great feminist icon. And then she's like, oh, why is she, she a feminist icon? She should have fucking hair under her arms. Like, she doesn't, like... Having a hairy armpit doesn't make you a feminist. Yeah, thank It's you. not a qualification. Like, you don't have to have hairy armpits in order to be a feminist. Do you know how many hippies have hairy armpits that aren't feminists? Yeah, Who I get have... plowed out <laughs> for fucking drugs and are like, it's just fucking yeah. Dude, <laughs> dude vocal fry I have back. hairy armpits and I'm not a feminist. <laughs> Boom. Case Ooh, in point, bro. <laughs> right? So dumb. Like, okay, yeah, it is. It's so, <laughs> and like, okay, so... They're mad. Okay, so what are you mad about? So it's not that. What else could you be mad about about this? Like, why should she have arm under? Like, first off, she's a fucking goddess. I'll give you that because she's a fucking demigod. So why would she have hair at all? Yeah, why would she have hair? She doesn't need it. It makes her more aerodynamic when she fights. (laughs) 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 A friend, a friend of Stevie said that. Yeah, Andy was like, "That's a fucking solid point." It was a a female who said that, motherfucker. Ooh, nice. uh, Yeah, she's a goddess. Only face and but no, she doesn't have any upper lip hair. Okay, even though she's old as fuck, she only (laughs) has eyebrow hair. And hair hair. Now that I'm thinking about it. Maybe she has a condition and you're being mean. But you're Every you single goddess doesn't have hair. Like when you think about it, even when you go back to the Iliad and, every, uh, Iliad and everything. Iliad. Like, uh, Here's the thing. Like, they're all beautiful. And yeah. for some reason, the Aphrodite, beauty. That's what they're mad. She, no, shut, time, both of you, shut up. That's <laughs> what the feminists are mad about. That, that they, why does shaved armpits have to equate? Have to why does a woman beautiful. have to shave her armpits? What, to be attractive to men? Why is that so important that she has to be attractive to men? That shouldn't be the number one goal of Wonder Woman. It should be just to be a strong character, not to sexu- overly sexualize her and shave her down so she can attract men. Okay. Okay, here's the thing. I understand. Shave her down again. Also, (laughs) she's an Amazon. Why would Amazonians, like, they're basically, like, old. Why would they shave and all this stuff? It's like, okay. What about Thor in the Marvel Universe? He has no hair on his fucking body. His chest, his stomach, his back, everything is completely bald, like a 10 year old boy. Well, that's just sexy. Okay. And he's a, and he's from a mythology around the same time as the mythology that Wonder Woman comes from. They're both thousands of years old, and yet it's only a problem with Wonder Woman. No one complained. Like they literally shaved Chris Hemsworth down to be attractive to women. Wait, hold on. Ooh, do you think Anthony Hopkins was shaved? Yeah, they don't, like, they didn't yeah, he show. Was. Yeah, he was. Yeah. God damn. Also, Chris Evans, bald as fuck, and like he spoke. Like they're all all like all the fucking men in the Marvel Cinematic Universe and shit. Are fucking shaved like it's Superman, Henry Cavill in the same universe as Wonder Woman. Christ. They're Superman. shaved the fuck down yeah. all the time. And the one that probably has the most hair is fucking Tony Stark. And that's just because he has like a goatee. And that's because he's not a god. He has like a little bit of yeah, taco meat. Yeah, and he's not a god. god. He has, like, a bit, he's a little bit of taco meat on his chest. And yeah. That's all Tony has. But like, <laughs> Tony's like, taco meat. <laughs> <laughs> that's like, the name. <laughs> they, shave, it's like, they shave everyone fucking down, and you're arguing about this armpit hair. Like, it's such a big deal. It's not a big fucking deal. She's whooping ass. She's single-handedly saving World War One, and you're that's, like, that's the whole she thing. She needs to have armpit hair while she's fighting the fucking Nazis. Or no, this before like, there were so Nazis. We're fine, <laughs> like, we're, like, here's the thing. It's like this is something that could have really brought like feminists and like comic book fans who don't always get along, but it's a, something that brings them all together. Something that brings everyone together. It's that. She is a woman, yes, but that's not the main point of the character. The main point of the character, she's it's a badass warrior who's doing the right thing, who just happens to be a woman. Now, Wonder Woman 
what is she doing? Is she saving the fucking day? It's, it look, it's an awesome fucking movie. They put a lot of fucking effort into it. They have a great Wonder Woman killed it in Batman v Superman. Yeah, she was she one really of the did, only yeah. good parts about that movie. Yeah, was really she fucking honest. killed. She was badass and she was actually cool. They didn't make her dorky or lame or she didn't beat you over the head with bullshit. She wasn't like in your face annoying. She was just cool and everyone fucking loved her. Now they're making a movie based around that version of her and it's it, it looks amazing and she does look good single-handedly winning the f- world war one single whippedly Addie. like, like she's it's a, a serious two fucking minutes of a woman beating everyone's ass everyone and, and who, the one if you want to beat some dudes ass, uh, better have armpit hair while you're doing yeah, apparently, it that's why people are against mulan <laughs> she, she shaved her armpits <laughs> pretends to be a man she's a god she's a god she's a man she's a man right shaving her armpits no one mattered it didn't matter because you didn't see her twat you're like that's a dude and then it's like she's a female and it's like why does this why is her armpit he's straight? a zur it's a zur that's, that's, that's how they found out yeah that's, that's how they found out let me see your nutsack you like this like we have this great movie coming out. everyone should be leaping with fucking joy everyone should be happy that we're finally getting a superhero movie where there's a female protagonist lead she's the she's, lead and she's super badass and she's awesome in the role and it's directed by a fucking Oscar winning female director no way like From, yeah, uh, James Cameron who doesn't shave her armpits no. Patty uh-huh. Jenkins who uh, she did uh, Zero Dark Thirty I think it was oh so, she, uh, she puts, she puts well, did she do the Hurt Locker too yes. or no okay yeah so it, it is James female, Cameron's ex she puts main female protagonist in cause, or Zero Dark Thirty friends it's the, it's the hot reddit oh, I fucking She's okay. And then but even anyway, in okay. the Herlocker, there was a strong female presence. Even though there wasn't a female lead, there was like a lot of really strong supporting yeah. females. And that's the thing is like, so you have them writing the story. This great, like, it's this whole movie is like a and, great. You know what? It, Just on that, I bet you the crew is going to be majority female. There's another thing. Like, how much more do we have to give to feminists exactly. before they stop the complaining? Pe- the people who get the coffee, females. People who fucking get- <laughs> <laughs> stupid. But anyways, <laughs> and like, here's another thing: is that for, you have this movie where like it's not only just a female protagonist, but the damsel in distress is a guy. Yeah. It's Chris Pine who's in fucking danger. Star Trek. And she has to, and she's the one who saves him. Like there's this, like I talked about this before on the podcast. How in like the old Superman movies there. There's a there's a quick scene in which it's Clark Kent and Lois Lane in a dark alley and someone tries to mug him and he shoots the gun and Clark Kent catches the bullet and saves Lois. They basically recreated that in the trailer and they have Wonder Woman, uh, Diana Prince with um, Steve Trevor and they're in the fucking alleyway and someone tries to rob him and he shoots his gun and she hurry up and blocks the bullet with her fucking bracelet saving his fucking life and that's like the tone of the story is her constantly having to save his fucking ass it's like it's such a great twist like, on if the I'm, whole if, like, if I was if I was like a, I'm like this is a great movie for uh, the feminist movement it's like such like a strong feel we should be so happy this movie exists because it'll show all the little girls in the world about these incredible superhero and like look up to her and see her as an idol instead of the shitty fucking trash women that are seen as idols right now. Yeah, like fucking Emma Watson banging a water buffalo. We don't want that. <laughs> so, woman, so is Rhonda not an idol just because her armpits aren't shaved or what? Like how is that how is she not an oh, idol figure? Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you didn't know that? It's just so crazy that they can automatically dismiss someone specifically due to armpit. Wait, did Princess Leia shave her arms? I don't think yeah. so. So feminist Probably. Oh she, oh, no, yeah, she, she, she did. did. Yeah, she but did. anyways yeah. no, 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 so the fuck up <laughs> sorry I'm playing devil's advocate <laughs> so instead of being happy that this movie exists happy that everything not, not just that oh we got a token female superhero and she's gonna be fucking she's kind of cool but the this, Batman's gonna have to save her Superman's gonna save her no it's none of that it takes place without any of those characters in it it's just Wonder Woman to save the day it's, it's like 
Instead of being happy about it, they have to find something to pick at. Some little thing somewhere to complain at because it's just not enough. They pick their fucking armpit hair. It's something so minuscule, so inconsequential. Like, if anything, you could complain about her high heels or something. But you pick fucking armpit hair to complain about, and that's so dumb. Nothing is ever enough. This is the problem yeah, nothing's not. <laughs> this is why This is why there are garbage fucking genders, because no matter how much you do, how much you bend over backwards, so or how much you do for them, how much you give what they want, they're going to find something to complain about because you're not good enough, because they can never be happy for more than five minutes. They have to find something to bitch about. And if you don't think they're a garbage gender, watch Suicide Squad. That's a trash bomb, all right? That's a straight That's garbage. Bomb. Victoria's Secret model. It's a literal Trans- trash bomb put together by a trashy woman dancing. <laughs> who, who shaved her armpits. Hey! And she was born in Egypt times. In <laughs> Egypt. Not Egypt. at all. Yep. Way off. Yep. Yep. <laughs> I watched it. <laughs> she was an Egyptian who... No, she was... No, she's like... Uh, Salvadoran? <laughs> she's... Well, no, she was... Um, it was an fucking, Amazonian thing. No, no, no. I was talking about the Amazonian, Mayan girl. It was she was a oh, Mayan, right? Wasn't she a Mayan or something yeah, like that? Yeah, yeah, uh, Enchantress. Mayan, Ma- yeah, Enchantress. Yeah. Yeah, thank you for comic book boy. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, that's the name. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so she, like, I didn't see her fucking armpits fucking not shaved. And that bitch was from a different time. You know what I mean? <laughs> that's what that's, and that's, where they didn't that's even a have reason. You're not even arguing against their point. You're just fucking <laughs> giving them ammunition right now. Giving them more uh, because you're giving them more examples of all these female characters who have like how well, Adney, I think you're being judgmental is what I think oh he's definitely stereotyping I women I think you need to stop <laughs> and you need to listen you need to shave your armpits and see how it feels okay the pricklies do you the want pricklies? the pricklies Adney okay alright Adney dude I'm not gonna lie okay. most girls that I even meet and that I've been in relations with and don't everything shave. they just hate hair like yeah, they hate yeah. hair it's not naturally like, like it's, they it's, don't like seeing the hair on their body it's not like yeah. we train them like it's we, sexist yeah. of you to assume that she shaves her armpits for a man maybe dude, she shaves her armpits because it makes her aerodynamic when she <laughs> oh, 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 oh. <laughs> it's that fucking astronomy mean or astrology mean that I post hair catches fire no hair doesn't catch fire She's anti-fire. <laughs> that's nice. what I'm getting out you of it. You can't burn her. No, yeah, that's right. no armpit crabs. <laughs> no armpit crabs. Boom. So that's enough for our current events. She's trying to kill diseases. Crab. No armpit crabs. <laughs> what? <laughs> the thing is armpit crabs. Feminists, all feminists know, have man. armpit crabs. She lives in the fucking Amazon. Feminists have armpit crabs, Addy. <laughs> You said it. You said like, it. if you were living in the Amazon, you probably wouldn't want to have hair because stuff like little bugs and insects can hide in your hair and then you wouldn't know they're there. She lives on a fucking tropical Paris where it's super hot. You know what I mean? It's yeah, super you have more hair. You have more hair. It's super hot. There's a bunch of shaved women, right? <laughs> <laughs> they're all, they're all hot, though. They're, they're all, all right? hot. They're rubbing against metal and shit, snoo-snooing it up. <laughs> That's going to be the next thing. They're going to complain that all the Amazons are too attractive. Wait, they have to be ugly now, too? Yeah. Yeah, to be a feminist, you gotta be ugly. <laughs> of course, if you look at the group pictures, apparently. Don't shave your arms. <laughs> That's hilarious. Do whatever oh. you can to be unattractive because you're fighting against the patriarchy. It's like, you're saying that because you're ugly and you want to even the playing field. You're trying to make all the attractive girls look as bad as you. I see you. I see your tricks. I'm, I mean, I'm not gonna lie. Don't see a lot of hot women with crazy armpits. Sorry, sorry. I'm just saying, from personal experience, when I walk out of the door, majority of hot women, like 90%, don't have armpit hair. Sorry. 
So exactly. that's just my observation. That's not me being down on women or not. That's just my observation personally. So exactly. And if you I, ever had a hairy back? Girls hate that. My, I hate that my ass crack is hairy. Or, I hate it. Or I it hate sweats. It. It's gross. It's nasty. It keeps the poop in there. <laughs> girls, hate, <laughs> girls hate hairy backs. Imagine being a girl who has a hairy back. Like that's <laughs> fucking terrible. What's funny is, sorry ladies, the majority of women shave their armpits. The majority of fucking women shave their armpits. And that's their problem. They, they think it's the patriarchy. Everything's the fucking patriarchy. They only patriarchy. do it because of men. If it wasn't for men, they wouldn't it. do it. Grow it out and dye it pink. <laughs> oh, pink, huh? So is that your favorite color? Because you're a female? Is that what it is? <laughs> Why are you stereotyping all females with your yeah. femaleness? Why can't you like green? Why don't you like green? Why don't you like why don't you like orange or red? Like the color of the crabs in your armpits. <laughs> <laughs> Armpit lobster. Uh, armpit lobster. <laughs> Maybe that's the name of yeah, the name. Yeah, that's... Armpit lobster? No, just, no, just armpit lobster. Yeah. <laughs> Vidya Games! Vidya Games! Fuck you! Some are gay! Hey, Vidya Games! Vidya Games! Come hang out with us fucking today! So before you give the spiel, because you're going to introduce us, I just want to say that there are not enough movies made from video games. I mean, there's like 51, but okay. Yeah, but most of them are like... There's not enough movie. good movies Thank made you. from video better. games. Well, well made. That's well what I was, was going to get into, is there are none. There are, <laughs> there are literally none. I never said, I never said pick out the best... Oh, we'll let's get to the thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, <laughs> so... Foreshadow! <laughs> so, uh... There's actually been something missing from our little pop culture uh, lexicon of things we talk about on the podcast. We've never really talked about video games. That's fair. And I, I literally am addicted to a video game right now. It's called Dota, and I'm addicted to it. Like, it's almost unhealthy. It's getting on to the point where it's like, it's not causing a relationship problem, but well, it, it very easily could. It's going to. It's going to. It will, because oh, girls can't stand to see you have fun without them. So I know. I, I just have to I have to introduce her to the game so then we can both play it. Hey, come here. You want to watch me play this? <laughs> um, but you, Come watch TV with me. It's like, I don't want to watch the fucking Kardashians. I babe. definitely don't want to watch Grey's Anatomy. Wait, can I play them as uh, characters? Can I kill them off? How many lives do they have? <laughs> <laughs> but um, we haven't talked about this yet. The only time I think we've even brought up video games is when we were talking about about our uh, our perfect casting, and you mentioned a Zelda live oh, action. Right. Yeah, I talked and about. And you I, brought it. That's the only time. That would be. How is there not a Zelda movie yet? Like right now is the perfect time Chris, if you wanted to Addy, do it. Chris, Chris, now Chris, is listen, the time to do Addy it. Addy and I have been working on a screenplay. <laughs> we have you casted as Zelda. Here's the thing, <laughs> because they, they said uh, like a year like when I did when I did my uh, fan cast of the Legend oh, of you, Zelda. You, 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 it was because they announced like a while ago that they were going to do a Netflix uh, series on The Legend of Zelda as a, you know, that kind of thing. Which, by the way, like, I feel like it's still going to be bad, even though it's Netflix. Yeah. I feel like Legend of Zelda, with all its little quirks and everything, is kind of hard. So you is Zelda too childish to try to do? Or? That's the thing, is which version of Legend of Zelda? Cause, because sometimes Link is a kid, sometimes he's an adult, sometimes it's dark, sometimes it's light. He never talks, and I had the idea. Yeah, that that we is, talked about our castle. He's all, a mute. I was, all, I was all, don't make him a mute, make him a tortured kid. He doesn't know his family. He grew up without any family. He grew up as an outsider. Everyone thought he was weird, like an Ocarina of Time. So you would essentially have to like make like an adapted screenplay. Like It couldn't be specifically based on the Oh, no, 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 yeah, because the there's origin. so many games, you can't just do one. You have to take elements from all the games together. That's what I did with my... Fan cast and my idea for the Legend of Zelda movie was basically take Twilight Princess and Arcarita Time, two best kind of mix them together. Sorry, and uh, 
was my thing was like have Dane DeHaan play Link and then make him because he plays tortured guys a lot. Have him play that tortured. And he fits stuff. that role because Link in Ocarina of Time grew up in with these people who he, they knew he was an outsider. They knew he wasn't Damn. one of them, and so he felt like an outsider. He only had one friend, and he felt he was tortured. He had no family. He's no a mute. Nothing. He's getting shit talked to him the whole time. You even played it. They're like, "Fuck you, get out of here." He's a mute. Dude. He's a retard, and people. So are I would have wound up getting beat up so much if I was a mute because now I can't. I can't like reply to you or anything. Thing. Like so I you have do to do it with your fist. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I would thing. be improved. Here's the thing: is like, so he doesn't have to. He doesn't have to be mute, but just he's he doesn't like to talk a lot because he's so enclosed inside. Like, he can be that guy of similar to a Batman who doesn't like to talk a lot, who's kind of in his own mind, and that's how you can lower the dialogue. And so he's not this chatty, fucking talking, quipping kind of asshole because that doesn't work for Link. He should be a tortured soul, all that stuff. But anyway, this is, we're getting way off track. Listen, <laughs> uh, the point was that um, I wanted to do. Uh, a little thing so the th- was basically talk about video game adaptations we talk about movies a lot we're used to talking about movies so instead of just jumping into video game talk we'll do a little mix of it we'll talk about each of us pick um, a movie that was adapted from a video game and talk about that talk about like our favorite one because obviously you can't say what you thought was like this is the best one because none of them are really good plus we all probably have the same favorite one Dude, <laughs> they're honestly, all bad movies went, and you're right there's about like 50 of them and I went through them and there was like Four that I genuinely liked, as enjoyed, and that were made from movies. Have you gone back or and watched them as an adult? Is <laughs> the like? And I, I, the reason I got that, I fucking watched Mortal Kombat like the other fucking day. That's the only one. It's on Netflix. We all picked that one, and it's Abney called it. <laughs> and not Annihilation either. The original. Both are good. Original came out. Wait, 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 hold on, hold on. They follow each other perfectly. Okay. <laughs> it's it's the same it, does, movie. it does literally just go right into it. Yeah, it they do a pretty good job. Yeah. But anyways. Back, fucking, Back to Mortal Kombat. So <laughs> the reason I wanted to do is because I, I, I basically I, uh, I was trying to watch Assassin's Creed with Michael Fassbender. Ooh, tried. <laughs> I oh, you say so that. Wait, no. Just, I mean, it's not good. I could. It was. It was just like. Now, is it because the copy you were watching? Because I know the sites you were watching it off of, and it probably wasn't the greatest copy. Chris, fifty movies, none of them are good. What makes you think this one is gonna be okay? Because it has Michael Fassbender. We. Are, I thought the same. I thought this. Maybe they're gonna finally turn it around. Matt Damon. Ponytail. Just Matt Damon. We just talked about that. That's an argument, Matt Damon. That's not a video game movie. So shut up. (laughs) (laughs) You never played Chinese and lizards? (laughs) And Chinese Chinese lizards and aliens. You never played that game? (laughs) (laughs) But okay, so I was excited. I was like, because I thought that at some point they have to turn it around, right? At some point, <laughs> they gotta get they it right. Movie, I'm like, they're gonna turn this around, right? There's like five minutes. <laughs> That's I mean, what I thought last year I mean, about Warcraft. I mean, video game movies in general. Like, they have to turn around at some point. Like, yeah. comic book movies were horrible for a very, very yeah, long man. time. And they finally started getting it right in the 2000s. Like, they finally hit this. So I'm like, maybe they're finally, because the people who make movies now probably grew up on video games. Assassin's and Creed wasn't the one to do. For the longest time, for the longest fucking time, the people making video game movies didn't even play the games. They didn't care about video games. They didn't think it was art. They didn't appreciate the storytelling. They didn't give a shit about it. It's clickbait. And so they were just like, okay, I'll, I'll show me the game. Okay, whatever. I'll make a movie about it. My own thing, though. My own thing. I'll just use the same character. What you got to understand, though, Adney, comic books came out in 1932. When was Superman? When did 1938. 38? Okay. Comic book movies didn't start getting good to the 2000s. So it's like video games years. came out in the fucking also, 60s. Also, that also, that also was all around the same time as filmmaking was developing. But filmmaking has developed so badly. Like, 
it should be a lot easier. It should to, be way they can they should, would, be they should be able to do it. Dude, by now, right now, with today's technology, they should the, be able to do it. What we understand about filmmaking now, what we understand about how to make a film, how to adapt a thing from a totally different medium, it's at the point where it should be good now. Mm-hmm. You should be able to take there's so many video games. That's another topic we should do is like video games that we love that Oh my god, that's that, what I was gonna that not only <laughs> that not only should be not that they should be adapted, but we actually think would be a good adaptation. Like we could like it'd be easy to adapt it and it would actually come out as a good movie. Pong. That'd be a fun one. Money. Pong. You can make a Pong, Pong. movie, right? It's That's like, fair. It's Seven Days in Hell. Yeah. Never seen that? Nope. Mm-hmm. With Andy Samberg and Kit nope. Harrington? Mm-hmm. It's on HBO. It's hilarious. Really? That's how you do Pong as a movie. <laughs> but anyway. Nope. Nope. So we're going to do like nope. just... We're each going to pick a video game movie. Okay, well, I fucked up because I was under the impression... Because I wanted it to be good. I don't want to come on here and recommend a bad movie. So there's only one or two... I'll recommend There's good movie. of them. They're all bad. We're all recommending Apparently bad movies. they're all bad. I, I just didn't feel that there was like three or four of them. That I just like... That one, that one wasn't horrible. You know? Like, like I love Mario. Even though it's <laughs> stupid... I kind of love Johnny it. Legs. It's yeah. the only reason is because of Johnny Legs. Johnny yeah, Legs, for bro. sure. Without Johnny Legs, it would be, three it'd miles. be horrible. <laughs> there's Mario Mario, and there's Luigi Mario. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Or that blob is fucking pretty good, dude. I like the Which blob. Which that actually did solve like a big plot. Like a lot of fans were wondering, why are they called the Mario Bros if one of them is Luigi? Is that their last name? Listen to me. I thought was, he's Mario and he's Luigi. Why are they both Mario brothers? Are they Mexican? Did they like, Zoro, let you fucking know. <laughs> the, the, Mexico sending us their plumbers is a problem. So I cheated and I didn't do I didn't do a, a straight adaptation. So I'm gonna go first because I cheated and I know I think you guys are gonna be on the same route. So I'm gonna go first and I wanted to do Wreck It Ralph because oh. I loved Wreck It oh, Ralph. I it was like based. That. Like I thought you were going to say fucking Surf Ninjas. <laughs> no, it was somewhat based on like the old school arcade video games. How you would go to like an arcade house and there's a bunch of video games there. And then, yeah, certain ones are going to get beat out by certain ones. And then they're going to go out of business because they're not being played and all that great well, stuff. Well, Wreck-It Ralph in general, that character is based off of Rampage, the video game, where you were actually a beast. You were, it was like um, Godzilla, or you were a gorilla, or you were a, I can't remember wolf. what else, a, a wolf. wolf, and you went around and you fucked up buildings and you ate people and like kicked people out of buildings. A great arcade game! It was so much fun! Dude, you're just <laughs> going down the line, bro. Never actually played kick, it. Dude, oh, it's really? so much fun. It you like hold fun. onto the building and you like, your legs go back and you can kick the fucking windows in. Stevie used and, to be a little, like, used to really like video games back in the day. I dude, did. the arcade I got days out of my were really quit. I was fucking cool. I was I'm too good at hobbies, you know what I mean? I just want to do with hobbies. And then, and then, on top of it, yeah. on I'm top of playing it, video games again. You got a, a smooth, sexy voice when you do it. <laughs> on top of it is Wreck It Ralph. Yeah. <laughs> it's actually a good movie. It like, is. Like, no, it's a good core story. Dude, like, John, John C. Riley, motherfucker. It's so good. John C. Riley. It's such a good movie. Like, that, as, like, if we're just looking at it as films, like, as objective pieces of art, it's better than the movies we're going to pick. It's yeah. way, it's such a good movie. But I think most people have seen it, and I think they will agree. Great fucking movie. That's fair. Because everyone, John C. Riley is does such a charming version of a bad guy. Yeah. And and trying to be good, like he does. He's the reluctant he's bad, a guy. Hurt bad guy. Yeah, reluctant bad guy. He wants to be guy. a good, good. He like he so wants to just want. It's a movie is about acceptance, and like yeah. many Pixar Disney movies, it's about finding your place in the world, and it's about changing your station. We just talked about earlier about. Being born in one place and trying to get out, how impossible that is. And that's also what that is kind of about. It's kind of about classism, about how he's stuck in this role. Everyone expects him to be in that role no matter what. You can't leave Even that. when they go party afterwards. And, they're vil- and they vilify him yep. so badly. Even though, like, you've been with this guy's been around forever. And you can't, like, let him leave his station for a fucking second. Like, no, you are where you are. And you can't fucking leave. We're up here on top. And we get to make the fucking rules. And it's really tragic. And, like, that whole adventure is amazing. Also, fucking, uh. Hold on, Adney. You Sarah- can't do two movies. <laughs> <laughs> Wreck-It Ralph. 
go. No, I love it. That's why I wanted no, I to don't. bring it up. Yeah, I don't got anything. No, you said it all. That's what I said is I was going to be short because there's not a lot to say because like it was based off of a really cheap arcade he game. He has a lot to say. Keep going. What I mean, well, I'm, because I think he's right. I think majority of the people that are he's listening to this right. Fuck probably him. have seen <laughs> Wreck-It Ralph. This together, Chris. <laughs> the best part about Wreck-It Ralph is that it is adapted from a video game that was Rampage and the video game was actually kind of fun. All the games are like all the games inside the movie are adapted from certain games clearly look at what's his name who uh who's the guy the fixer upper fix that's it mario yeah he's like that's that's mario the right fucking, there uh, that's uh, a mario character jane lynch yeah she plays the uh, yeah, badass jane warrior fucking that's such like oh, a halo. Halo. Yeah. Right there. very halo kind of yeah it is it's just with aliens and shit and like that's that's it's like they're like the way they made fun of all genres of the video game industry it like so if you have any good. love for video games at all you're gonna <laughs> love that movie because they, they tackle the classic fucking games and they just all these modern types of fucking shit and it's all and there's even a line like when did video games get so violent and scary <laughs> and like all this stuff and then like they got the whole racing game that's cute and cuddly but exactly like, all, the characters are, all the characters are fucking assholes dude it's smart that it's their job I love that that it's their job to be in this fucking video yeah. game it's like that's so perfect how the Fuck you, Pixar. Dude, by the way, <laughs> the Candy King, the Candy King is amazing. Yeah. Played by Alan Tudyk. Oh, he has a voice. Alan Tudyk also did the voice of the droid in Rogue One. That was hilarious. He was in fucking Firefly. He was in A Knight's Tale. Like, which one was he in Knight's Tale? Uh, what? He played what? The one who's always hungry, the redhead, the ginger? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the crazy like, one is hilarious. Oh, I, I will fool you. Yeah, yeah. Your outsides are written. Your insides are out. Your ex, your ex trails will become your ex trails. I will rip all the pain. <laughs> lots, lots of pain. Lots of pain. Lots of pain. <laughs> I fucking love him, dude. He's hilarious. What a, I want him back. Dude, he's fucking, tr- he's great in everything he does in, but he's, he plays the candy king and like, like you wouldn't hit a guy with glasses, would you? <laughs> he takes the glasses <laughs> off and smacks him with the glasses. Like, oh, you hit a guy with glasses. Okay, touche. I think he's such funny. a good job at doing that up and down voice because I didn't know that was him. He's English, isn't he? Wait, no, is he English or is he American? Not in real life. Oh, okay, he does a really good fucking accent. Yeah, accent in the Dude, fucking Dude, for some reason, this keeps fucking popping up in my brain. It's a quick side note. Victor Pascal? Pedro. God damn it. Pedro Pascal does an, um, the best part of Beauty and the Beast. He's the best part. Beauty and the Beast? Am I thinking of the wrong guy? I might be thinking, maybe it's oh, one of your, it, it might be your other says- Spanish actor. Let me make sure. <laughs> let me make sure. And then we'll go we'll, we'll back to the video. But, um, Played yeah, by so that one's Donald my, Trump. I'll give you a quick... <laughs> A quick short <laughs> ombres, the beast of bad ombres. A quick short, easy one. One that I know that a lot of people have seen. One that has a great theme and one that's like actually good. Is he one of the like live action he's, characters? He's or is he the animated? dude. No, he's the I can't remember the names. Um, the the guy who wants Bell the entire time. That's that's no, 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 that's no. The, that's played by Luke Evans. Yeah. Luke Evans? Yeah. He he's seems he's a Spanish. Singer. British. Oh. What? Yeah. All right, go ahead. I'm gonna go ahead. Uh, I, 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 that's all I really wanted to, to speak. Do a Spanish accent. No, he's British. <laughs> he's not okay. Spanish. I thought I could. No. So uh, the movie. Okay, so, so Luke bitch. Evans. <laughs> I know. That's why I was like, why not? It can't be Luke but, Evans. To, to be fair, Luke Evans. But to be fair, to be fair, <laughs> Jimmy, Jimmy Smiths. Jimmy Smiths. Benjamin Bratt. Those are the widest names ever. Those are both Hispanic both actors. Hispanic. No, that's no, from the '90s because the way it helped them get jobs with those white ass names. Oh, no, what did you right. say? Was the first one? Jimmy Smith. No, that's 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 Goodfellas, bro. Dude, Luke Dude, Evans. Well, Luke Jimmy Evans was this is gangster, Jimmy Smith. This is Tommy Two Tones. Uh, Benjamin Bratt's uh, Blood In Blood Out. Was it Miklo? A guy on Negro. Yeah, yeah. 
but and uh, oh, Jimmy Smith was he actually had a small role. Gallo Negro, the yeah. Black Rooster. Yeah, is uh, also in Mi Familia. But can't anyways, do a fucking Mexican <sighs> accent, Chris. Fuck you. I can't. Because <laughs> of Immortals, that's why I kept because he was so brown in Immortals. I kept thinking that he. Oh, was that's brown face. <laughs> did he play? Did he play <laughs> Zeus? Did he? I, man, because it was Henry Cavill who played the main character. I apologize. My references Henry. are off. Superman. But he was amazing. Anyways, so the movie I picked, Steve here already let us you guys know, was Mortal Kombat. Um, oh, I thought you were gonna pick Need for Speed. <laughs> <laughs> See, Mortal Kombat is it's abs- it's not I wouldn't say like the best movie. It's not a good movie, but of all the video game movies that were ever ad- like any video game that was adapted into a movie, it's the most faithful to the source material. Except than Tomb Raider? It's more faithful to the source material than Tomb Raider. And I'm Resident gonna... Evil? Have you seen Resident Evil? Dude, way different. Resident Evil. Like they don't like. There's no Alice and fucking Street? Resident Evil. There's no fucking strong female character. Was really different too, because like Jean Claude Van Damme as Guile. Guile was supposed to be the most American motherfucker on the planet. Uh, listen, and you got a dude who can't say words right. <laughs> <laughs> he can't even say. Not even he can't even say America right. Oh He's like, we're going to get them. Well, I promise you. That was I'm in a roundhouse kick. They got fucking Triple G to play on here. <laughs> listen, listen. No. listen. No. Bison. Bison. I beat you. Bison. Bison. I got Sonic Boom. Sonic Boom. I, I, I beat you. Okay? Beat you. I'm general. This I'm general. Game. This fight. This street fight. This street did fight. Did you see Warcraft? Blood, blood, blood. I did see Warcraft. We talked about it, remember? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Listen, listen. Horrible I, movie. I want Horrible to fight movie. a Fiesta Ford. But, Give me a Ford Fiesta. Let me, <laughs> let me fight the car, Max. I'm telling you. If you haven't played Street Fighter, there's actually like a side level where you beat up a car. <laughs> <laughs> That's no. so dumb. The car doesn't understand, okay? This isn't drive. This fight. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we need Gennady Golovkin in a fighting game. We need Gennady Golovkin fighting a car. <laughs> <laughs> Who's, who will win? <laughs> Pay-per-view. <laughs> Triple G fights a Fiesta 4 or, or Fiesta. I don't know, vehicles. <laughs> I box. Coach, I box. Listen, I'm lower weight class. It's a Hummer. I could beat Hummer. <laughs> I beat Hummer. I've moved up weight. But uh, I, I have Mortal Hummer Kombat. style. Because Mortal Kombat is actually... It's oh, a, yeah. It's, a fun, <laughs> it's actually a fun movie to watch. Now, I actually grew up... I was more of the Mortal Kombat kid than the Street Fighter yeah, kid. Yeah, so was I. Everyone we, always had their side. They both were. Always. Yeah. Dude, are you kidding me? Super Nintendo always and those fatalities. Around. Like, you couldn't beat the fact that Sub-Zero could literally rip a dude's fucking spine out of his ass. Like, you can't beat that. Dude, what we, you got, Street Fighter? We always played Street Fighter. I mean, I'm sorry. We always Mortal played Mortal Kombat. Kombat 3. Mortal Kombat, Mortal Kombat 3 specifically. They had a huge roster. Yeah. Huge and it was roster. like Sega came out with... It was like Sega... I think it originally came out with Sega or something like that. But Super Nintendo in general, Mortal Kombat 3. I remember specifically putting the game in the top. <laughs> putting it in there <laughs> and always fucking around. Dude, Noob Saibot was always my favorite Yeah, you fucking man. asshole. But uh, I, I think you had to like win him in that, right? But yeah, you cheated with him. Man. I can't believe. Anyways, he, Raiden was played by a white guy, though. I mean, that's so fucking. Annoying. So let's get back to more the movie. <laughs> so the movie is faithful to the source material. They actually, unlike some other fucking movies, The Wall, have an Asian protagonist in a fucking martial arts movie. We'll, and we'll kind of like The Wall. They have a white guy playing Raiden with the ponytail. Is the thing? Yeah, the guy, the guy that got to play Raiden, who's the god of lightning. Is uh, fucking Lam- Lambert some- something Lambert? No, uh, Matt was, Damon, say it correctly. He was from. He was <laughs> from your keys. He's the guy yeah. who stands for playing the Highlander, a Scottish warrior, and now he's gonna play this. 
But I thought he was Asian charming. Fucking... Here's the thing: he actually wasn't. He is good. He, yeah. was, he was the he only pushes the story along. Mm-hmm. So. He's the only thing. He's like the only example you could say was whitewashing in that movie. Uh, he's like you could argue, but at the same time, he was from Outworld, which isn't necessarily Asian. He's not like an Earth god. He's from a different dimension. So it's not really needs to be. He's where white people are Chinese. It should have right? just been a shape then, <gasps> like a shapeless he's from figure. The same dimension that Matt Damon in the movie because it's aliens, right? Will you stop talking about? No, the listen, listen, dude. He's listen, 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 listen. Set me off. Raiden, <laughs> Raiden, Raiden fights in Mortal Kombat every sixty oh years, right? No. Every sixty years, no. yeah. He comes down with the on not lightning close. bolt, right? You watched the movie lately? Comes down on lightning bolt. <laughs> I haven't watched movies. I just <laughs> Anyways, uh, I'm <laughs> that's what it is. But okay, so but they actually did like Luke, like all the Asian characters in the game are played by Asian actors so no not whitewashing but anyways Shang Tsung the reason why the movie is like it's so good because they, they are very faithful it's an actual tournament a fucking mythological tournament where all the best fighters they actually show them recruiting the best fighters around the fucking world we have the best fighters and they that- actually establish there's actually a little bit of character development and actually show these people growing uh, Liu Kang starts as this really whiny motherfucker he's annoying to begin the movie He's so petulant, and he's like, this is all fake, it's all bullshit, it's nonsense, you wasted my life with it. And then, of course, he loses fake his news. brother, and he decides to fight, and he finally learns his lesson, he really matures right into the movie. Same with Johnny Cage, he's this fucking rich, fucking Malibu asshole. Who, Trees like, Trump Jr. He's yeah. such a dick, and he's Punching like... people in the nutsack and shit? Who the fuck does like, that? What a piece of... You don't shoot someone dude, in the nuts. Fuck, don't, <laughs> don't, don't come into a fight with four arms, dude. <laughs> How about that? He'll <laughs> kick you in the nuts. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> he can't help he, wait, he can't help how he was born, Adney. He has forearms. It's not his fault. Yeah, then get, he better get, not have nuts. Get your own weight class. <laughs> that motherfucker is 400 pounds. Get your own arm class, He's probably Middle Eastern, okay? 400 pounds. <laughs> Middle Eastern, and he knows that stealing, stealing causes you to get an arm chopped off. And he's like, I got four, bitch. Nice from Outworld. I will cut his dick off. Outworld, I will kick Outworld, the dick. Outworld, exactly. That's what we call Iraq. America. <laughs> <laughs> and Johnny Cage, like, I, I actually like Johnny Cage's arc the most. He was my favorite character in the movie because he really, because he's actually funny. And he actually says jokes. And he actually learns the lessons of Mortal Kombat before Liu Kang does. Yeah. But he never gets credit for it. Like, there's a point in the movie where... Finally, a white guy doesn't get credit, right? (laughs) Pushing the story along. There you go. That's why this is a solid movie. (laughs) So, so like, by the way, his roster of opponents, pretty amazing. Nicolas Cage. (laughs) He's, like, he fucking starts out like, okay, so you have when Goro fucking comes out and he's wiping everyone out, like, all of Earth's warriors. Okay, wait, so... A lot of females listen to this podcast. Who and what is Goro? Well, are you going to assume that people don't know? A lot of don't know Zim's, don't know Goro Zim's, Zers, Goro Zers, has a dare you. Goro Zems, theirs, um, sisses, sirs, Goro. I'm trying to get, trying to get everybody. Dude, Chris, Chris, listen. We're going to do it all fucking Chris, day. Goro looks just like a lesbian feminist. So, hey. long Whoa. hair. Long hair. Shots fired. No, not shots fired. <laughs> You're right. I'm right there with you, ladies. <laughs> or, or non-binary. Oh, so people. he's really hairy. Um, no, nah, he's shaved. Uh, he's shaved. He has breasts. His armpits are even shaved, Chris. Oh, wow. But he got those breasts, though. Oh, okay. And <laughs> so he's deep voice. He's deep voice like Borat, Borat. <laughs> Goro is basically an eight-foot-tall monster man with four arms. <laughs> okay. Right? Thank That's you. pretty clear. Yeah. yeah. And he's just kicking Just like a lesbian, ass. I just... <laughs> 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 Their feet are like arms. <laughs> and like Johnny, get you. like right, like Johnny Cage was the one who's like he was like of course he was like this arrogant asshole. He's trying to fuck Sonya Blade. She's like get out of here, fucking <laughs> fucking whiny little bitch. I'll beat that lesbian that's trying to hook you he up. He tells Luke Cage he's like I give you money, 
you carry the bag, or is that too difficult? He's like such an asshole in the beginning. I dig. <laughs> and he, but he fucking starts to learn the lessons of Mortal Kombat. He starts to learn how to be a team player, be on his own. He gains friends. One of his friends, this black dude, gets fucking murdered by Goro. And the fucking next, he's so pissed off. He only just met the guy, but he's all like. I choose. I challenge him myself. I, I choose I'm, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm calling him out. And Shang Tsung, the leader of the tournament, is like, "All right." And Raiden actually gets into his face, like, "What are you doing? You're calling out. The, you're not ready for this shit." Like, because he only thinks Liu Kang can do it. And he go. And uh, Johnny Cage like tells him basically. He goes. He's like, "Remember, it's Mortal Combat. We fight it." And then he walks away. And then, fucking Raiden, under his breath, like a little bitch, he <laughs> goes, "At last, one of them has understood." But he says like at rast. He has a really raspy voice. He's like, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but he's uh, coughing on the screen. <laughs> if you haven't seen Mortal Kombat, go fuck yourself. Dude, he's funny. Like the Raiden is actually funny in the first movie. I like him. In the second movie, uh, Annihilation, they changed the actor and to James Remar, and he just didn't do a good job. I like the guy from the first one. The guy from the first one. No, I'm just, uh, um, I I actually like Raiden in the movie. Because I actually liked him in the video game. I fucking love Raiden as a character. But it's funny to make fun of him being right because he's wearing like a super like Japanese working on the outfit. railroad like Chinaman hat. Quick sidebar. For people, people might be shouting out their radios, their their phones right now. Why didn't you pick Tron? Oh, we're around the world right now. What Everybody about listen Tron? Up. Tron? Was Tron based off of an arcade game or no. was Tron... Yeah, I didn't think no, so. No, it's a movie about a game. About a game. But right. But, you know, fuck that movie. All right, so anyways, I got no connection. Go ahead, no connection to that movie. <laughs> anyway. Except I like Jeff Bridges. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the only yeah, like The new Yeah. But um, Johnny Cage, he fucking, he fucking challenges him and fucking kicks his ass. Fucking legit. And then he takes a scorpion. Hold on. A white man who can do the splits. Ooh, you get it. You get it. That's Ooh, breaking it. stereotypes, motherfucker. <laughs> you want to talk about pro-feminism. It was so... Uh, it was super feminism. Is that pro feminism? Uh, <laughs> don't assume that I can't do splits. <laughs> Woody Harrelson, white men can't jump. Boom. End of what the fuck is that? M- Mortal Kombat. Johnny Cage can't do splits. <laughs> Wait, what is it? End of what, feminism. What does white men can't jump have to do with anything? What is um, uh, him being is able to do splits have to do with anything? Wait, is it just because a black guy and a white guy are friends? Because he literally does the split when he's about to fight Goro. He does the splits and punches the motherfucker in the ball bag. That's <laughs> and he move. takes off running. And he goes on the balcony. And Goro comes after him like... And then he fucking he goes... Like a lesbian. Those are $300 glasses, asshole. And kicks yep. him in his fucking face. And he starts lighting him up. Like, he's not just a lucky kick. He lights him the fuck up. He's all moving his shit. That's a famous he, line. He kicks his ass off the ledge and he's hanging on. And he looks at him and he goes, This is where you fall down. With his fucking one liners. He's an action hero with a movie. He's an action hero who actually, can actually fight. He was, he's an action hero who can actionally fight. Oh action. Oh, that's so funny. And he kills takes on fucking Scorpion. And Scorpion takes him to literal hell. And he's like, fire shit he doesn't he doesn't even give a fuck he's not like you just got teleported to a different dimension full of fucking skeletons and red and fire and trees and he just goes he's like alright I guess we're fighting here now and he looks at him he goes you call this bad neighborhood (laughs) just light that motherfucker up too it ain't nothing and he just he fucks him up and he and, and see, him, that was my favorite character as a kid so that's where the movie lost me I was like no fuck this movie it's a Scorpion after he explodes Scorpion's fucking body apart <laughs> his what he autographs a picture of himself and drops it like a fucking stud like a real white man like, 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 a, <laughs> like a fucking gambit in a way like just signing here you left it. God, just imagine. And he they, quips the whole movie, but he learns his lesson. It's and it's also like 
they did the whole because the whole fucking premise of the game is very simple it's a whole nother dimension wants to invade earth but in order to do that they have to win the mortal combat our their best fighters against our best fighters and see who wins that's the premise of the game that's the exact premise of the movie they don't divert from it at all they do a couple of weird things where he says or like Shang Tsung will say flawless victory, even though it was not a flawless victory. Mm-hmm. But it's still Is great. Shang Tsung, like the actor they got to play Shang Tsung was fucking perfect. Yeah, he did a really good He was good. such a good Your villain. Soul is fine. <laughs> All right. It's great. <laughs> it's fucking great. It has <laughs> begun. And he, and he changes into his brother and shit, like fucking. Yeah. I love it. Just, no, you were somebody else a second ago. Now I'm now I'm all confused. <laughs> this movie's like, no, motherfucker, someone changed into Adney. I'd be like, you're not Adney. I just watched you change into somebody else. <laughs> Dude, this movie came out in like 94. Still holds up. Gotta <laughs> applaud him for what they the, were able to accomplish action, in 94. The fucking action, like the fight sequences are better than Marvel's Iron Fist. A lot better. Guess what? How did they really drop the ball? And guess what else came, guess we'll what else came in 94? Mario Brothers. But keep going. Oh. That's what I'm saying. Compare the two. Go ahead, Adney. And you can see the fireball. But Mario was supposed to be goofy. No, it wasn't. I don't think Mario Mario Mortal, or Kombat? Mortal Kombat was supposed to be. Yeah, goofy. it's like it's like an all-out action movie because it's a fighting game, so it's all-out action. But they put in a lot of levity. Like Raiden says a lot of funny stuff. It's like yeah, you know, I guess uh, Johnny Cash says or Johnny Cash. <laughs> 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 Johnny Cash. This is three hundred dollar glass. <laughs> this is where you fall. <laughs> there's a reason why there's a thing called comedic relief. I mean, even in Get Out, it's a suspenseful thriller. There is still comedic relief. Like yeah, in order for your movie to be good, you have to have a little bit of comedic. Yeah, relief. The only, like the only like the thing that's kind of fucked up about Mortal Kombat is like they introduced Sonya Blade as the super independent like team leader female character but she is kind of arrogant and she doesn't know how to work at a, in a team love stinks she oh, learns how so to work hot, yeah, she so learns hot. how to work in a team and she learns that lesson but then and but she, the only win that she has is against Kato who's a normal human being like Johnny Cage gets to beat fucking Scorpion a demon from hell and Goro, a formed monster man from another dimension. Lucamp, essentially. Lucamp gets to beat two fucking super ninjas, Reptile and Sub-Zero. Then he beat Shang Tsung, who has, like, all those souls and shit. Like, <laughs> it's so it's multiple. He beat a thousand people. Yeah. Like, it's so funny. When I was a little kid, I absolutely hated... Sonya Blade? No. Uh, Shang Tsung. Lucamp. Johnny King. <laughs> hey, he Asians. He hates hey, hey, hey. <laughs> No, no, no. Johnny. Johnny. That's what I hated. The white guy that kept beating all the cool guys. I hated him. I was like, <laughs> he was beating no, he's just a white guy. Chris is he's just a white guy. He's a scorpion. Chris is rooting for the scorpion. Chris is fucking rooting for the outlaw when he was like, this isn't the movie I signed up for. I was like, I am not white. I had, I had an identity Chris problem. Chris was whooping everybody's ass in the video game, but he was fucking Shang Tsung in the video <laughs> game. You know what I mean? But uh, so Sonya Blade, she's this, and she gets her like win again when she fights Kano. Though it's very it looks like an abusive relationship because it's very like sexual. Yeah. It's like these real, hair, it sexual is sexual undertones, yeah. and he like backhands her, and she like falls to the ground off like, a backhand slap, uh, like a like yep. getting hit by like her a girl. <laughs> she's, like you're supposed to be this badass. No, no, no. She warrior. was conning him. She was conning him, and the, she was Batmaning. It's she, the blonde con. <laughs> <laughs> she barely beats this guy, even though he's just a normal human being with fucking one eye. And yeah, because women are not as strong as men. Normal it's pathetic. men, and obviously. Like, and what happens at the end of the movie? At the towards the end of the movie, she gets fucking. She literally becomes a damsel in distress. Shang Tsung kidnaps her and gives her sex hair. Remember that? It's like frizzy and fucked up. Like she just got. Fucked by Shang Tsung. And you mean rape? Thousand souls within him. Thousand rape, rape by thousands. Wait, 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 hold on, hold on. Innocent until proven guilty. <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> you don't know. It's Maybe she gave it to him. You know, Maybe she was like, "Ooh, you got hella souls, he, bro." Here's the thing. He literally, like, next time you see her after she's kidnapped, she has that sex hair, and she's in a little leather brown dress, and she's 
chained up. I'm like, how did you get her in that dress, bro? What the <laughs> fuck happened? How did you get her in those chains? Hold on, I'm going to take she notes. Has to, <laughs> she literally has to get saved. So it's like, it's the worst feminist fucking character, like, ever. And and she doesn't have hairy armpits. And then the second movie, like, they change the actress, and she's so much more of a fucking wuss. She's so more complainy, and she's whiny, and she doesn't even have the attitude of the So they something. casted a real woman in the second one. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, what's her, like, what's the win that she, she got? She beat Cyrax in the second one. But with help from fucking Jax with his metal arms, you can't do nothing on your own. No, you? she beat nah. cervix. Cervix cancer is what she beat. <laughs> <laughs> but she does beat. Uh, she she no she would die another way. She beat somebody at the end of the movie. I didn't yeah. watch. I didn't it, watch it wasn't important one. enough to remember. Yeah, I know it was. It was the lamest of the ninjas. She beat the <laughs> lamest of the ninjas in the what, end. What Isis? <laughs> the red guy who could make another one of him. A cop. Isis? He, he literally cannot remember. That's how dull. Yeah, you're right, dude. I, I'm totally Jax wrong. beat Mataro. Beat his, even without the fucking metal arms. All right? Katana beat her mom. Right? Just whooped her ass. If people listen that don't know Mortal Kombat. Yeah, yeah. They're going to be they're Jax gonna be metal so arms beat Katana, right? <laughs> then fucking. By the way, Katana, what a bitch, right? She fucking is so annoying. Like when her, I hate that she was like she's sexy she's, at first and then she's evil. Like I tricked you. They have a little I'm a trickster. They have their stupid little sparring match where they're supposed to fight, and it's like this stupid little. Uh, and she goes in your next fight, use the element which brings life. Why the fuck are you being cryptic about a pail of water? And what, <laughs> a literal pail what of water. What really pisses me off is the movie. Water brings life. A movie gives cheese. false hope. Asian women, those get killed in China. So oh, she doesn't even know what I mean. They she only not give Asian. birth to men there. So that's a lie. Strong female in China, sure. Yeah, Raiden's like, walk behind me, bitch. I'm wearing the rice patty hat. Let's not forget the best thing about the Mortal Kombat movie. The theme song. Yeah. That's, you can't not get pumped with that fucking and even and that voice is in the actual movie too. Like when Reptile is just a little tiny CGI mess of a fucking monster, and Luke Kane kicks its little fucking ass into that statue. Like Yoshi. Yeah, and it starts <laughs> becoming. He starts morphing into the Green Ninja thing. That voiceover comes over the screen and goes, "Reptile." And it's like, that was badass. <laughs> Why don't you get for all the other characters? Where's the whoopsie at? I'm waiting for that. <laughs> That's a remake what? I want to watch. Whoopsie. That would be a legit fucking remake. They, de- they definitely can, and it would be awesome. And what's funny is like, uh, they've been talking about that forever. They have like those little, they had like a trailer. Donnie Yen is Liu Kang. Yeah, they had a- Wait, tra- who? Donnie Yen. He was, from, he was in Rogue One. He's an Asian. He's in, uh, Think it about man. it. You I haven't seen, seen it, Rogue man. One. I haven't seen Rogue One. It or Ant-Man. Man. Man. And he was either one that it played, uh, he was the one that played it, man. Okay, yeah, yeah, he's the it he's the man. guy from what the fuck Rogue, is it, man? He's from Rogue One. It's the movie about the the guy who uh, trained Bruce Lee. About the Chinaman? What? <laughs> you know about Ip Man, bro? You know, Not, nah, dude. Yeah, you know about Ip Man. I suck. They're like Ip Man. Oh, one and Ip. Two, right? Ip. There's three. No, the P is silent. I thought you were an it. Like pussy. It's ussy. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, um, Ip Man. Yeah, that's a T sound you're making. <laughs> it's not a it's not a great movie. There's a lot of silly what, dumb Ip stuff. Man or, <laughs> Mortal Kombat. That too. Damn, Ip Man got 8.1 on IMDb. Yeah, it's a video game movie. <laughs> First one's pretty good. Some fucking amazing fight scenes in my movie. Yeah. All right, anyways, sorry. The, um, reason why I, that's the, reason, like, the whole reason why I picked Mortal Kombat is that it's still a fun movie to watch. I, uh, even if how bad it is and how dull. There are some definite like cringy moments. Robin Shao, who, who's like an actual martial arts tournament how winner. Fuck, fuck, how, 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 how,
All right, cast. All right, Robin Chow, Robin Chow, Robin Chow, Robin Chow. Like, just accept his knowledge f- already. <laughs> Stop not, making it a 26 thing. 26 years I haven't accepted it. I'm like, just what the accept fuck it. You? Just accept it. Yeah, that's what. That's like what when we you're all... telling me how to slice beef and make corned <laughs> beef and cabbage, I'm just accepting the knowledge. I don't oh, he, challenge. Yeah, oh, he's a, he, he's a name graduate. He went to school <laughs> to learn. Name. <laughs> and now he has to pay back twice as much because no, of trust. Paying ninety grand. I concentrate on remembering important. Remembering. <laughs> I concentrate on remembering important stuff like the actor who played Luke Kang and his past ex- <laughs> his past achievements like winning martial arts tournaments instead of dumb shit like your birthdays. And stuff. <laughs> That's so fucking fair. <laughs> I barely even know your name, boy. <laughs> I'm empty inside, so I, I didn't fill it with movie knowledge. I didn't know that he. Souls. That's why he watches Mortal Kombat. I didn't know that he trained in martial arts. That's cool. Was that like, actually makes his scenes that. Why, that's he was why like a, his scenes were so good. Yeah, actually. dude, he was a yeah. world champion. They said, let's make you as our main character there because you can actually sell a fight scene. And he sells the fight scene. Yeah, he sells he the fight a great scene. Actor, yeah, he's not and he, but he literally <laughs> yeah. didn't need to be because yeah. he can actually sh- throw fireballs and that's all that happened. <laughs> yeah, but he only wanted to do it once because he didn't want to get carried away because right. he loses yeah. a lot of his chi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, uh, but yeah, fucking uh, Johnny Cage and Chana. Raiden <laughs> who just... Through all the charm that you need for the movie. You know, I said, Chi is for China. <laughs> <laughs> One of those fucking, no. Stupid. <laughs> you know, those little kid fucking game. But I definitely suggest that, go. it's on It's on Netflix. It was. I don't know if it's on there right now. Let me see. Okay, but uh, check it out. Like, for old time's sake. Or if you've never seen it. If you're like, what the fuck? I keep seeing these stupid Mortal Kombat video games. Check out this great movie. Yeah, because that's what people say. I keep seeing these stupid Mortal I haven't seen a preview for a Mortal Kombat game in forever. I've seen things. I keep seeing these Mortal Kombat games coming out. What is that? Yeah, it, <laughs> it, it just got taken out of the streaming. Oh, bum. Yeah. Never mind. Yeah, it was, it was you decided to talk it. about it. Netflix pulled it. Because <laughs> <laughs> they knew we were just going to drive traffic right to it. Yeah. How dare they? Netflix doesn't want us to help them out. We, Netflix, get a hold of us. We've said this a thousand times. That's and like I think the worst thing about Mortal Kombat Annihilation, the, the sequel, besides fucking Shao Kahn being a horrible actor yeah. and turning I don't into, a, why they turning into a giant worm. Him. He literally turns into a giant worm at the end of the movie. It's not a dragon. That's not a fucking dragon. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe that, like, that's, that's the best they could do with their budget, man. <laughs> that's, not, that's not a dragon. That's not a fucking dragon. Get the fuck out of here. But the fucked up thing is, is you have like um, a that, never ending story and uh, a giant what? puppet. They could have done puppets. <laughs> But now here's the thing. Contact fucking... Look at the... the C- look, if you go back and look at the CGI at the end of Annihilation, they literally ran out of money the day before. Like, they had... And they, they... Like, the CGI is so horrifically bad when they dragons fight. <laughs> that sounds like dumb. The dragons fight uh-huh. in this movie. <laughs> but I was so expecting bad. an epic dragon scene, and what I got was a worm fighting scene. It looks like a cutscene from Legend of Zelda on the 64. Like that version of CGI, it's so bad. But the what's even worse? It was made around fucking the same time as Labyrinth as well. See, what's, they could have used yeah. fucking what they were using in Labyrinth. Like I don't understand why they went okay, to cheap. What's, what's, what's his name? Again? <clears throat> what? What's his name that does all the puppets? John Henson. Why didn't John Henson contact Mortal Kombat and say like, oh, he's brave? We gotta make him fight me. I don't want to work with Asians. It was <laughs> like at the very saying. start of computers that eight bits. It was not. But, but anyways, yeah, continue. It, yeah. The worst thing is like they Canada killed. And South Dude, Park they game. fucking killed Johnny Cage. In the beginning of Annihilate, in the beginning of the sequel. Yeah, I was so excited. I was he like, yeah! He turned it off see, right there. That's all a, I needed. But now it's a revenge story, right? Because it's like killing Sonya Blade's puppy, right? Like John Wick. Wish. She never takes uh-huh. revenge, really, though. She just whines. She's not out for vengeance. She's like, she's just... Uh. Who's going to buy my stuff now? He was an action movie star. <laughs> and like, they literally, like, she's so... gold digger. <laughs> she's so, like... Oh, she's... 
being such a okay. Make her have a mud <laughs> fight. We're gonna give her a mud fight, and she has a fucking mud fight with a chick who's really hot. Are you sure it was with the chick, or was it with uh, Matthew McConaughey? <laughs> Dude, that, that's a movie that needs a legit reboot. What? Like you don't Matthew even need. Hey, you can literally just right? reboot it. You don't even have to remake it. Mud like, combat. Use the same fucking script for all I fucking care, and just do it with modern Who day effects. Uh, oh yeah, that's a good hey, one. It's too hard to cast off the top of my head. First off, you'd have to know names to cast. <laughs> I got you, Pam. I'm just gonna be like, uh, Leo, uh, Leo Thompson, Idris. Just, just name all the guys. I say UFC fighters. UFC fighters. Idris Elba as Shao Kahn. Idris would be cool putting Idris in there, but or, uh, they probably make him be Jax though, because he's black. Like, I'm not as good with actors as you are. Like I wouldn't need to like this. This would be a topic that I have to actually take a week on and actually like, think about. <laughs> like, off the top Even of my head, back, I'm not fucking it's ready. crazy. <laughs> like, I always say this, but it is so true. Like Adney's love for film surpasses mine because my love went into how the movies were made, whereas Adney loves the stories, loves the actors. And he takes time to look up, and he also likes how it's made. But that's kind of like a like a like a secondary part. That's something he's getting well, now. He looks up, shit it's like if, a bonus. If he likes somebody in the movie, shut up, Adney. We're talking about you. Right? <laughs> <laughs> if he likes someone in the movie, looks him up like this guy's killers. Any 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 other thing he's in? <laughs> I love this guy from Shameless. What else is he in? Oh no, Dragon Ball Z. Oh but my god! <laughs> talking about Shameless. Quick side note: Re text me real fast, and she was like, "Oh my gosh!" And it was an article on how William H Macy yeah, everyone- died. And I was like, bitch, you are so dumb. I take that back. You're not a bitch. You're the best. I love you. <laughs> um, and I was like, no, nah, it's not true. I looked it up. It wasn't true. God no, damn it. Because you click on it and it says, I got you, bitch. It's a clown. Yeah. yeah, it's a, cl- it's a clown. Bait. I didn't click on it because huh? I knew it wasn't true. I went immediately just to Google and said, William H. Macy dead. And there's nothing. It wouldn't have said that. It didn't like... Best star from Mystery Men died this week. <laughs> Best star from Mystery Men? <laughs> William H. Macy has so many great roles. That's why that's hilarious. For everybody that didn't get that joke. If Dane Cook died, if like Dane Cook, Waffle Man from Mystery Men, dies this week. Like, I'm the Waffler. Waffler. Donald Glover. Golden Crispy. Bad guys are history. And I'm running. <laughs> and I'm running. And I'm running. And I burn him with my grill of justice. <laughs> Nobody remembers Dane Cook's in that fucking movie. Man, dude, dude, I barely remember Dane Cook. We could do a whole fucking topic of how great Mystery Men is and how ahead of its time it was. I fucking love that movie. And that movie came out right now. It'd be because of how big superhero movies are and how like how they spoof it so yeah, perfectly. Exactly, it'd be a super trope on it. But you ben wouldn't fucking but Stiller, just don't dude. have that stupid Smash Mouth song. Yeah, yeah, that's Ben Stiller. Woo. Fucking hilarious. Hey man, dude. you can't hate on him because they made. A buttload of money, so much money I that they, the f- <laughs> they don't even have to re- like. Come on, you would have done it. Done what? If I if they said, hey, if you make this stupid shitty song, a you smash make song. a lot of money forever. Like, yeah. Yeah. like they're they in syndication. Like, and he would look at him and be like, somebody wants to be <laughs> the world is gonna roll me. <laughs> he's making fun of it, but he knows it because he secretly loves it. <laughs> oh, I know. Abby and I used to sing that. Abby knows the whole fucking song too. Um, I'm pretty sure no, we all do. Abby and I were. At if you're sitting there and you are between the ages of 25 and 29, I, I, I could go as far as 32, and you don't know that song, you're lying to yourself because you know you know that song. You just don't want to admit it. You know that I know. Because <laughs> you know that song. <laughs> this is a different band, but Chris, two words that'll ruin the rest of your day. Yeah, it's Ben. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> is that the same band? No, it's Bare Naked Ladies. Let's oh, shit. I forgot about them. With that good that's stuff. That that's good fucking stuff. American Pie soundtrack. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, Offspring was on that soundtrack, bitch. <laughs> so it was Blink-182. It was probably one of their bad songs. Like, I fucking pretty fly for a week. But anyways, uh, but what I was really surprised about about this whole entire topic, love the movie, I'm glad that you picked it, was just how love limited... Love the character, but listen. It was how limited the selection was. Like, fuck, I didn't realize that there just aren't that many good movies made out of video games. And there should be by now. Like, Warcraft shouldn't have been a flop. That Like, they dropped the ball on that so hard. It wasn't and it, a flop in China. You're right. So yeah, maybe it's actually it's that, the highest. So Chris, guess what? Uh, I actually looked at a list of the uh, the highest grossing video game movies of all time, and it was number one. Yeah, because yeah. no. of Janet. China, that's why because China that's yeah Trump, no no Trump it, the movie it, and that's it, why Trump's like China's it, a fucking piece of shit it killed over there it, it flopped here but it absolutely killed uh, internationally so yeah mm. so did Transformers so I know the shit. So <laughs> anyways let's move we're moving on to you now Okay. Like we got Wreck-It Ralph, great movie, not based specifically right. on like it wasn't a straight adaptation, it was a little bit of mixed up. Then you got Mortal Kombat, straight the adaptation, most faithful adaptation of a video game ever. And then mine is uh, World of Warcraft. Now I'm gonna tell you why. Okay, <laughs> I didn't see it. This <laughs> one, I didn't see it, but doesn't mean I can't talk about it. This okay? is gonna be hilarious if you really so like, want to try. Like, it's like Braveheart, right? <laughs> right, but with green dudes, right? <laughs> Yeah. Do you even know like anything about Warcraft? Remember anything I said about it when I reviewed it? Nope, but that doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> Neither did the director. Hey, hurry up <laughs> and go the on. Writer, or the screenplay. Hurry up and go on to Super Mario. Now. Okay. Yes, that's what I'm gonna talk about. Okay. Can we, we just wait? Hold on. Before you, we finish this and wrap this little thing up with a bow. What other movies out there were there of video games? We had Street Fighter, we had Resident Evil, Serpent six just- fucking adaptations, seven different versions, ten different movies. Absolutely it's ridiculous. Like, I, think, I feel like Final Fantasy. This is the thing is like, like the f- that was a movie. Yeah, it was. Yeah, they did, and it was super unfaithful to the source material. It sucked. Everyone hates that shit. Taylor, hmm. they were so unfaithful with Resident Evil. Resident Evil Two, they try to add a couple of like they had Jill Valentine. I was so happy about Jill Valentine being in it. Now like because they played by fucking Sienna Goliori and she was smoking. Ha! She Mexican? No. What is she? But she sounds Italian. I think she, maybe she is Italian. Italian. Definitely it's all white, like white people. I don't remember that fucking white guy's name. But this deliberate it's just not true. <laughs> it's super not true. It's just not true. <laughs> He's racist to white names. <laughs> super not. There's no evidence. <laughs> there's literally there's no. Six, I you can go back sixty weeks of evidence. There would not be this one. This girl I'm talking about right now is not Hispanic or anything. She's white as fuck. That's, but she plays a perfect Jill Valentine. She was so. Uh, did the, the costume was from the game directly. Oh, see, and they had fucking uh, they had the, the nemesis from Resident Evil Three was in it. Although it looked a little goofy. Yeah, because I Adney, <laughs> Adney, I, I played the original one in the mansion, like on PlayStation One. Adney actually got into like we played video games when we were kids. I stopped playing video games. He like. You played a lot of Resident I Evil. You I fucking loved like Resident Evil. I didn't, I didn't really you? get into video games. You got into Resident until, Evil. No, until I was like fourteen is when I really started to get into video games, and that's when I like I went back. I really started playing all that stuff. Like, Resident I had Evil a, a lot had, though. Red, I, I, Red, I, I know because I had because I had a, a step brother 
not legal stepbrother. My mom was. I'm not your stepbrother. We're cousins. Who had kids and he had Resident okay. Evil, and so like I was like I thought this was a great cool concept and all that yeah. kind of stuff. But so I knew a lot about Resident Evil, and then they made the movie was nothing like it. Yeah, because I remember you always had the you always play the video and you were talking about like oh, this fucking bad. I didn't always play it. No, but I, I just remember it. I remember you talking about like certain scenes walking on the hallway and shit, and, like monster dropping from the roof, and you're like well, you gotta get him. Mm-hmm. You know? Resident Evil Two is the shit. By but yeah. then there's some more um, Tomb Raider. I didn't really. Yeah. I th- I thought I knew in it my was. mind. In my mind, I thought that Tomb Raider was a movie before it was a game, just because mm. the character within Tomb Raider looked so much like Laura Croft. I was like, dude, there's no yeah, way. Yeah, that's what's funny is Angelina Jolie was so. That's what I, I said. Like, do you really exactly? Right. It looks exactly the same yeah. with their oversized. Tits they they must have modeled their video game. They didn't. They did. Well, no, no, the video game was first. It's square tits. She had circular tits. Oh, no. Now here's the thing: is uh, it was actually a mistake in the code. What do you like, mean? When they were designing... It wasn't supposed to be a woman. <laughs> <laughs> supposed to be... Lawrence Croft and then changed it up. So who would believe a woman going on adventures? <laughs> yeah. Like an Indiana Jones, right? Oh, that's no. funny. She's complaining all the time. She doesn't like her whip. So her whole little character design no, no. was somewhat of a flaw. They, they designed her... As just like stri- God designed women. They wanted, they wanted her to be just a normal proportioned woman and then they fucked up with the code and the boobs came out way too big <laughs> and then her ass came out big right <laughs> and then they were kind of like let's, let's give her short shorts <laughs> it's a bunch of fucking nerds in a room alone like let's right. go with it oh, yeah, I, yeah, I, I accidentally fucked the code up <laughs> <laughs> hey you built your own woman didn't you <laughs> weird science it's like weird science it's kind of funny um, and then you have no, that's street, street really fighter funny. Like Prince, and then uh, this is this one this one makes me more mad than any video game adaptation ever. It's Prince of Persia, which is Ooh. what's his name uh, from Jake, Jake Gyllenhaal. Gyllenhaal. Jake Jake Gyllenhaal <laughs> plays the prince. Uh, you're peeking. I'm gonna have to edit that out. <laughs> oh, Persia. <laughs> but he gets a pass because of the movie Prisoners. <laughs> No, he does not. Sexy guy in that movie. Nope. Um, I, I completely agree. That movie retard. actually fucking tanked. But I will say that that movie was better made than Warcraft, which is a movie that came out later that should have been made better. That I wasn't. Agree. How it was actually made wasn't bad. Now, the characters in it and everything about it really sucked. But Persia, a white guy. The production design and everything like, was actually really good. A gay cowboy yeah. played a Persian guy. I thought guy. that was dumb. I was like, okay, you got Jake Gyllenhaal and like, like, all of the cast is like white actors. Yeah. And I was like, this is really dumb and annoying, yeah, but I'm going to watch it anyways. And I was like, oh, there's a couple of cool scenes yeah. in it, but overall the really bad The production of it's great. The, uh, yeah, oh, everything, dude, like, the direction of it's bad. The costume bad, design everything about was it. awesome. Yeah, the, the, the production, sets, costume design, sets, amazing. They, they had something great on their hands, yeah. and they just kind of fumbled it. Fumbled it when they cast, cast that, the only dude, white the people closest, to that's play the closest, Persians. That's the closest we've got to a Good video game movie nowadays. Not not talking about Mortal Kombat or anything, but like that's Recently. unfortunately that's the closest. But they fucked because up with the Warcraft casting. dropped the ball way too fucking. Hard. And unfortunately, Assassin's Creed just is, oh yeah, it's just I haven't kind, seen it's just Assassin's kind of boring. Creed. Is it? It doesn't really j- bring you in hardcore. Like, and there's like, and of course, if you guys have never played the video games, it's uh, Assassin's Creed is one of the funnest games that I have played. But it's also right very now. convoluted because it's about you. Oh, I swear. You literally are fighting against aliens in the past. Like you have to, like you. So it's 
So it's and China movie. It's a wall. It's a great wall. It's a great wall. Like yeah, Stevie. Yeah. So this is what it you is. have to be like. If, you once you can accept that wait, though, so but once you can accept that, it turns into a great. So it's Matt Damon with a hood, right? Instead of a ponytail, you like the main character. You have to like you and this group of red tags are fighting against like this. You're basically fighting against like the Illuminati type of a group, which are actually controlled by aliens. (laughs) (laughs) Spoiler. (laughs) They're trying to control the, they're trying, they're good. Time travel exists. Do they come every 60 years? (laughs) And what you have to do is you have to go back into the past with Pedro, but the only way you could do it, Pedro past scout. (laughs) (laughs) You have to use this stupid machine that sends you back in time to your ancestors. That's why you are the main characters because it's your ancestor. Oh, it's your dog. (laughs) It's part of this ass- this group of assassins, professional badass assassins who kill historical figures. So that's what's really cool about the game is that there's a lot of historical settings, historical figures. Which like- I saw on the – like I love the, the previews for the game, like the gameplay because I saw the one where it's like Revolutionary War status. That's the one I had. I thought that was hella cool because it I was like – Yeah, it takes it was place – like, uh, It was a Native American basically yeah. right? going yeah. back and fucking shit up, which I thought was really cool because they're the ones that taught us guerrilla warfare. We, we didn't have that prior. And so I thought that concept was really fucking awesome. That's cool. That's actually the game that I had. That game is so fucking fun because it has that element. It's like in, because we know more about history in the United States. So we're in the United States and there's all these historical figures that you get to meet. And in these like these famous battles, there's actually ship battles in it too, which is a lot of fucking fun. And there's just a lot of cool, and the story elements are really cool. But the thing is, that's all in the past, and you have to come back to the present, and you have to do stuff in the present. I hated the Which, present stuff. That's fucking retarded. I you're, you're a Native American, you're an alcoholic, they, and a meth addict. <laughs> they shouldn't have even introduced that entire stupid storyline. They should have done it the first game. Said, okay, this is like the whole entire thing, but then you're just constantly in the like the, the timeline. Yeah, I feel of like it, the, the whole game could have just been. Yeah. In takes the, like all the past stuff where like no future past aliens, no aliens. Illuminati, <laughs> the fucking uh, no you're right. to the future four <laughs> like it's just this is it's just this, this, this is, is about a yeah. guild of assassins yeah. this takes place in the past no I agree they and didn't need any why do you think he's so. beating up people in the past and he comes comes to the future and he has to go to the DMV and wait in line <laughs> this is fucking bullshit it's too many, it's too many hats <laughs> the man. shitty fucking yeah so Mario Brothers right? so you think Mario Brothers is your movie <laughs> yeah I did. Mario Brothers is based off of Leonardo. Uh, uh, Leonardo. <laughs> John Leguizamo. That's what it's based, based off. Based off of Leonardo DiCaprio. Based off of Super it's Mario Brothers, of, which is an original Nintendo no, it's game. Based off of a Japanese video game about a bunch of fucking goddamn Italians who pl- who are plumbers like a bunch of Mexicans. That's what the game is tied to. Who are hairy like a bunch of Middle Easterns. <laughs> vaguely, I mean vaguely, you're you're kind of right. It's kind of fucked up. What it's really about is about a plumber who's obsessed with his fucking girlfriend, who he keeps following her around everywhere. He's a stalker, right? But he's taking acid, so he has these like he keeps eating mushrooms and he's like having these hallucinogens, right? He's stomping on turtles, which is against animal. That's animal abuse. I don't like it. Um, he has this pretend brother who wears green all the time. It's weird. So he's running around. He's jumping in fucking. He's jumping in tunnels and he's going underground like the Ninja Turtles, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, his brother does not exist. He's just that's why he looks so much like him. He's like, what if I had a taller version of me? <laughs> and he's he would have to put that close. He's killing birds. Anytime he sees a construction worker with a hammer, he whoops his ass. It's weird. <laughs> I don't like. <laughs> it. He hates football he, players too. He, <laughs> dude, he he fucking hates reptilians. Reptiles, like he'll kill any type of reptile. Even if a reptile is nice to him and will let him ride it, and first he still tosses that motherfucker first chance he gets. Yeah, and he's like he follows. He, shoots, this, he throws 
fucking Molotov cocktails to fire at people. This man innocent is really blonde girl who's constantly getting away from him. She's just trying she's to constantly getting away from him. Like she just wants to like hang out at her actual boyfriend's I my house. Email. I changed my name, but that's just love. <laughs> <laughs> changed, like that's that's what it is. She's hanging out at her boyfriend's house, and then this motherfucker yeah, yeah, comes on. Yeah, but they were on and off, so the him, cops didn't do anything. Hits about him with it. an axe. <laughs> and just throws him in the lava and then quote unquote saves the princess and she's like what the fuck that was my fucking boyfriend and then that's why in the next game she's right back with him because they're actually together and he just keeps coming yeah they're not on and off they're like actually consensual it's Stockholm Syndrome and the drugs keep them together because he's doing drugs this motherfucker Bowser it's not his real name that's a hallucinogenic name that Mario gave him (laughs) that's his slave name it's just (laughs) Bowser this is just him setting putting guards in front of his home because he's a wealthy man he's royalty just like his girl and he's just trying like we need to keep this maniac from attacking my family and it doesn't stop because this guy is on PCP yep. he's on the mushrooms yep. he's on the acid. he's on the mushrooms and it's just like the notebook right because it's a rich guy okay trying to attack a poor guy the poor guy got it let him get it right and the rich guy's like no not happening he's, he can afford mushrooms right so that's the poor guy mushrooms. Bowser's the rich guy Bowser's actually the good oh, guy oh yeah because he has the cast oh yeah so rich that's what I'm saying is, is like he's not a giant turtle monster that's just what Mario <laughs> Mario manifested in his head yeah because of all the drugs he's a good guy he's a rich guy he's trying to help the poor and shit he's giving turtles jobs like if like you spent your entire life in giant sewers Inhaling fecal matter, you're getting a little loopy. Yeah, oh, yeah you're going to hallucinate. Sure. You're going to start saying, You're my girlfriend. Well, what? Well, all you're, you're all those die. alligators that are in the sewers in New York? Oh, whoa, whoa. those become giant monsters. But then again, why would he want to date a girl? She's a gold digger. Bowser has a castle. He has plenty no, of No, she's castles. royal family too, though. Like, they're both well off families. Yeah, but they're they're married by the parents put them together. I don't like Betrothed. that. Betrothed? I don't like that. You know that. Why is she always with him? I think she kind of digs him. Every time she gets quote unquote saved, she runs back. Oh, you're right. <laughs> I mean, Jack <laughs> in the saddle you again. Listen, your stupid listen, shoulders. Listen, right you right only there. think Bowser's a bad. You you keep painting Bowser as the bad guy. Sorry, I take shrooms a lot. <laughs> but you only know Mario's side. The bad guy who literally murders animals. Sorry, Adney, he's Italian. Takes I gotta go with what I know. Which is Mafia brother. I like uh, the, the, Italian, <laughs> the hairy one. And he's the one who's manifesting all this shit. It's all in his head, man. He kills man. fish. He's killing, he kills fish. <laughs> he kills fish. <laughs> but not to eat him either. He doesn't eat the fish. He doesn't eat him. He doesn't eat him. That's not cool. That's Jelly fish. fire. How do you kill a fish with fire? That's sadistic. What <laughs> a piece of shit. <laughs> Dude. He, he literally will get a raccoon, murder it, skin it, and wear its skin. Ooh. This motherfucker is demented. Yeah, dude, he builds a sweater out of fucking out of feathers from birds. I don't fucking like that shit. He so, built a wall. He gets so high, he's hanging in the clouds, right? <laughs> stealing money. He's destroying. Stealing he's destroying money. Destroying property. He's a thief. He's destroying property. Just destroying property. Like hitting like bricks. He's he's breaking down bricks. What about bricklayers, huh? Little mushrooms. Oh, what if anything, he's giving bricklayers a job no. because they lay the bricks. They get knocked out. Oh, okay. hey, so it's at least, least I have, have job, job security. It's not like you said. Well, the plane hits the building, right? But now you're creating jobs, right? Hey, you gotta get. <laughs> hey, it's like build Bill it. Burr taking down fucking goddamn people going on tr- cruises. <laughs> <laughs> Same thing. So I mean that's. And that's uh, Mario Brothers. Came out in uh, 1993. <laughs> that's basically the movie. Uh, John Leguizamo plays the imaginary brother. <laughs> no, wait, hold on. Is he really no, imaginary? Time out, time out, time Addy, out. Time time out. out. Is that a real theme? It's Jacob's Ladder. Listen, it's Jacob's Ladder. <laughs> because, <laughs> by the way, every time he gets into a castle, finally, Toadstool's just there. He's the security guard trying to say, the princess is in here. You're never going to get the princess. And Mario just hears in his head, 
oh, I should go look somewhere else. So, <laughs> ignoring the science, clearly. So that's what the video game is, right? The movie's not faithful to any of that. Right? No, it's not fair. It's not faithful. They, do, they, do a, they make him the hero. It's bullshit. An Italian director. <laughs> Bob Hoskins, who was famously in Who Fred Roger Rabbit, yep. plays and Mario. And also in that movie with um, J- Jason, what's his name? I don't know. What's the badass fucking warrior who puts the thing on his neck? Jet Li. Jet Li. Baka. Yeah, he's in the movie with Jet Li. It's that's like Unchained or some shit. Yeah. But anyways, uh, then you got John Leguizamo. Unchained, no, that's Johnny Jacob. Legs, <laughs> who plays Luigi. Yeah. And uh, it's like the movie is they're two regular ass plumbers. In New York. Who get sucked into a different dimension. Who, who wear farmer's clothes. <laughs> Which the other dimension they get sucked looks nothing like from the video game where it's this magical land where yeah. like, dinosaurs They get sucked into live. Gotham or the Mystery Men world because that's what it seems like. It's way crazier than it's more. It is it's more like Robo- Blade it's Mystery Men or, or like that. Mystery Men in the future. Or Blade Runner in the future. It's so, the future. Everything's Blade so Runner's scary, remake like, coming out. It's so bad because everything's so remake, stacked. Everything is so stacked upon each other. It's so gritty and grungy and everything. And people have magical boots. <laughs> Like Zelda? <laughs> Whoa, wait, 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 hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I played a lot of Super Mario. Okay. You don't remember Magical Boots? <laughs> Are you guys, is, was that like a real theme? That what? Luigi was, like he's hallucinating? and oh, no, wait, hold on, wait, a wait, joke. Wait. Hey, don't say anything. Because I couldn't <laughs> see it being a legitimate thing. Yeah, see? You just like, got him not. <laughs> the, whole, the whole thing that you guys pitched could honestly be what true. What it really was, like, that was like an honest interpretation of what the video game is, though. That's what all those elements are we, in the video game. We made all those a skit about it. No, we just, that was a great skit. But we just interpreted like, That's believable. We just, yeah, we, just, <laughs> we just interpreted it our own way to make it more interesting. I don't see how you could say that that's not the true way. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me how that's not it. I got no it, also, it, also, it also could be that Mario is a plumber who never had a family, never did anything useful in his life. He's dying in a sewer in New York. Ooh. Like he got trapped in his heart and he's dying. Like Shredder. He's, he's hallucinating from all the fecal matter, so he's imagining Why are you in his always head. mentioning and fecal so, matter? Have you been snorting shit in the bathroom? <laughs> yeah, it's called cocaine. What's in a sewer? What do you literally think is in a fucking sewer? Ninjas! <laughs> Turtles! And giant rats, and Ninjas! Like, no hesitation! And pizza! Fuck you! You're such a dick! But that's not all! God! Damn it! And so, all, all of Fuck Mario, him. the entire Mario video game, all takes place in Mario's head as he's dying, and he's hallucinating. He's like, what if I actually did something with my life? Like, save a princess. So it's like Jacob's really Tube. <laughs> so it's Jacob's Ladder. So, Mario, tube? so the Mario World video games are Jacob's Ladder. Yeah. Listeners are going to be genuinely confused with this final Because it's so <laughs> Yeah, no, yeah, no, I agree completely. See, he wants you to think it's because of me, right? <laughs> But really, it's Mario in your head. <laughs> like, you're just... It's a no, movie. This all comes down to... Hold on. It comes down to fucking uh, Shutter Island, right? <laughs> Listen. <laughs> he's the crazy one. <laughs> uh, I'm so confused. We all are. So the movie is about... Oh, my God. Jo- uh, what is it? John Hopkins and fucking... <laughs> <laughs> what a crazy Damn Maddie, explain Mario Brothers. Bob Hoskins. <laughs> Bob Hoskins and John Leguizamo are brothers, and they're plumbers, right? And they own their own business, and they were yeah, they were different. Mario colored, Brothers Plumbing, and they're they uh, they're different colored. They used to beat up like like giant gorillas, right? But they stopped doing that, and they started actually doing plumbing because that's how they got started. That's how real Mario Brothers got started. <laughs> yeah, and they're plumbers in New York. They live in like a studio apartment. I don't know how they pay three grand for that. They're shitty plumber, like clearly. Um, plumbing in New York would be easily the most busy job ever. 
the yeah. busiest job ever yeah. because you would you would nonstop have work. Exactly. So what guaranteed, I, you'd be able to afford that three grand apartment. Okay, guaranteed. I get that, but there's only two of them in the company. Doesn't matter. Yeah, it matters. If they're working. 18 hours out of the day, they're easily busting that little 2K nut. Easily. It, okay. it, I'm sorry. You may be right. I'm just being a realist okay. now. Like, let's we're look fantasy up, oh, All right, wait. Let's look up what Mario Bros. Net Worth. Well, <laughs> so, so the movie, like, they introduce the characters before anything fun happens. Yeah. As Bob Hoskins fun. is the older don't, brother. Don't say that. Don't. Is he You're giving brother? him false hope, Eddie. <laughs> <laughs> He's a skeptic. That's his whole thing. He's believing shit. Well, Luigi is an optimist. He believes in magic. And like, yeah. anything can happen, Mario. Anything can happen. And that's their character arcs. And yeah, it's like, throughout it was, the movie, they see all this magical shit. When's the older shit. brother? It's like, I built this business. You're fucking it up. I imagine. Imagination. He's like the sponge. Bob like, of the group. <laughs> the last fucking line of the movie is Princess Peach shows up and he goes, Come on, guys, I need your help. You're never gonna believe this. And then Mario goes, Oh, I'll I'll believe I'll believe it. And then Luigi's all like, Really? You believe now? He's like, Oh, I'll believe anything. Like basically, that's it. Let you guys and the know. writer was like, full character arc. Yeah, we full, did it. It's paid off. We totally did it. Be a good movie. Chekhov's gun. Uh, he did it. Think so in the beginning. <laughs> he got it in the end. He thinks so Bow. in the end. He didn't think so. Now he thinks so. <laughs> there's no, there's no Bowser, which I love. Bowser. I think the design is fucking awesome. He's one of my favorite video well, games. What's his name? Plays Bowser, right? The guy from uh, Blue Velvet. <laughs> <laughs> so, what's his name? He's uh, the bad guy. Dennis Hopper. Yeah, Dennis Hopper plays. Damn. He doesn't say his name is Bowser. Deep reference. He doesn't say. Blue Velvet. That's a classic. That's a cult classic. He doesn't say his name is Bowser. He just says I'm King Koopa, which is the same as Michael Bowser. He just wears a suit and he has blonde hair. If that's his hair is done in a weird blue way. eyes. <laughs> <Into> <laughs> blue <laughs> eyes. He's he's dinosaur Hitler. <laughs> There's at least one time per every episode Stevie will hit no, the ground I, laughing. He's in a fucking random. He's dinosaur Hitler. Like <laughs> that has never been said before. We're original. <laughs> That's an original fucking sentence. So, so Name me one person that said that. I'll, I'll wait. Tarantino Award. There was not one word in there you could take out. Exactly. So, you oh. take out dinosaur or Hitler. It's completely <laughs> fucked up. So Dino Hitler. So continue on my movie. <laughs> he talks about how he evolved from a T-Rex and he has yeah. like this he has like this stupid like picture too of like here's what a T-Rex looked like and it slowly turns into a human it's the <laughs> dumbest <laughs> thing he constantly walks like this by the way. he constantly walks around and he has like his hands close to his chest <laughs> like a T-Rex it's like that's your acting choice <laughs> that's what you do with the well, character like in like in fucking Set Brothers right remember <laughs> he's like I wanted to be a T-Rex <laughs> that's stupid <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh, movie's horrible. <laughs> no, no, take... This is my favorite. This is my favorite video game movie. <laughs> <laughs> That's because they all suck. Jesus, they all okay, so suck. This remember, is the best shittiest so, movie. Remember, like in the video games, jumping was a big part. Like mm. jumping did everything for you. So, so in order to do that in the movie, they basically have these robotic shoes that you look like those bullets in the video game there's these giant bullets with faces that actually could kill you. The hovering boots from Zelda. It's the same. They don't it's, hover. They don't hover. They just jump. They just well, and they put those bullets. They're supposed to be an enemy, but apparently Mario uses those bullets, puts them in his boots, and he jumps really high. You're fucking up all the things that were in the video game. Also, there's this giant fungus all around the city that will give him a mushroom, and they use the mushroom as a shield, which doesn't Weird. Look, that's not what mushrooms do. No. They never get firepower. There's no flowers that get firepower. Mushrooms I shield see you from reality. <laughs> I see your point, too, as 
uh, Mortal Kombat was the one that stayed to the source material because now that you're really pointing it out, like even though I really enjoyed this movie because it's so quirky and everything. Wait, you're telling me you're this completely isn't so true to the material? You're completely right. Like, damn, like I didn't even notice. Like, how I many just, times have you gone back and played Mario? Are you uh, sure this doesn't say true? Princess Peach isn't from this world. She's from New York, and she gets transported there. Which is well, hold on. I'm pretty sure Dennis the Hopper was in Mario 3. Like, the game on Super Nintendo? Or regular <laughs> Nintendo? You and play the, it again. Remember, play it again. Remember the Goombas were like these little mushroom people, but the, in the, the movie... Goombas super small guys, and they're like they're giant dinosaurs. Yeah, they're giant dinosaurs in the movie. It's weird. And they're like right. dancing you elevators. They they're dancing in elevators. <laughs> you got <laughs> fucking dinosaur Hitler <laughs> and <laughs> elevator <laughs> dancing. Elevator dancing. It's like it's like dancing with the stars with dinosaur Hitlers. They're all dinosaurs, and they're dumb dinosaurs. Like fucking, they're a bunch of like Nazi. They're all skinheads. Ooh, maybe there's a hidden meaning behind this. You know what I mean? <laughs> no, what? And they're all f- in line, right? They're all in line. They're all dressed the same, right? Like the fucking Third Reich, right, Adney? <laughs> Listen up. I, let me take over this. I got this. This is my movie. Is this why um, you like the movie, by the way? I do. <laughs> this is the reason? Is he salute? Seriously, or, he wait, never hey, reviewed on. it the wait, whole time. You're he never, reviewing he it. He never says every, he likes yeah, it. Hold on, wait, he goes on. off on a crazy wait, hold tangent. Hold on, hold on. You said dinosaur earlier. <laughs> hey, Adney. Tuesday Kyle's. <laughs> is it Tuesday Hiles? Close to his chest because it's close to his heart. Okay? Ooh, I'm pretty sure. Oh, the Italians. Ooh, two Italians, right? And the Germans, <laughs> right? So the movie came out in 1993. That's Mario Brothers, the movie. No, and it doesn't. Whatever. The king turns into this snot and he fucks his daughter. And then they get back to the world. And then she comes back and she's like, come on, we gotta go back. She says it to the Mario Brothers. So, okay, they- okay, okay. We understand you're you're making fun of the movie. All that. No, that what was, did you I actually fun of the hold movie. on uh-huh. at all? What did besides Lil Louis, no. Besides the movie, how did what fuck do you Luigi? say his last name? Uh, Legs. Like, <laughs> Lu- yeah, because you keep Legs. saying what is Leguizamo. Leguizamo. Oh, Leguizamo. I was trying to say like Louis Guizamo. John. John Leguizamo. Say it again. Say it again. Leguizamo. 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 Oh, he's, he's so good at saying it. <laughs> um, what did you actually like about it? Besides all the jo- like, did you actually enjoy it or no? Oh, besides John Leguizamo, I liked Luigi Luigi. <laughs> <laughs> who was played his by name, John Leguizamo. So you're the only whatever. You fucking idiot. There's three Marios in the name. Did you watch the movie? There's three Marios. There's Mario. There's, Mario, Mario, there's, there's Luigi, Luigi Mario. Mario. There's not Luigi Luigi. There's <laughs> so without Johnny Legs, you wouldn't like the movie. Is that fair to say? I like Matt Damon. <laughs> <laughs> I like Bob Hopkins. <laughs> it's oh Hoskins. Samantha so- <laughs> 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 Mathis. <laughs> she was a character in it. Are you really? Oh Are you God. reading off the, the cast? <laughs> Fisher Stevens. <laughs> <laughs> oh, That's geez. the cast. I like. I like the cast. And <laughs> <laughs> you were so unsure about that statement. I like the cast. <laughs> you like one person. So that was Mario Bros. <laughs> I think we're gonna go on the fight. Gonna, all right. Now. Honestly, though, Mario Bros. is it's a horrible movie, but he is right because of Johnny Legs. It is totally watchable. It's, it's early it's Johnny watchable. Legs. Yeah. It's early Johnny Legs. Early Johnny Legs, uh, uh, Johnny fucking Legs, uh, uh, Leonardo DiCaprio. I don't know why I said that. Johnny, Johnny and Leo, they're gonna fight to the death. Mario Brothers number four. Fuck you, fuck you, a fight talk. All right, John Hoskins. We had a fantastic weekend of fights. It, 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 honestly, great weekend of fights. Adney, tell us, come on, tell us, what happened? <laughs> was it game or was it fight? <laughs> oh, it was fight. 
<laughs> so boy. let's get right to the fucking main event. Let's start with that. No. Gotta start with Chocolatito. I, I, I was need... gonna get to it a second, but okay. Let's start with Chocolatito. Come on, let's start with Chocolatito. Chocolatito. So, like I said during our preview for this fight, that uh, it was an attempt at a bit of a showcase. Chocolatito had a real test in front of him. I talked about how this was a big, strong 150 pounder. It was a southpaw with a lot of power. And then Carlos Cuadras was fighting on the undercard, someone that should have been an easy task, that make Carlos look good. He didn't look good. And this is Gonzalo's fourth weight class. He's yeah. moved up four God different fucking times. damn. He, it's the record for um, the fight, any fighter from Nicaragua. Like, his hero, Alexis Arguello, who's like a top 15 all-time fighter, only did it in three weight classes. And he, find, and he actually helped teach Chocolatito how to fight. He oh, his, did he, he teach Luke Kang too? What the fuck? He gave actually. This is a, a great. This was actually on the uh, on the two days two days from Gonzalez. Oh, wow. I seen you post some from it. Yeah, like him uh, in the fucking him like stretching it out and being. In he his talks about how he was oh, his mentor. Oh, I watched that. He was his mentor. He loved Alexis Arguello, and Alexis Arguello was what gave him the nickname Chocolatito. He got that name from him. So uh, what does it mean? Chocolate. Little chocolate. Little chocolate. Yeah. Little chocolate. Yeah, well, he's a little guy. He is a little guy. 105 pounder for much of his career. And he has a little little Hershey bar down there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you would know, huh? Because you let him put it in your ass because you hey, let him pay. He's a, he's, he's a, he has money. Yeah, yeah. That's all that matters. I'll uh, suck dick for life changing money. Yeah, well, Joel Dak Rosa. has told me personally that uh, you take it for no money, so. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so. You take it for no You take it for money? Sure. Carlos, so Carlos tricked me. <laughs> Carlos Cuadras didn't look very particularly impressive, so it was kind of at like, all. Oh, he man. actually looked bad in my yeah. He looked opinion. bad. He, he looked. He was, he, he, he was swinging he, wild. He barely got the W, and he did not look good. At David all. Carmona came to fight, and yeah. it was it just he looked bad, and so it was kind of it took some steam out of the uh, like possible rematch between the two of them down yeah, the line. Yeah, for sure. So you're like, okay, whatever. We're still. But you could tell the whole time that Cardros was like in there, like I shouldn't be in here. Like you could tell that he didn't want to be arrogant there. too. Yeah, yeah little, he, and that's like I told you before, like, like Connor hitting. My little fucking belt, like him, yeah. fucking books and that like one. He was so like, and he was so focused on getting the rematch with Chocolatito that he was talking shit to him. He was focused on him yeah. the entire press conference. All the press conferences, he was focused on Roman. He wasn't focused on David Carmona, and I think that hurt him. But uh, who the fuck is that guy? <laughs> yeah, right? David Carmona. Who the fuck is that? But uh, so anyway, so he didn't look good. But then we're like, all right, let's get to Chocolatito. Let's watch this fight. He fought against this fucking sh- this guy who's a lot bigger than him. Like everyone says that oh it's 115 pounds, it's not that big of a deal. Like he, he it's only like a 10 pound difference from where he used to be. That shouldn't be that big. It's like 10 well, pounds when you're is a lot of when you're that small, every pound is such a such a bigger proportion. And when you look at the fighters, like every like all his last three fights, Chocolatito has fought at 115, and the size difference is incredibly visible. Uh, even in his, even when he was fighting at 112, it was visible. Like you can tell, he's a lot smaller than these guys. And now he's at 115, and he was so much smaller than. Uh, what's funny is like um, the the guy from Thailand. I said his name on the podcast. No, you didn't. Chris did. But <laughs> no, I, no, I said his name. I just said it right too. But he actually changed. He actually changed his name, and they they talked about that on the telecast. How he changed his name, so his name is Rungvasai. So Rungvasai came to fucking fight. He was not intimidated by Gonzalez. He came there, and he is a very hard puncher, turns out, but also remarkably tough. This motherfucker could take a shot. He's very aggressive, and he likes to use his head a little bit, Chris. In the very was some head button? Was there some head button? There was. This, this The fight started out tough. He came in with his head fully. Like, I talked about like uh, how Gonzalez takes a little minute to get going. Like, and and what, what? can we give him a nickname? Um, Rungasai? Yeah, like RS or something. Rungasai, because I'm going to... I'm going to... I'm going to... Raiden. Rungasai, Rungasai. Okay, continue. Rungasai. 
Hey, man, want to be called Rungasai? We can call him Rungasai. It's, it's fine. He has an actual. I, has a, I think he has a real name. I think I he does remember. have a nickname. Yeah, like an actual like, boxing nickname. I just yeah. can't remember. But uh, Rungasai, he like he just started out strong because he know Rama Gonzalez starts a little bit slow. Takes a couple because he, he's a technical fighter. He doesn't just wildly run after you like a Marcos Maidana. He slowly picks you apart and he boxes his way in. He has great defense. He knows how to be incredibly aggressive, throw combination punches while protecting himself. But those first two rounds, he'll wind up sometimes not necessarily dominating or winning, but like maybe even sometimes it's losing yeah, because tough, he's, he's figuring it yeah, out. Yeah, he's, he's figuring out his puzzle yeah. in front of him. Then he dials you in and he has his defense perfect. He uses just slight shoulder. It's so beautiful to watch because he uses slight shoulder movement, a slight step back, take all the sting out of your punches, and then he completely... Just with a five-punch combination. He doesn't throw, like, one shot at a time. He does not like to do that. He throws huge combinations. And he wears you down and beats you the fuck up. And he's textbook perfect. He does everything right. He has great footwork. He goes great angles and all that kind of stuff. How long have you been fighting? uh, I can't remember. Damn, it's... I want to say, like, he turned pro in, like, 06 or something like that. Damn. He's 28 years old. Um... And he's got. He's, he came into this fight with. He was forty six. No, he had forty six professional fights. Something like eighty something amateur fights. Twenty six years old. Yeah, and uh, he's a little guy. Twenty nine. Twenty nine now. Yeah, that's right. Twenty nine. Damn. He's gonna turn thirty before his next fight. But um, so that's what it does. He he gets dialed in though. Then he dominates. He's usually the dominant, super dominant the second half of fights, which is why we were so surprised. Turned pro in when, 05. Oh uh, yeah. Okay. So he. We, that's why we were so surprised when Carlos Quadras did so good in the second half of their fight. We're like, wow, Chocolatito was actually kind of weak. That's that's insane. And uh, he comes into this fight, and Rungosai basically jumped on him. Basically, Like, she, from the very start. He's like, the- I'm going to establish my physical strength, my size, and my power now. Dominate and, the ring, sort of, like, immediately. He was in the middle Intimid- of the ring. It's intimidating as fuck, too. He's like, you belong at 105, but I'm going to shoot. Roman was still dancing well, around I'm going to knock 10 He, he might have been in the middle of the ring. He might have been, like, pushing the aggression. But it's not like Roman was backed into the corner where, where he was in spots that he couldn't maneuver. He was always moving. He was either to the left, to the right, maybe back, maybe forward. There was no... He was. He never had Roman in, so he like, a very... They were constantly in the center of the ring, circling, moving around. But uh, well, Chocolatillo is trying to get going, trying to warm up. Rungasai is landing a lot of shots. And a he lot actually, of shots, too. He and they're aggressive. powerful no, shots. He actually, like, he like actually, he's throwing all of his weight into his shots. Like they're not like little Peter Patter jabs and hooks. He, they're like fill him out. Like that's he's that's throwing. That's racist. He actually <laughs> has really good, <laughs> and he proved he has great stamina because. He was swinging for the fences all night long, and you could see like it was these really eye-catching kind of shots that were kind of wide, but they were eye-catching, and he'd be saying, "What?" And he'd make the noise, "Hop, hop, hop!" So it's dramatic. And he's doing that. He actually starts backing uh, Gonzalez up, and he hits him to the body. And it's also like it's like a to up, the what? It was an uppercut to the mm-hmm. body, <laughs> and then he kind of pushed him, and Gonzalez fell. He did fall, it was and, a, and it was a legitimate, legitimate I'll knockdown. Give it, I feel like that was a better knockdown than what Triple G got. I feel like his Rin, Rin, I feel like no, Rin, I feel like Jacobs was legitimately hurt. Okay, fair. So continue, uh, but um, Gonzalez like he fell down. And he was like you tell he was like mad and embarrassed, and he's like embarrassed for sure. And he gets back up, and he actually ends up getting a cut from a headbutt. Like the dude keeps headbutting Chocolatito because he's constantly in his face. He's not allowing Chocolatito to do what Chocolatito Asians does. Asians always headbutt. I've always <laughs> said that. I've always said that. Like he's not giving up. Like Chocolatito's trying to come forward, but this guy isn't giving a lot of ground. He's using his physical. He's not backing keep... up at all. And whenever, whenever Chocolatito presses, he he throws right back. So they're both with hard in punches. Each other. No one's really being super dominant. It's like 
I'm coming right back out with the same I don't know, man. Aggression. The first two rounds, that dude definitely. Uh, yeah. What's his name? Wrong the side. Wrong the side. One like <laughs> in convincing fashion, not yeah. like oh well, that was a really split. No, like yeah, he I, won both. The I first get that, round. but I feel like Chocolatito's like, no, fuck you. I'm not gonna be. That's I'm not true. gonna be pushed around by you. You're a bigger weight That's class. Fair. I'm gonna come fucking at you. As a small guy, I feel like he was like, fuck you. He was almost like, you're not gonna intimidate me, motherfucker. Yeah, right, and he's willing to get hit on the head because it's like I'm not gonna be pushed back. Because, like, right after those couple rounds, dude, Chocolatito came out fucking blazing. And he started putting hurt on. Dude, he was putting together combos that was, like, Lomachenko-esque. Like, no way. Dude, he, it was beautiful. Just, like, five-punch combos. This Jab, Russian straight, stuff. left hook, here's, right hook, and then a right upper. upper here's, what makes it, here's what makes it more impressive than Lomachenko's combinations is that Lomachenko is known as having incredibly fast hands. But jump, jump. And he's fighting guys who are bigger who are naturally not as fast. But Chocolatito so is not. So Chocolatito is fighting guys who are naturally quicker and have better reflexes than the guys that Loma's fighting. And Chocolatito doesn't have a lot of hand speed. I was about to he say He has that. to rely on his timing. That's one of the reasons why he's so good. Why we, everyone respects him so much. That he can time you perfectly. He can time what you're going to do after these two punches. Three steps ahead. So that he can plan the three that are coming after that. And he places them so perfectly so he can land a five-punch combination. He throws seven, but five of them fucking land. But whereas Fuck, before, what he would do percentage. is he Dude, would do that, and the other guy would kind of get stalled. They would kind of like stall out, and they would be trying to be moving. What this guy did is he would eat the fucking punches and come forward, and he'd be hitting Chocolatito Smiling. as he's throwing his combination. And I think it's that's... It's like Wild Wild when he hits that guy in the stomach, right? That's made of metal. You know what I mean? It's exactly like that. It's the same thing. But um, continue. <laughs> so it's it was his great yeah, yeah. <laughs> on the inside. You yeah, yeah. <laughs> It was this great back and forth. They were just each fighter like they were trading rounds. It felt like they were trading moments, really. You would see Rung Vasai have the edge after like two minutes of a round. Because he's landing, these, he's throwing these wide swinging, like eye catching shots. That was the important thing. Is they're very eye catching. They're easy to see. To the judges, it looks looks exactly. better. It's man, like, man, when the judges shit. are sitting there with the crowd, the crowds influence them as well. Like, man, you see, like, like you're guy, bigger. You're a bigger environment. You yeah. look like even if you're in close, doing rap, 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 hitting, just like you're like a jab. Man. Even if you had a, like a strong after jab, those first it's two not rounds, as strong as, like, it doesn't look as strong as someone coming in with a big fucking right hand. Even if it does more damage, the jab, it's still like, well, that was a quick jab in comparison to this huge right fucking hand. We'll get it'll, we'll get, it'll hit that point a little bit later That's too, what, by the way. Yeah. That exact foreshadow. That exact I didn't watch the fight foreshadow. <laughs> but so Chocolate Cito is going up the middle and he's doing short compact punches. So while Rungosai is swinging like three wide ass shots, one of them will land. One of them and it's but it's loud. You can hear it slap. And Chocolatito, Whereas Chocolatito just landed four or five, but it, but they were inside brutal uppercuts and just going up the middle and just connecting so well. And it was after like Rung Vasai would win, like would be have the edge for two for two minutes, and then Chocolatito would just turn it on and dominate the last minute of the round, so he would get the round. Oh, nice. That's what we thought. And then it started going back and forth. It was like, oh, he definitely won that round. Oh, now he won that. Round. Oh, it's both kind of close though. And then like. They're, and Chocolatito gets cut really bad from that headbutt. Dude, and it was it a like, it's a, a bad cut. cut. It's a real bad. But, oh, this is uh, your the, mom's house. So <laughs> <laughs> Some people got Travis. Travis look good. <laughs> the, the cut itself wasn't horrific, but it was squirting a lot of blood. And it, it actually, dude, like honestly, it was in the perfect position to get a cut. If like if you have to get a cut, that's the place you want to get a cut because it wasn't directly over his eye to where it was dripping in his, in his eye. eye. It was right to the right side. So a little bit would get in there at the very edge of like your right eyelid or let's say your left eyelid. At the very edge of it was where the cut is. But it looked 
way worse than it actually I've was. I've always said chocolate melts quick, dude. I'm telling you right now, dude. Melting chocolate. He's in there sweating. But he didn't melt quick. That's the thing. It went to a round. Yeah, he so did not quit. So he kept fighting strong, and he kept, like, I know it's, um... Rumbasai kept headbutting, and eventually the referee took a point away from him. That's Rumbasai. what Rumbasai means in Asian, headbutt. <laughs> <laughs> right above your eye is what it means. <laughs> Rumbasai. <laughs> so, uh, Rumbasai! <laughs> that's the sound a headbutt makes. Um, so, you were like, listening to a headbutt. <laughs> here's the thing. that The point deduction took away the point of the knockdown. So it's basically even. So They cancel each other out. That's what I fucking thought, dude. But so the rounds go on and he just gets more and more brutal. They're fucking connecting. But in the twelfth round, Rungvasai was basically taking it off. It felt like he was like he thought he had to fight one. Not basically. He did take that round off, dude. He he took that round off. He was literally not really throwing. He's smiling. He's sitting here doing shit that he wasn't doing the entire fucking fight. Now he's being a showman. He went from being a boxer in the first 11 rounds to in that 12th round, he was literally a showman. And Chocolatito was just chasing him around the ring. Hurting him a couple times, but he was just chasing him and chasing Which- him and chasing him. That's the thing. I don't really blame Rung Vasai for feeling that way. You can't really control your emotion in that moment. You are an unknown fighter. No one who knows who the fuck you are. No one even know what the fuck Rung Vasai means, motherfucker. And now you're He's on, a Thai fighter, too. That's where he came you from. You are on a huge pay-per-view event on HBO, and you're fighting the number one pound-for-pound fighter in the world. It's fair. And, it's fair. And you feel you've won? Like you've not, It's indisputable that this fight was very competitive. It was Adam back would have done the splits like Johnny Cage. You'd have been so <laughs> fucking stoked, dude. Like... The fight was so close. It was. It, this is the one of the early candidates for fight of the year. It was really. It was so back and forth. There was a dude, lot of was brutal so punches, so brutal good. exchanges. It was an amazing fight. Oh, you think it was the best fight of the whole card? Dude, it oh, was yeah. better than the triple. G. Like I'm oh. saying, it's it's the leading it's the leading candidate so That's far. This so awesome. it's er, it's early on. Of course, it's only yeah. been three months, but it's the early runner for fight of the year, and. And so, but at the end of the 12th round, like, Chocolatito was trying to make something happen. He's, like, chasing after him, trying to... Bell rings. Now, I, I was actually scoring the fight, and I scored it seven rounds to five for Roma Gonzalez. And we... So, this is what I love about when me and Adney will watch a fight, is a round will end, and me and Adney won't say shit to each other sometimes. We'll literally fucking sit there. Yeah, and we'll sit there and calculate, and then after about five rounds, like, who you got it? <laughs> I got it. Okay, I got a little chocolate. Like, there's uh, not, dude. There's honestly not like, a lot of talking between us. You don't know. I got all. a little chocolate on my pants. Like, we'll, we'll, we'll say a little bit of stuff here and there, but we take the whole entire fight in. And, like we're fucking you watching try to take the fight. Because the moment you talk is the moment you lose. And I had it scored. Now, not in like like okay. You have you have to one twelve like six rounds. No, no, no. no. Yeah, I just had it. I was like, I was like, dude, I'm pretty like. I felt that Chocolatito won the fight. I I felt that it was a very hard fight, but I I just. Chocolatito did more. He did more. He had more combos landed, but this comes into the whole entire argument of who did more damage. And and on that tip, I might lean towards Rajad. But I just don't know how many... I don't know how bad those combos hurt him. It, it, that's the problem is physically, it, he didn't look as as hurt as Chocolatito. But, but majority of that comes from the headbutt. Without the headbutt and without the cut, I don't think... Honestly, I don't think you get the same decision. So, do you think uh, fucking uh, what's his name? Fucking Rumspringer won. No, I think I, I thought <laughs> Roman Gonzalez won for sure. Uh, like, and not even like not not as close as everyone's making it out to be. Yes, um, Rim Rim Rumspringer Rumvazai Rumvazai landed <laughs> huge shots, dude. Like huge fucking shots. But he Pacific didn't, Rim. <laughs> he didn't land nearly the combinations or. 
at, like his footwork wasn't like he's just. Here's the yeah. thing. I think that Roman, Roman seemed like the more complete boxer, whereas the other guy seemed like the power puncher, and the power puncher got the best of the complete boxer because he's wide. Like with said, the judges, here's the, thing, here's, the thing, here's the thing. Because like Roman Gonzalez was only really he only seemed to be hurt once in the fight, and not even during the knockdown. He was stunned a little bit, but he was never like legitimately hurt and wobbled. It did seem like Roman got him hurt though. On a couple of occasions, Rungvasai seemed to get a little wobbly here and there. But uh, as you were saying about the like the eye catching thing, like he was throwing these eye catching shots that the judges can easily see. And he does that Muay Thai shit because every time within Muay Thai, you want to like because you're throwing elbows and all that stuff, you need to give out the most exertion. So you do that Holly Holm type, hacha, hacha, hacha. So every time you throw, you have this huge noise. And I honestly think that kind of inflicted the judges. It almost a seems bit. like you're doing more work because you're putting yeah. you're putting more. Action into your punches. It makes it seem like you're doing a lot more damage than you are. Because you're hurt. You're yeah. hurt. <laughs> Damn, he's hurt. I think he's hurt, Jay. I think Chocolatito's hurt, Jay. <laughs> he would throw these wild shots, and then Chocolatito would immediately answer back with like right up the middle, like a cut, like a one-two to the body, then an uppercut to the head, and then a right to the head, like stuff like that, just going up the middle and landing. That was like the majority of the fight. Is but this Chocolatito new... doesn't make noises when he punches. It's like. But but whim, whim, Whimsai or whatever, he would, he would land <laughs> like two, let's say two hard hooks. But then Chocolatito would counter with just an amazing four to five punch combo right up the middle. Jab, straight, jab, left hook to the body, right over the top. Like, uh, like just great fundamentals within boxing. And as you're watching it, you're like, yeah, this dude's hitting him harder, but Roman is is actually landing more. That's the thing. I actually dispute the fact that he was hitting him harder. I don't think Rungvasai was like hurting Gonzalez that much. I don't like because a lot of those punches hit Gonzalez's arms. His punch percentage was a lot lower than Roman Gonzalez. It was. was. Roman Gonzalez threw more and landed. To the statistics, it doesn't make any sense. Now a lot of people are coming out saying they're lying about the statistics, and now we have this whole entire controversy about people are saying, "Oh, um, the people that were scoring the fight statistics and counting the punches were were Roman fans, and they wanted Roman to win, so that's why you got this." uh, And then within triple. G, they're saying the same exact thing. This entire card is being uh, criticized for counting punches. The entire card. And it's only because it didn't go down how people wanted to go to. I don't think that the punches were counted wrong. I don't think there's any like little lying under theme that's like, oh, we wanted Chocolatito to lose. We wanted Triple G to lose. I think people are just being butthurt at this point. It's like La La Land winning most, right? And then the best picture going to Moonlight. It's the same thing. Shouldn't best picture go to whoever won the most? That's fair. Percentages, percentage is what I'm going on. It's, it's, uh, I mean, here's the thing: like punch statistics are like a glimpse at a fight. They don't like they don't. Sh- they don't right, tell you. you the fight. A, I can land a bunch of these. Yeah. I can hit you a bunch of times. Like damn, you landed 300 out of 300. It's not 100 percent accurate. Him in the face. They, just, they help you delve into what happened in the fight. And like what we could see with our eyes without any statistics is that Roman Gonzalez was doing more damage more often. He definitely lost fucking rounds. Like five, he, did, he did lose rounds, dude. Like legitimately lost rounds. Like he wasn't putting his combos together. I don't know if. It might have been him taking it off or whatever. Maybe I don't know what it was, but he he legit lost rounds, dude. And it was a legit close fight, but I I just I can't score it for the other dude. Like I don't see how it's possible. Well, it's like what we talked about, I believe, two weeks ago. Like 
what did more damage? That's what we got. to Yeah, look that's, at. What, as, that's a, what, as a uh, as a fucking person who's judging the fight. Who did more damage? Like who was more accurate? Dude, I, I, I honestly the think I, the, the the judges should not be around the crowd. I think the crowd really can influence a judge like a lot. And I don't think them having earbuds in or anything will will, will stop that. They I they need that. to be in. They, they really <laughs> do need to be. In, they need to be in a secluded room with maximum sound with all the fucking. And it's just the three with of max, them. You know? Max sound. <laughs> but that's beside the point. That's beside the point. I, I definitely because uh, and judges a lot of the time will will score blood, which is kind of a problem if the cut wasn't caused by a punch. Yeah, you know what I mean. Is. He's bleeding in his eye. He's and, and of course, um, rim, head rim in his eye. He looks like he's in a lot of pain because of the blood coming down his face, but it was from a head. And he was focusing on it now. So after, once he got that cut, he was like, oh, well, now I'm going to keep hitting the cut, trying to make the cut get bigger, trying to make yeah. you bleed more That's and a, give that appearance that yeah. you are more hurt. Yeah, exactly. All because of a fucking headbutt. Yeah, and it was a it was a legit headbutt. It's fucking Asians with but their the, headbutts, the, the fucked dude. up thing is, is they were both leaning forward. So um, the ref got kind of put into a, a pickle. Up, he's in a pickle. Yeah, it wasn't. It was a it was a but legit pickle because he's like, man, both of you are leaning forward. Both of you do this lean forward, and it's like, yeah, he he but might Roman initiate. Roman is smaller. It should be him headbutting Rungvasai, if anything. Exactly. It should be. It's really hard for the taller fighter to headbutt the smaller fighter in the fucking face. Like that's T Rex shit. That's like. Get, you, you, gotta have to go get, you have to get low. You gotta get to low, that. like John, like Lil John. That's what I'm <laughs> saying. That's something that actually. That's actually something that Mike Tyson complained about when he fought Evander Holyfield. He's like, he's taller than me. Why is he headbutting me? This that's, isn't making any that's sense. That's why he didn't headbutt me. That's why he bit Dude, his ear off. That's a legit complaint. Yeah, what? and so people um, are taller. Why are you headbutt. trying to fight me? You're bigger. You than would headbutt him because that, like I can see why you would do butt. that into a fight. Like. So uh, yeah, um, no one's talking about. The controversy of that scoring, it feels like. I haven't seen any really No one is People talking about any... the triple, C, triple G. Right? That's right. all anybody's talking about. Nobody yeah. is even talking about, uh, like, even within the boxing subreddit that I follow, there is not a lot of heat on this fight it's at all. Card. Everything is about main Triple G and, and Jacobs. A lot of people are saying that the Triple G Jacobs fight was a robbery. And I like we've said before, like, a robbery is a term should be used for something really fucking bad. That's when the fight completely... wasn't close. If a fight wasn't close and the wrong guy got the decision that's a fucking robbery yeah. this this Jesus. wasn't even a robbery uh chocolatito and rimlozai like i even though that rimlozai a uh, one like i can't even call just, that a robbery i think it was just all. a really bad decision yeah. it has more justification to be called a robbery though it has much more justification than, to be called a robbery than the main event agreed. yeah a robbery is someone completely like you could tell everyone even the common fans said like no he won and the judges score on the opposite side because they have money on it i always say that so rimlozai actually won the fucking fight and he had I think he won it like it was some. Uh, this is where I got all fucked up because it was like one fifteen to one eleven. That was a score that I heard that he won by, and that means that this motherfucker won like eight rounds, like eight rounds over him. There's no way that he won eight rounds, dude. There's no fucking way. Go rewatch the fight. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that like, somebody said that uh, I can't remember what, but the scoring was somewhat like a couple of the judges gave them eight rounds. Yeah, eight well. fucking yeah, rounds. Fucking crazy. Which eight rounds? There's, out of there's no way, man. Chocolate like, you only gave Chocolatito four of those twelve. He looked rounds. so good. Like, like not only did he get knocked down by a body shot, and you could tell that he was hurt, but he came back from said body shot, landed more punches, landed more combinations, and got out of the way of cleaner, this guy's punches. Cleaner combinations too. But because this saying, guy was being shots. loud, because he made this crazy noise, and because he hit leather, it made the appearance and it sounded like. He was doing more damage. 
Damn. Like he would hit. He sold the shots. He sold yeah, them. he would hit Ro- Roman's gl- like arms, and it sounded loud. Yeah, especially with the noise it added. So it seemed like he was like, I don't know. I think that was just like the judges fell for it, and I feel like even though he was throwing, all these Asian tricks, I'm telling you guys, even <laughs> though he was landing a lot of eye catching shots, he wasn't landing the clean effective shots. I thought Roman did the clean effective punching, and that's why he should have won the fight. Chocolate Tito for me personally, and this doesn't gonna matter to anybody besides maybe I need, but he's sexy? still my pound for pound number one. Like what he was able to do in that fight, he took on a guy who's coming from easily hundred pounds. Bigger, easily right? he's coming from one twenty, and he's in the. He's He's in the ring at 120, easy. And Chocolatito's putting on all the weight that he can. He's finding a fucking bigger guy. He gets hit by with bombs. The entire fight. Not just one round, two rounds. The entire fight, he was getting hit with fucking bombs. And he was eating said bombs. Fucking Hiroshima. And firing back. Not like eating them and then cowering. Not eating them and then like not, not trying to dodge them. He would eat them as he's coming in. Answering back to his land punches, his yeah. fucking four punch combo. I just, I don't, I do not understand how the other dude I do think won. that there's several factors in the why chocolate like chocolate like chocolate Tito looks good right now you've seen chocolate Tito at it's 115 no, exclusively yeah that's all I've seen but you've never got to see him at one tw- actually no you did see him at I 112 think- once with against a uh, Gary Pinola no not Gary Pinola Brian Valoria and he, oh, he knocked, him out, fight. Yeah, knocked yeah, yeah. him out knocked him and looked brilliant in that fight that was him at 112 and I think that one of the factors in why Roman doesn't look as good as he was like he does seem to have like he's not this exact same fighter and uh, you have to factor in the fact that when guys fight at these lower weight classes they actually get older faster the bigger That's- you are the slower you age really usually so the fact that he is 29 that seems like kind of young but you you factor in the way he fights how he exerts himself you washed up rock the fact that he's had 46 professional fights and before a lot of this. Small guys 46, are like, it's more of a war, right? Yeah, for 46 yeah. professional fucking fights, the way he fights is very exciting. That takes a lot out of you. The training he gets to make these weights, then moving up and fighting bigger and bigger guys. Woo, we're good. Oh, it's premium. I think uh, all these factors are kind of coming together to make him not the invincible type of uh, Chocolatito that we saw just a few years ago. And it really puts a lot of things into question because what, what what do we get now? Like the whole hope was that he would beat Rung Vasai and then get the shot at the number one fighter in the division, Inoue, the Japanese fighter who's undefeated. Which I was so looking forward to that fight. And then after this fight, don't want to see it. And like no he was bo- like everyone's like, I don't oh, want to yeah. see it. Because he had uh, uh, Inoue was number one, Chocolatito was number two, and then Qualos was number three, like ranked. They're, the championship is vacant. The real championship I'm talking about. And Inoue not, not already belts. beat Quadras. Belts correct? don't matter, right? If it comes no. to. No. no. Well, some people can be great and they don't have a chance at a belt. So, I mean, you're talking about pound so, for pound. There's a difference between real, like, who are the best in consider. You yeah, know, he, like, when you're yeah, considering belts. No one has, like, everyone, like, every, all these guys have, like, belts, but they're fucking Cracker Jack prizes. Like, those, you don't recognize them. So, they're not, it's not like the undisputed fucking champ in that division yet. And it was hopefully that Roman Gonzalez would get through this fight and then take on Inoue and it would be this, this huge fucking fight because Inoue's in the top 10 pound for pound by most people. And this would have been this huge fucking match. But that's basically like, who knows what happens now because Roman wants an immediate rematch 
with Rungvisai. So why, yeah, yeah. So why would, should they put this huge bout on when they could have the rematch? But, but they need would, to. It, but if, but if you if, can't put on that big yeah, fight, exactly. you can't because Roman just got beat. Exactly. No one's gonna watch it. Why would they? If Roman would have beat him, if Roman would have beat him, and it was a close, like say the close fight, Roman beat him, like he almost got us beat. Then you're putting him against someone fucking huge, like you just said. It'd be worth watching. You can't put someone who just lost against someone that's even bigger. Than the guy he yeah. got beat up by. Ruins momentum, and people don't want to see it because like you have to work your way back now. I now, don't. I don't want to. I don't, don't want to see. Because here's the thing. Anyway. Here's the thing. Rung Vasai, if anybody deserves the fight against Inoue, because yep. he just beat the number one fighter in the world pound for pound. Yeah. He's a star. He's he's a name now. Rung Vasai. He can do something with that. Barely a name, but. But I definitely think I would actually. I actually would like to see Chocolatito get the rematch. I think Chocolatito could beat him in a rematch. I think he because he knows what he is now. And then it's a trilogy. Man, I do not like how movie. much damage Roman takes at all. Not he he will sit there in the pocket. He will let you hit him. As he, no, he, does, fire as thing, he doesn't really let you hit him because he does he does subtle movements that take the sting off of shots. That's why he's right, able to fair. to have so much energy at the end of a fight. Why he's able to hurt you at the end of a fight. I've seen, this is my fourth Chocolatito fight. This was the most damage I've seen him take. Yeah, that's true. And that's I didn't true. like it. I didn't like it. I, I'd rather him go back down. I'd, I'd I'd rather him give up the whole 115 thing, go back down to 112, and then just yeah. dominate I mean, 112, I, one I, one all these. Go other back down ones. to milk chocolate, that. not dark chocolate. I've, I've heard he's about. actually having trouble making weight, and I think that's his. I think he doesn't. Have, I think he needs a better nutritionist in his corner. Or dietitian. Yeah, him chocolate. <laughs> Chocolatito, come on. Because <laughs> he doesn't. He, he, his he doesn't like known for his corner. His, none of his corner like have any success outside of Chocolatito. Danny Jacobs recently hired Chris Algieri, who was a fucking who was a contender at welterweight. He fought Manny Pacquiao. He fought Ruslan Provenikov. Chris Algieri has trained multiple UFC fighters, and they have never missed weight. Whoa, what? He is a That's brilliant. Crazy. Yeah, he, no, a, dude, he's a nutrit- was, dude. He's, he had a day yeah, job. What a badass! His day job was a diet, a dietitian. I don't think he's doing both at the same trainer. time. He, he was, he was like, uh, he was doing that. He had that business, and he was also fighting on the side. He was undefeated. Wow. And then he fought Ruslan Provodnikov. Everyone thought Provodnikov was going to walk right through him. Turned into a hell of a fight. Algeria got knocked down like three times. Kept getting up. Wow. Damn. And he was, so he's just like, this guy's got so much fucking art. He's tough yeah. as fuck. Got a lot of incredible stamina. Everyone's like, I want that motherfucker's stamina. He's like, oh, I'm my own nutritionist. Want to learn something? And he starts, and he, and Danny, and uh, fucking Danny Jacobs like hired him. And like, that's what, like in the 24 7 thing, you saw Chris Algeria hanging out with him, cooking for him, and all that kind of stuff. And I think that had a lot of, Good impact on Danny Jacobs. I think that <sighs> Roman, Gon- looks Roman Gonzalez yeah. shouldn't have trouble making weight right now because of how small he is. I think if he had a better nutritionist, someone better running his camp, I think that would really help him out. And not only would that help him with making weight, but that would improve his performance. Absolutely. Yeah, of course. Your fuel yeah. is important. Exactly. Tackling fuel, you need that. You mm-hmm. like you, you, your intake is very like, important. You can be tired. Do you can eat something that gives you different energy? Like you said, you need to eat bacon fat. What are we doing? Fats? What is it? What is the, the yeah? Like thing? eat cherry. Eat, if you eat a fats equal trans clean fats. energy. Trans fats. Stop. Yeah. Eat no, I don't listen, think it's trans fat. Like listen, if you eat some avocados, if you eat a fucking double cheeseburger with I bacon on it, saturated fat is what you want. You get the fucking you get the itis. You eat a fucking hearty meal like that. You get the itis and you want to immediately pass out. Food is supposed to give the body energy. The body. It's not <laughs> the body energy. He did it. He did it. <laughs> oh, I saw. I saw. You see anything, Winky? <laughs> you see, like he's supposed to give you energy, and you're supposed to be able to do something after you eat. Most of the time, when you eat your meals, you feel tired. That's not how it's supposed to be. Yeah. Eat a fucking fat. Dude, it's because everything's glucose right eat a now. Fucking, yeah, yeah. Eat a fucking chicken salad. Like a chi- even if there's a bunch of chicken, that's still meat. People say, oh, you shouldn't eat so much. 
With that Just, fucking that You fat still chicken won't breast, have that crash. That fat chicken breast with that fucking salad, you'll actually feel ready to go. Yeah. You feel good like, too. You, you feel, feel proud of yourself. You do. You do. Your body will feel better. And so that's important. And when you have someone who's going to be there every day to make sure you're eating all the right fuel, it helps. That's one of the, I think that really helped Daniel Jacobs in his performance because he looked really fucking good. Let's just move on. Let's yeah, we're just move yeah, on. We're, we're, we're already moved on. <laughs> so, Triple G's eating fucking borscht and shit. <laughs> I'm actually really proud of this because everyone was saying this fight's not going to go in the late rounds. They said this is going to go. This is going to be like a mid-rounds fight and Triple G's going to end it. People calling it a showcase, right? When there's like, oh, Triple G's going to I didn't realize how big... Danny Jacobs is I, I, and just because it's a triple G fight I automatically assume because I've gone on the triple G train we're here choo, choo, well, see, with, choo, well, you gotta understand with Jacobs there's this there's quick trench right but no anyways Jacobs is like what I think I think you said 6'4 no he's 6 uh just 6 foot even and uh triple G is 5'10 triple triple G has fought a lot of guys who are taller than what's the reach what's the reach difference he had six inches yeah Jacobs has six inches no way yeah what? I think it was like that's a horse cock. <laughs> Seventy-three to sixty-eight. I think Six it's around inches there. and two inches in height. Yeah, yeah, dude, he's yeah. a much bigger guy. He's way fucking bigger, funny. and I didn't realize that until I saw the weigh-ins and everything, yeah. and then I yeah. talked Let's to Adney a little quick. bit. So at that, when they actually weighed in, I I said like Jacobs looks a little bit gaunt. Looks like it was a little bit struggle. And that's because Jacobs actually has to cut weight. I don't think Triple G. I no, think Triple G is literally eating Mexican food <laughs> on a regular basis during training camp. Mexican food is all sugar. It's glucose. It's tortillas. That's what it's makes fucking, it so good. It's like it's, Asian food. They're both the but, best. But it packs on pounds, you know. And, yeah, and you should have to cut that. But he didn't have to. Because Triple G doesn't get tired, homeboy. <laughs> God damn it! How many times? Because because uh, Triple G for glucose, glucose, glucose. <laughs> Because Gennady doesn't, he he walks around near 160. That's his fighting weight, 160. That's the middleweight limit. He walks around near there, and uh, Jacobs doesn't. So Daniel Jacobs, he weighed in properly, weighed in under the fucking weight limit like a fucking professional. But the day after, they asked for another weigh-in because one of the fucking belts that was on the line had a rule, and that rule is if you weigh more than 10 pounds that you weighed in at the next day, then you can't win this belt. Is which, it because you're heavier and you get like your? It's an advantage. It's like it's an unfair advantage. Yeah, all that weight. Yeah, and which, it's like it's a good rule. Yeah, it's definitely a good rule. Ten just, pounds is fucking huge. You even say that one, two pounds is big. Ten pounds on somebody. Why should I give you the belt when the yeah, triple G will rehydrate to like one sixty eight, like around there? So if you weigh in at one sixty and then you come in over ten pounds, you're already one seventy. You're a light heavyweight. Damn. You know what I mean? Triple G will fight around like a super middle. Taking on a middleweight. Yeah. And here's the thing: is uh. They did this the next day weigh in, and Jacobs didn't even show up. He knew he wasn't going to make weight, so he didn't even show up. Oh, he knew he was – like that was part of the plan was to get down to 160 but be still be heavy enough so when you rehydrate, you have a huge size advantage. Oh. And they did it in a way that didn't make – that didn't affect his health. That's, 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 <laughs> I don't that's, know about that. I don't think I don't I think feel like he cut at least a year. I don't know because he like, looked so good. Like, and the thing is, he looked he, great in the fight. He looked no. Here's like, the thing. No, about the way, and he didn't look super weak. Like, he looked a little. That's what I was saying. He looked a little bit gone, just a little bit 
not right. And it's like, third world style. And that and that <laughs> way is like the, it's a much safer way than actually becoming this de- like Conor McGregor when he was making 145. That looked bad. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. He did yeah, not. Hell did not skinny look like that. and shit. Look so, like an Irishman back when they went through you know the, the depression there. And they made a and they were, they corned beef cabbage. They lost out on potatoes <laughs> and shit and they didn't have anything. Exactly. And yet so, somehow they still make corned beef cabbage. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> so Danny food. Jacobs and like so his trainer said the next day that Danny Jacobs weighed 176. Damn. Which is an understatement, I'm gonna say at least. Uh, dude, that dude was easily 180. He looked so Oh, he's definitely eighty. He was def- easy. Dude, and he, he said Triple G gets up to 168, walk like walks around at 160, but 168 is where he. No, no, he walk he walks around like above 160. It's just that it's. I like, would say Triple G came out like 172. One no, he's like, like he usually he comes in like he'll fight like around 168, right? Yeah, he he was right there. So he only yeah. so he, like he only rehydrates around like eight pounds. It's not because he walks around near. Which this is way. what you should be. Re- yeah. Which should go to a testament with how great Triple G fought. If anything, this entire thing that me and Adney are talking about should go to a testament to how good Triple G is, not how much bigger Daniel Daniel Jacobs was. Because he beat someone who was that much heavier, that much bigger reach and height. It's like, dude, that's a gangster right Somebody said on Twitter, it's like, but you got to give some credit Triple G because he was able to hurt and drop a cruiserweight. (laughs) Perfect. And he was because he weighed, 175 is the light heavyweight limit. After that, you're going to cruiserweight. He lay, he weighed at least 180. Oh, so that was the That was the estimates. More than a light heavyweight because he's a middleweight, right? That's what uh, Triple G is. I fucked They're up. They're fighting at middleweight. Max, Max, I get, I get cruiser well it's hard, I get, dude. I get it's cruiser belt. The middleweight limit is 160. Super middleweight, 168. Light heavyweight, 175. And the cruiserweight limit is 200. So it's like, Danny Jacobs was fucking huge. And dude, you he looked so, <sighs> The size difference in the ring was so absurd. It was so obvious. Joe Lewis versus Masiano. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, fucking big difference. It was so apparent, and yet Triple G still took the middle of the fucking ring oh, yeah, the entire time. Style, Cut but... him off. Didn't allow, unlike where Chocolatito was able to circle around his opponent, um, Jacobs wasn't able to circle or anything. Triple G was completely cutting he off did the ring. He, was able, he was able to move a little. He didn't have like the balletic beauty movement that like uh, uh, certain other fighters have but he was able to move around a little bit he tried to use his jab his jab was tried his jab was, more of, a, was he, more of a show it didn't land much the percentage that you sent the me percentage was saw really the percentage bad for his jab great for the jab but the right fucking hooks is that what it was or right the, the hooks the, the power punches power punch, total. Yeah. the percentage of the power punches for a triple g was really great on and the it, first percentage and I it goes back to the previous fight with rungvasai rungvasai was throwing these wide swinging eye-catching punches against the tight guard of Roman Gonzalez. Roman Gonzalez was going up the middle, throwing accurate punches. Exact same thing tight. happened in the main event. Tight, going up the middle. It wasn't... Tight like a tight. <laughs> it wasn't as like as much back and forth action with as many... It was much more of a... Uh, it was like this shootout where both guys were doing a lot of posturing, a lot of boxing, a lot of calculating, waiting for the perfect shots here and there. And Jacobs would throw these wide-swinging shots and Gennady would block a lot of them and then come up the middle with a couple of shots. Mostly his jab, his... Gennady's jab was the main weapon of the night. It was the most effective weapon that both fighters had. He should have threw jab. the left hook to the body more. A lot more. That's what the, that's the what, what through the that's the left, left hook to the body. <laughs> the but left yes. no the left the left to the body. To the body. <laughs> <It's> two, <laughs> the left to the left. Here's what Daniel Jacobs did really well is that he did move around just enough to keep Gennady a little bit guessing. By switching to southpaw. He was able to keep him very... Dude, the southpaw switch was huge in his game plan. I don't think... That slowed Gennady down. A lot, yeah. 
It slowed down Gennady's offense, and that was the most important thing that he needed to do was slow down Gennady's offense. Make him not as throw as much because Gennady is incredibly active. He throws a lot of punches every well ahead of the middleweight average. He throws a lot of shots, throws a lot of jabs, a lot of power punches, and people like give like criticize him for getting hit a lot. It's like, well, he's throwing a lot. And he's, he's throwing so much, and his defense percentage is actually really good. And he land, he like he landed twenty nine percent of his jabs Man, against he, Jacobs. He got hit in this fight, though. Like, yeah, he, he definitely it. did. He definitely did. But uh, so Daniel Jacobs was able to move around well to and switch the southpaw, flip the jab a bit, was able to slow Gennady down with that. And then whenever he had a chance, he would throw these wild swing, not not, not too wild, but these wide, hard haymakers around Gennady's uh, Gennady's guard into his body. He landed some really he nice left hooks and yeah, stuff. Yeah, a couple of good right hands, and then he would just go, yeah. He would like you could tell like uh, in like the second or third round. And as the second round, he started to really get confident. He started to feel his confidence. He was getting to his rhythm. He was excited. He was feeling. It. He was like, yeah, pumping himself up, which is super eye catching. And like, yeah, this guy's fucking. And like, you can't help but be happy for Daniel Jacobs I, after I, everything he's been through. Yeah, you're like, fuck yeah. The this story is- that you told us is like you're rooting for in the movie. He would be the guy that you'd he's, want to root he's for. The protagonist. Yeah. He's of course he's the hero in the story. You got to think about that. This fucking guy Which comes is out of nowhere. Dude, and, it's and, illegal Russian Mexican style. And on this card, on this card, after I ju- we just saw Roman lose, where we thought it was easily eight to four at, at the best, six to seven to three. Seven to four. I apologize. Um, seven to five. Seven to five. Uh, apologize. Different. Once, different. Once again, different uh, scoring. Anyways, you know. um, it was easily like, oh, we thought it was Chocolatito, and then after like six rounds, I'm like, I have no idea who is going to win this fucking yeah, like, fight. Yeah, like because Daniel Jacobs did so well, and he was winning rounds. He was like, I, like. There was a couple. Like, Gennady would come in and try it to wasn't like just rolling over Jacobs. Yeah, Jacobs yeah. was actually fucking. And it hit, wasn't like one round here, one round here, one round here. No, like, dude, right? they were so close. Like every single every round. round was close. Every oh, single fucking contested, round. Except for the third, when Gennady, with that beautiful jab, set up a really nice, like, it was a nice right hook that, like, you could, he knew that uh, Daniel Jacobs when he, the jab was coming at him, Daniel Jacobs was going to back up and then move to Gennady's right. And so Gennady timed the jab, threw it through the body, then threw a big right hook, connected on Jacob's jaw, then he followed with another right hand, and Jacob's crumbled to the canvas. He was legitimately hurt. He did get up pretty He quick. was legit hurt. There was a little bit of, um, I want to say, movement and positioning to that, that did, come on, that did help to the knockdown. Do you think that yeah. the third round is the... the Final call no. for no, the, it's the first two. It's the first two. No, but that's first, what I mean. Do you think it had the, the first final three? say in like no, after the rounds yeah, were he's over? Yeah, saying it didn't. Oh, okay. Because it was mostly like the first two rounds were so like I don't know who do you give that to. Like not a lot happened, so it's kind of like do you. Well, I mean the knockdown. Is the first, like the like, first round especially. The first round was so neither guy ever. Both guys were just measuring so much. So that it was like uh, that was the one that was the most swing around. Like the knockdown was easily. Oh yeah, you give that to Gennady. It's easy to score that, but it was like there was a couple of rounds that were just so. Uh, who do you give it to? That those were those were the swing rounds. So it's like depends on your own perspective and your own like opinion. It's very opinion, yeah, very it's, subjective. It's hard, who you give that to? Like who basically? Like well, whose style do I like? So who do you like, like more, the guy. Mexican style yeah. or the black style? <laughs> <laughs> and so you did. Danny Jacobs did a lot of great work. He landed some hard punches on Gennady. Gennady took some damage, and but Gennady just kept coming. And he kept. Trying to down, and here's what's really fascinating about the fight is Gennady, like Roman, takes a minute to dial you in, 
But as soon as he like has you, he's got you calculated, he picks it up, and he'll end up landing a really big shot in the early rounds. And like every fight you look at of Gennady Golovkin, no matter how like every top ten contender he's faced, at around like the third or fourth round, he'll land something big and he'll drop that guy. Damn. That guy gets up and he's like, "Holy shit, that was bad." And then they kind of go into survival mode. They start questioning themselves. They start panicking a little oh, bit. Oh shit! They start trying to. They start trying. Once you do that, you lose like, confidence. Yeah, they're like, "Holy shit, that didn't work." I'm gonna try something different. And he sees that and he jumps on you. Puts a lot of pressure. Starts beating you up. And it's that mentality that really help, that hurts them. Like I said, and we talked about in the preview for this fight, is Daniel Jacobs ain't afraid of shit. He stared death in the face and said, not today. Yeah, he was told he was going to walk again, motherfucker. dropped him. He got up and was like, I'm about to fuck you up. He told that fucking doctor, (laughs) not only will I fucking walk in, I'll box again, I'll beat Triple G. Who's Triple G? You don't even know yet. He's not even famous yet, but I will beat him. (laughs) I'll beat the fucking boogeyman. Listen, you're completely, you're just, you're deteriorated, you're fucking up, your brain's mentally. (laughs) Here's what, and so, and that's what was so fascinating about Daniel Jacobs in the fight is that at that moment when he gets dropped and that's where most guys have crumbled he turned it on and he next round he completely flips it on Gennady Gennady thinks he's gonna like go in for the kill but no he's just getting caught with combinations and now Daniel Jacobs wins like two rounds in a row yeah Jacobs Jacobs turned it on he fucking stepped up to the challenge and just started fucking laying it on Gennady had to calm himself get back to the jab get back to to the solid work he did a lot of jabs and right hands, and that's the thing is he didn't do enough body work. Like he's so good at body punching, his left hook to the body is fucking magnificent, and he wasn't doing it enough. He just kept on jabbing. He right was hand. tentative, I, and I, I think it was because, because that. I think yeah. it was because of Jacob's power. I think yeah. he, I think I think Jacob's like he respected Jacob's power in the beginning before the fight, so he wasn't afraid. Well, what happens when you come from cruiserweight is you've been hit harder than probably. Good. <laughs> <laughs> that's yeah, that's right. the thing is like that's another thing is like that's one of. The weight helped with that. Like, he was so much bigger. Like, he trained himself up, put on so much muscle, so that he's like, he should be fighting at 175. Like, Will Smith but in then he, fucking, but except then he, the roles are switched. But then he cut down enough weight to make 160. Yeah, he made the weight, man. And Anthony Johnson. Okay, let's, a quick little tangent for MMA fans. Anthony Johnson is a 205-er. He fights a 205. He was cutting to 170. <gasps> 170. God damn. Looked like a ghost on the scale. Wait, wait, and then wait, wait, he wait, would, re- like he would like rehydrate. He would rehydrate. 19 pounds so he would come into the ring at 189 whenever he was fighting at 170 so that's just one little example of somebody who can cut a lot of weight you can cut a lot of weight if your body is in the correct shape it's when your body and your organs and everything starts to go down that now you're not able to cut that weight anymore now you're not able to take that advantage anymore. That weight, that, that which weight is exactly what happened to Rumble. Rumble wasn't like Rumble, Rumble Johnson knocking <laughs> dudes Dead at this weight. First round, uppercut, and he's doing this at 205. He he has a right hammer at 205, and he's doing it at 170. It's a 30 pound. You're fighting a 235er at 170. This weight cut thing with both both it's combat sports, up, dude. It's both combat sports. Up. This weight cut thing is fucking crazy, dude. Like holy shit. Because it just depends on your body. If your organs and everything are great, you haven't weight cut that much. You'll be able to cut 30 fucking and pounds. You're, sometimes like, you're it's fine. Crazy, like you said, dude. adding adding healthy food or shit to that, it's like you can cut that much and then gain it back up, and it's like. I can whoop his ass. I have so much weight on him. Like that's a big thing. I got weight over and they, him, and they think that they could do it forever. And like, yeah, that's where sucks. It. That's when that, it starts. That's to why. Him. That's why Rumble. He ain't at one seventy anymore. He's at two hundred five. That's why I was just to damage you. And I think that Danny Davis like fuck it. It's the biggest fight of my life. I'm gonna fuck. Yeah, I do think it. he went in on. I think he had a nutritionist. And, I think he he came into it. Yeah, I think he was weigh, weighing light 
already when he came into the fight. He did it the right way. He was able to cut all that weight. It was all mostly water weight, and he was able to read. Like, that was one of, if not the best, Jacobs that we've seen. Is oh, that yeah. fair? He, look, he looked absolutely terrific. Plus, I, think it's, I think it's the best, I, I best that we've seen Jacobs, best that I've seen personally. Um, I think that he had a great game plan going in. He executed the game plan, and like I said, he he was he he saw that dark place. He saw the dark place. He got knocked down by Gennady Golovkin. Gennady was smelt the blood, and he fucking just jumped right back up and fought back harder. He was able to fight off Gennady Golovkin, the fucking boogeyman of boxing. He performed really the well. Pound for a pound, made, number one, at in least the number world. five, like in the top five. You know what I mean? We chocolate, little chocolate, number one. But no, imagine like Jacob. Jacob's story of Jacob fucking actually won that. Dude, that's a movie. That's a fucking. Uh, what's it, it can, no? I mean, like Jacob. Jacob's actually going what he went through, and then coming back and beating Triple G, someone who's known as like one of the fucking best, one of your fucking favorites, to come back and do that. Like, that's a fucking dude. That's us. Yeah, I know, and that's and Crazy. I think it'd still be a movie, even though he didn't get the decision because they could because they do the Rocky thing. In movies, they'll play up that it was a robbery or something like that. Well, but, as we said, this was actually a close fight, whereas the Chocolatito, I didn't think was a close fight. Now, I just wanted to have to quit a little question to ask you because I know that we were both on the side of Triple G. I was a lot more in the middle. I want to know, because I know you're a Triple G fan, how and why would you score that fight for Jacobs? So, um... Like, for all these people, because you have a lot of common fans coming out, you have a lot of people, but we have a lot of people coming out right now and saying that this was a robbery. This was a robbery. Jacob should have won that fight, and the only reason that Triple G won that fight was because it was Triple G. If it hadn't have been Triple G, and it could have been any other fighter, then they would have lost the fight, but because it was Triple G. They gave him the win, essentially, because they want that next fight for Triple G. They want him, they want him to be a superstar, right? Yeah. So wh- how and why would you score that's for what, Jacobs? That's what, that's what what, what's assuming. the? I want to know what yeah, the argument I is. I know that's what people are like. What you said just a minute ago is that's what people are assuming is that he was given the fucking hometown kind of decision that he used the fucking he's the HBO boy so they had the it's fucking rigged that he's whole the HBO argument. good boy yeah, and he, it's <laughs> fucking so fucking annoying and stupid. But um, here's the thing: the reason why you could argue that Jacobs won the fight is because. He, like, he was landing those eye-catching shots, those shots that seemed to matter. You could argue that, oh, those punches did all the damage. He was moving. He he completely stalled Golovkin's uh, fight output. He wasn't throwing I think that's the biggest punches. point right there. He, he stalled his output. He stalled Triple G from throwing 500 punches instead of him throwing 500. And this is an arbitrary or, number. Jabs, a, lot of the time, jabs, yeah. a lot of the time when Golovkin came in, he would land something, and then Jacobs would throw a bunch of fucking hooks right afterwards. You could, And Jacobs, like, didn't. Like, you saw Jacobs take some shots and then, like, just be like, yeah, come on. Like, so he seemed so physically dominant in the fight. And because there's so many rounds that could have gone either way, you can easily lean towards Jacobs if you favor those eye-catching, flashy shots. Yeah, if that is your fighter, yeah. Now, why would you score for Golovkin? Here's the thing. Like, after I talked about how, okay, so Golovkin knocks him down. He comes back hard. He wins a couple rounds in a row. Jacobs does. But he stops winning rounds. He doesn't win rounds the rest of the fight. Because Golovkin found that jab again, and he started out-jabbing him. He started more dictating the fight a little bit with that jab, calming uh, Jacobs down and setting up his own shots with his jab. Uh, that's probably Golovkin's best weapon. It's a little underrated is his jab. Uh, he landed like 120 of his yeah, shots his jab at, like, like, at, it was at 29%, which is a, was a huge numbers for a fucking jab. 
And Daniel you Jacobs. Set up your fucking yeah, within boxing, it's usually around like twenty two. Yeah, because it's to set up. Yeah, you less than that. Just, and and you're, you're you're literally fainting four yeah, yeah, times. That's what I mean. you're hopefully fainting. landing one. Yeah. yeah. So and like a lot of people just throw the jab. They know they're gonna hit your guard, but they just kind of keep you thinking with the jab. And his <laughs> his jabs always mean something. He doesn't do an up jab. He doesn't do a flick slap jab. He doesn't do a cobra like jab. He does these heavy handed sledgehammer jabs that do fucking damage. Damn. They were knocking Jacob's head back really hard. And, like, Jacobs kept fighting back, but uh, you could tell that, like, Gennady, although he got hit with shots, he was able to land the jab consistently, and that set up uppercuts on the inside and quick little hooks on the inside. And then the last measure for me, personally, within scoring it for Golovkin was that Golovkin was constantly in the middle of the ring, and he was constantly pushing the pressure. Dominating? Was he dominating? Now, I know that that's, like, um, one of the last um, things to score it on, but within this fight... That was a legitimate it falls thing on that to because score. The fight was so exactly. even. You because it was so close. Because it was so close. Those yes. little minuscule fucking yeah, things. The strikes were pretty even because, although, like, it was Gennady landed more power punches. Uh, or he, Gennady Golovkin landed more total shots and at a higher percentage. But you could also argue that uh, Jacobs are a little more flashier and I can For sure. Kind of yeah, so, yeah. So if you try to say, oh, it's kind of hard to, to, to tell just by the punches next thing you look at is like ring generalship and stuff like that honestly after the chocolatito fight went the other way i was scared man as as the we, whole yeah. entire fight went down and i was like dude triple g might lose yeah this dude, we're getting fight. late in the fight and i'm like dude i really think they might give it to jacobs i think like jay this is such a close fight it jacobs was might so get it. close man so close so close amazing fucking fight but it's a it's not a fight this was a boxing match. But then the UFC, that's when you get, like, a fight. And I'm not trying to say, like, oh, this is why the UFC's better or anything like that. It, it, it all comes down Technical, to, like, technique. Yeah. It really does. You, you have three minutes within a boxing round. You know, you got to do it fast, quick, and precise. And then within MMA, there are those little spurts of just sporadicness. You might be the, mess, like a street the fight. best trained a street fight fighter, exactly. But there will be an instance within that Aggression UFC fight where shit kind of goes. Yeah. But within boxing, for some reason i don't i don't i don't see that as much yeah you have your brawlers and whatnot but people are much more cognizant because of repetition of being into the yeah doing repetition. the same thing over and over and over again because you're doing it for 12 things. rounds you're it's not doing it for certain, five that's that's a legit a point type of it's not like all these mixed fucking like mixed martial arts friends you can have different styles and all this you can have different styles in boxing too but it comes down to footwork comes down to hand movement comes down to visualization like watching your punches, being able to fucking come back as defensive fighter, I think that's like a good thing because they're all following these same certain fucking Boxing roles. is so much harder it's, to score. It's, it's so much harder to score. It comes down to techni technicalities, movements, being able to like, being a boxer, like Adney says, is different than being a puncher. You know what I mean? Like somebody who's just throwing out the going, throwing street fighting, like yeah. trying to throw his hands Watching for your movement, being steps ahead. It's it's a chess match. Like, it was, Addy, a, it was Addy, a great night. Really we had three amazing yep. fights. It was one of the best cars that I've seen. Adney posted this really cool uh, fucking memory from last year, and it's like what you see, and you see like fucking. It was a uh, Rocky Marciano fight. Yeah, and you see this like throwing hands, and he's like, "What I see," and it's someone knocking over like checkmate on a chessboard and I felt like that was really good fucking point and he's always said that so you gotta look at the technicalities behind it you can't be like oh he fucked him up by doing more damage it's not, and it's not, it's, not like a, it's, just a, it's not just simple technique it's strategy that's what chess is the strategy it's thinking 20 steps ahead, ahead of the opponent and it's yeah. like you don't just 
go young further. blood. <laughs> you don't just you don't, you don't just attack the king. You go through the pawns. You attack a certain piece. Whatever you want to go for the rook or the bishop. You distract your opponent with going with something else, and you're slowly building up the attack towards that king. That king, that's your knockout. That's your that's your checkmate. That's what you're going. For, that's yeah. what you're trying to go for. But you don't just go for it. You have to build up to it. You have to strategize. You have to get there without your opponent knowing you're going for that or knowing you're going for that right away like you have to pick your time pick your pace all that kind of thing so it's all slowly built up into this like anytime you've seen a knockout unless it's like first five seconds yeah like yeah. usually I mean, that, that, I'm mean, talk Tyson 18 years old well flash knockouts are totally a thing yeah. that happens like, yeah yeah but like in basically too, guy kissing, bam. anytime you see a knockout More so like in, look through Gennady Golovkin for example look through his roster or Danny Jacobs look through his Recent knockout. Dude, you can go back to Chocolatito at 108, every, yeah. knocking people out. Yeah, any like every time they got that knockout, you have to look at the entire fight and like how they set that up because you'll see the little track marks. You'll see how, oh, he didn't just throw a right hand. It's like, oh, he threw a right hand. He threw a jab at this moment. He realized where his opponent was going to move, then started timing it with the right hand to this spot and got him used to hitting at this spot. Then he hit the jab at a different spot to make his head move. Which right. does yeah. not, it, it, which does not happen in the UFC. That, like, like, yeah, certain fights there are, but that is a lesser percentage. You're not going to get someone that's going to go in there the first round and feel them out. No, they're just throwing wild that, because it's, it, it is more a little bit crazy, and that is why I love boxing so much. But besides just you bringing it up and me watching these amazing fights. I love the technicalities and the strategy that has to go into these fights. It's absolutely amazing. This entire weekend of cards was great. Um, Fuck, I wish I would have fucking watched it. You'll watch it. Quadras was a a fun fight to watch just because you're sitting there expecting him to do something the whole time. (laughs) Do something crazy. And then David Carmoni thought it was going to be easy and he was like fighting hard. And then you have Chocolatito who put on an amazing performance who wound up losing. And you're like, oh, holy shit. That was not expected. And then you have Triple G just because of the prior fight. You're expecting him to lose because it... It's okay. not that Jacobs did more damage, like Adney was pointing to. He just seemed more flashy. Yeah, so you yeah, could Jacobs be like, def- oh. Jacob, you could see like in their faces too that Jacobs took a lot more punishment. Like just by their faces, you look at him, which one took more damage? If you watch the actual fight, you could see that he took a lot of those shots. Really hurt uh, Jacobs, like on the inside and everything. They were effective. Gennady got hurt a couple of times. He got hit with a couple of big left hooks, but. Uh, Here's the thing is like if you like because Gennady scored the knockdown in order for Jacobs to have won the fight he would have had to win seven of those rounds to win by one point seven rounds he would have had to win seven of the twelve I mean you're really gonna give Gennady only five rounds you really think Gennady only won five rounds I think I think he won seven just from my personal card like outside of the knockdown in the third round. Yeah, that's you without only, the knockdown. Yeah, you only gave him four other rounds after that. Really? Or before and after that? Only four other rounds? Like, there's no way. That fight could easily be six on six, and then you give Gennady the extra yeah. point. Like, I, I feel more of an argument so for much. that. I feel more of an argument for six on six, and then you get, yeah, yeah. That but, that would make more and sense. And it's just like the Chuck I, I don't thing. see. I don't see him losing five rounds. And then one, no, he has to, then he, you said he has to lose five rounds? No, he has to lose six, doesn't he? No, in order for like in order for Jacobs to win, in order for Jacobs to win, with the ten eight round, in order for Jacobs to win, including the knockdown, he would have had to win seven rounds, seven rounds. and he still would have only won by one point. So that's your argument. So if you're really gonna go on a stretch and say Gennady know, only man. won five rounds, you're still saying that Jacobs barely edged by, just barely got by Gennady and as if, a cruiser. And weight. if that's the and if that's the case, 
It's not a fucking robbery. It's a fight that could have gone either way because they're so evenly fucking matched. And that's why hopefully a fucking rematch will happen. So I got some bad news for you, Chris and Stevie, because we've Triple all been G looking died at, this morning. We've <laughs> all been looking at something really important, and that is Triple G finally taking on Canelo. Canelo's been and that's the thing. He's not just been waiting to fight Canelo for years. He's been waiting for a shot at the undisputed middleweight He's title. He's been calling him out. Years. He first came to the U.S. and started fighting on U.S. soil under Abel Sanchez in 2010. At that time, Sergio Martinez, who was this brilliant southpaw knockout artist, was the middleweight champion. He beat the man who beat the man who beat the man who unified the division. He was the champ. He kept trying to get that fight, and Sergio Martinez was looking to fight Miguel Cotto. He wanted to get a big money fight before he retired. Big name, Cotto. Every, as a common fucking watcher, you're yeah. like, Cotto's fucking huge. Miguel Cotto's amazing, yeah. too. He's super exciting to watch. So, and the guy's like, what about me? I, fight me. I want what about all the belts. Me? I want <laughs> all the belts. And then, like... He wasn't getting, he's like, that's too high risk for too little reward. I want a big reward before my career's over because I didn't make a lot of money so far. And so he ended up getting that fight with Miguel Cotto and got fucking starched almost. Like, he got beat up bad by Miguel. Miguel becomes champion, so he's like, okay, I don't care. I'll fight Miguel Cotto. I want the time. I want to fight Miguel Cotto. And Miguel Cotto was just all like, no. Like, he just like he just was didn't give a fuck. He's like, I don't need to fight him. I don't want to fight him. He's just somebody who's not existing, like, like he, piece he, of shit. He so hold on, you made it seem not that it might be my interpretation that Gennady already got beat. Yeah, by Yeah, that's what I thought. Sorry, the way that, they made it that's seem how like, you presented it. So sorry. who did Cotto beat before? Sergio Ju- Martinez. Okay, sorry. The way okay, they just the way yeah. uh, like, it was just pres- the accents. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Sergio yeah. Martinez got to fight Miguel Cotto finally, and Miguel Cotto knocked okay. Martinez okay. out. And the Triple G is like, what's up? And the Triple G is like, okay, well, okay. I didn't get the fight against Martinez. What about you, Miguel Cotto? And like, I remember uh, after Cotto's first title defense, which was like a fucking awesome knockout, Max Kellerman asked him, would you fight Triple G? And Miguel Cotto is hilarious. And he was like, uh. His eyes went really big. Um, uh, I don't know. <laughs> Start talking like him. Was he? I don't know. We'll find out. Max, I, I, I don't know. <laughs> I talked to my team. You're American. Why are you speaking like this? <laughs> Probably we fight. Go to listen. Probably. <laughs> Probably. 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 Wait, is he a low case? Maybe I, I, great. Out, I am great. I found out we best for Miguel Cotto. <laughs> I have to find out what's best for me and my family. Probably. But I don't know. I'll fight then, triple lowercase G. And he, it. what's he ends up getting? He ends up fighting Canelo because Canelo's a big money man. Cotto he, winds up fighting. Yeah, Cotto fights Canelo. And it was a big fight. It was a fun fight to watch. Canelo won a decision. And then... So Gennady's like sitting there like it's been fucking six years. Fucking give me a phone. I digressed on my English. I need you to fight me. <laughs> it's like he like Gennady's just been going through top ten middleweights. Like all these big names. Like before Sergio Martinez actually did lose the title, he fought this guy named Martin Murray in Argentina. Right? Is before he fought Miguel Cotto and lost. He the the fight he had before that was against this guy named Martin Murray. And Martin Murray, you could argue, beat him, dropped him, had him hurt, fucked up his knee with how bad he hurt, dropped him. And, like, it was such a close fight. Most people thought Martin Murray deserved to win. Decision went to Sergio Martinez. Wasn't a rematch either? No, he immediately got that fight against Miguel Cotto after that. So everyone's like, Martin Murray's a beast. He's huge for middleweight. He's super tall. Huge. Super strong. Huge. This tough rug guy isn't scared of him. Did Triple G beat him? Gennady's like, I fight him. Just watch. Watch. I fight him. Watch. I show you. Yeah. I show you. And he just beats the hell out of the no guy. No fucking way. Just dude. knock him around. Wait, in like, the same country or did he come here to, in the States? Was he fighting him in the States? I don't remember where he fought. I think it was in fucking Morocco, You're not your boxer, man. You don't remember all the countries that I you fought I'm pretty in? sure it was Morocco. But so if you ridiculous. want to be a dick. <laughs> but, uh, so like, 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 uh, French Morocco? Oh, no. I was thinking, so like, the movie. Morocco's? The Mask and Morocco's. Yeah, yeah, Morocco's. So, uh, 
I mean, and he actually knocked him out in the eleventh round. <laughs> Maracas, sorry, Maracas. <laughs> yeah. All right. He actually. <laughs> so, uh, so like that, and he's just been like beat like all these guys who gave Sergio Martinez like trouble before he was able to beat him. Like Gennady just destroyed them. Oh, just like he was running through all the top ten middleweights at once, like Batman in that. I was that, Eiffel Tower, like the what is it? Not Eiffel Tower, Tower Bell. Is that what it is? Batman beats that is all thing. the things. He beats all the superheroes. He does. That's Triple G. Triple G's Batman. That's why you like Triple G. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, dude! So, uh, so he's he's been he's been number one contender for a long fucking time, and yet all everyone who's gotten the undisputed belt has thought of an excuse about how no, I'm trying to get a big money fight with somebody else, and so. For a couple of years now, it's been about Canelo. And Canelo, well, he fought Mel Cotto, and then he defended the title against Amir fucking Khan. Then he fought fucking Paul Smith. And then now he's fighting Julio Cesar Chavez Jr. at like 180 or some shit. And it's just like, what? what? Yeah, like, it's at 180? This whole time, Canelo has said, I'm not There's a There's middle- no way. Dude. It Dude, an, I'm. St- it was an exaggeration, but let me finish. <laughs> hey, let me finish. Okay, so. Addy, Addy, listen. <laughs> so. So, <laughs> Canelo. Because I am mad right now. Canelo's first, like, Canelo won the title for Miguel Cotto, who's a natural welterweight. And Canelo beat him for the middleweight title. His okay. first defense was against Amir Khan, a welterweight with a questionable chin. Third, okay. like, he didn't, next one, he didn't defend the title. He just moved down a junior middleweight and fought a junior middleweight and knocked him out. All the while saying, I'm not a real middleweight. Yeah, I'm not a real middleweight. I'm a junior middleweight. That's why I'm not fighting Gennady yet. Like, that being the excuse. I'm not a real middleweight. Then he signs to fight Julio Cesar Chavez Jr., who used to be a middleweight. He's a stoner. Fuck him. He actually fought Sergio Martinez and got his ass beat. Living in his dad's shadow and shit. Before he moved up. And that's the thing is Chavez has a horrible reputation to make and weight. He would, like, kill himself to make 160 and then weigh 170-something. Like, like, you could see he was, like, fat. A lot of times he would just miss weight and then pay the guy off. (laughs) Like, he would just miss weight by a lot. There has to be a penalty. I'm going to just do a little bit of rant right now. There has to be a penalty for missing weight. I am over people coming in, missing weight, and then them just taking a pay cut. And then you know what winds up happening? They fucking win! They fucking win! Because they have the fucking weight advantage. I lost three bucks, but I got 20 bucks instead. Exactly, exactly. That's exactly what it It is. is. Thank you. That's exactly what it is. And now... No, I am done. There it's needs worth to it be. Missing weight. It's no. worth it missing now weight. Now it's a penalty. Guess what? You don't make weight. You either make it by a you're suspended. A half a pound. Like, no, you no get, fuck that. You get a no, loss. No, listen, it's, it's a weight. loss. It's Turn a the loss. page. I fuck if, your mother. If you have somebody coming in with so yeah. disqualification, but it goes down thing. as forty-eight and oh, nope. Now it's forty-eight and one. Here's the thing, Chris. You could do that, or you like basically disqualification loss without the fight even happening. Yes, but that's. Here's the thing: the guy who's supposed to fight, what is he? Doesn't get any money. You fuck him over. How does he? I, sh- I he at least has to get a show. Money. I say like, okay, so what do you do? So he, he gets the money, right? He loses, he loses three dollars, but he gets twenty dollars back because of the fight. But then you suspend him for like two years. That's two years of the no guy income. who missed two weight. Years? Yeah. So now he doesn't get to fight two for two years. years. So that's a that's like a possible like. How, so now he's losing what like two hundred dollars. Although he gained to twenty, you know what I mean. So that, that so, like, so you have it. to it's make you have to make weight because you're gonna you're listening. You, you, you have to make you have to make him missing weight worse than it, it would be. Yeah. Than a cash yeah. penalty. So yep. if you suspend him for two years, so he does get that fight. So the fighter that he tried to fuck over, right? So does he still, still get gets, paid, and he still gets to fight on as much times as he wants. 
Well, the guy who fucking missed weight by such a huge amount, like okay, two pounds. So then, the, two okay. pounds is not a big deal. But if you miss weight by a big, well, actually, two pounds is kind of a big. But my, my bad. I don't know. I feel like you could you could have like a graduating scale: two pounds, six months, depending on months. four yes. pounds a year, and then like over yeah, this you're certain amount, for you're a certain amount of time depending amount. on the pounds. Because the penalty right now just it, it's not great enough. Not because enough. they can take that penalty, then they can win, and then you get a win bonus, and then they completely and the makes record up the record that. books are always gonna say that he won the fight. And they're not yeah, gonna it's not gonna mention the, the money. Well, listen, we're gonna break it down to the semantics. He's sixty bucks. It's not gonna do that. It's gonna be he yeah. won. That's in his record. Yeah, book dude. Now. Everyone, everyone remembers that Sugar Ray Robinson's first loss was against Jake LaMotta at middleweight. He all remembers that Jake LaMotta was the first man to beat him, but no one really remembers that he had about a twenty pound weight advantage. So Jake came in at like what one eighty, and, and yeah. Sugar Ray so, came in at like one fifty five. Yes, goddamn, dude. Yeah, Ray Robinson was like a natural one forty. Exactly. So. He was naturally at one fifty, and like. Jake LaMotta always had trouble making And he was always a bulkier guy He would fight at like one He would would come at like 170 and shit And he's like fighting He's like 30 pound weight And he's hitting women and shit I mean come on dude (laughs) So uh, anyway back So back to the thing So Canelo's sitting there all this time Complaining that he doesn't He's not a true middleweight He has to fight Chavez Jr. Who has this long history of not making weight In so many fights That he's gradually He started fighting at light heavyweight This guy is a fucking middleweight That's where his best weight class at 160, and yet he's fighting 175 pounders because he simply doesn't want to cut the weight. He doesn't want to get into good enough shape. He's fucking lazy in training camp. He has bad stamina. Doesn't even listen to his trainers or his dad. He's doing it because he's in his dad's footsteps. It's yeah, like, he, and he doesn't even like. He's like he's like resentful of being in his dad's shadow. It's like you chose to be in your dad's shadow because you, you could have chosen a different career, he dude. He didn't, he didn't want him to fight, and he chose to fight. He did, like I'm saying, He when he was disciplined, he for a while, he started being trained by Freddie Roach. Freddie Roach actually disciplined him and got him in a great shape. The cat was climbing on the fucking bush. Got him in a great shape and got him disciplined. Sorry, made him fight in, a, in a, actually a style that was good for his body, good for him. And he started winning fights impressively, getting really great knockouts. And that's how he got the shot at Sergio Martinez, which he fucked up. He did not do a good job. He stopped training with Freddie Roach. This is the biggest fight of your career. Instead of getting with the trainer that put you into the best shape of your life, you fucking fire him and you start training like an asshole, eating <laughs> cereal at 3 p.m., getting high as fuck. And then like he came in a void for that fight. But he ended up fighting at 175 because he just couldn't make weight. He's super flabby and everything. He should not be fighting at 175. And he got knocked out by Andre Fanfara. And uh, so he had to come back down. He was like, hadn't fought in a while. He's like, no, I'm going to be in shape this time. Yeah, hold on, hold on. Chavez, who's known for fucking coming into a fight weighing over a fucking 170 pounds, be way over fucking weight. Canelo's like, oh, I'll fight him. It's like, so this whole time you were saying you wouldn't fight Triple G at 160 because you're not big enough, and yet you're going to fight this giant guy who's much taller and he's weighs around 180 on fight night? Are you fucking kidding me? You're an asshole. And it's like, well, you have to fight Triple G. Like, Triple G's going to have this fight against Jacobs. If he wins, you need to fight him. He Triple G barely wins, and Oscar De La Hoya released this statement where he's like, probably not going to happen this year. Why? It was all set for the Is fall. Is he a promoter? He's a promoter? Yeah, he promotes Canelo. Of course. If anything, that's that's the fight that you could be like, oh, I'm totally going to do it now. Like, I'm, I, like oh, that was Clearly, the worst Triple fight G that Triple G looked. Got it, yeah. Like, looked that was the worst that he's looked. He looked vulnerable. He looked weak. He looked this. He looked that. So, now I'm going to capitalize. So, what does he do? Like, oh, I'll fucking beat him. He looked weak there. I'm he does like, the exact opposite? Here's what I think happened. He's like, what? Because Triple G looked amazing. Here's the thing. Because what Daniel Jacobs... Canelo doesn't share the same attributes as Daniel Jacobs. He's not going to be able to fight Gennady the way that Daniel Jacobs fought him. 
he's going to find him a different way. And I think that that style is going to just help out Triple G. I think it's a bad style matchup for Canelo Alvarez. I think it's going to be, it would be just a electric fight. That fight would be so fucking good, but Gennady would end up winning by probably just, maybe it's open. Although Canelo is pretty tough. What but I that, think they're like, that whisper? What'd you, say? you think he's going to do it? I didn't hear left, honestly. I just left hook to the body. You know what? And that's the thing is, Canelo's got a pretty good left hook to the body too. And I think I'd love to see them trade two Mexican style. Anytime you get two Mexican Tijuana style, style between Mexican style. That's <laughs> okay, actually- let, let me just say this right now. He did not give a pick. He said Golovkin might win, but he didn't give a pick. Not yet. It's not the time for that. It's not. Because he's trying to play Golden so, Boy style right there. It's supposed to be like, <laughs> it's going to be like the biggest fight of the year in the fall. Finally, Canelo against Triple I mean, G. it's a cute fight compared to, you know, McGregor, Mayweather. But uh, I mean, what up? <laughs> yeah, I mean, you want yeah, yeah, to talk some real fighters? Oh, you want to talk some real fighters? You want to talk about some? Sh- oh, you want to talk about a showcase? Because like Chris, it's about an embarrassment. You want to talk about something that's not going to yeah, be entertaining? Mayweather's going to be so embarrassed by Conor. But <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be such a just. He's going to slap Conor around. It's, I hope so. I, I like, dude. I, honestly, ask, I hope so. Ask, I really do. Gonna, they ask Gennady about it. And he's all like, "That's not fight." Yeah, you want to see a real fight? You want to see a fun fight? Watch Saturday night, <laughs> not joke fight. <laughs> not Saturday, joke. Saturday night fever, the best movie. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I like that fight was on. It was all about like uh, these guys win their fights. They can fight and fall a huge fight and say, "Oh no, well there's no real." And Oscar La Hoya is like, "Well, there's no real reason now." You know what I mean? Like I don't know what I don't, I don't see any real reason why he needs to fight Gennady. It's like he won his fight. He's the number one contender. Why not make the fight? You can make a trilogy out of it. Here's the thing. He also had Canelo fight Mayweather at way too early of an age. He knew oh. he, there was a good, like, he's like, he lo- and he lost, and it only helped Canelo. Canelo learned a lot, and he started fighting more dangerous opponents. And his name got out lost, there more with Mayweather. Lost. Yeah, he yeah, lost. And no, wait, hold on. At this point, it's not about Canelo. It's about Golden Boy Promotions, because Golden Boy Promotions is now looking past Canelo. But here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's why it was it was the Golden Boy was willing to do that. Because you fight Floyd Mayweather, everyone knows your name. Yeah, it's that just, simple. Just, Canelo's already a big name. They knew they could. Just now and that's the third biggest pay-per-view on Floyd Mayweather's record. It did over two million pay-per-view buys. It was a great business. What was the first one? Number one, the most is against Manny Pacquiao. Oh, of course. So, no, no, sorry. That's num- going to be number two with the Connor fight. We know that. So Addy's can- mad. <laughs> can- Canelo, you have so like that was, and also you know that yeah, he might get embarrassed by Floyd, but he's not going to take a beating from Floyd Mayweather. He's so much bigger and stronger. He's not and if anything, beat. the potential for him dropping Floyd Mayweather, Mayweather would get you more. Oh, that's why he See did what I'm it. Saying? So it was well. It was a. It was a high reward, with a pretty Low high risk. risk. Like you know, it was like an okay risk because like you. It was a you risk. Could, you could swallow that yeah, risk. It was a high risk. You're gonna lose. You're not gonna take punishment that would ruin this your career. Risk, but it gets you your can't p- swallow. But it gets your fighter out there. It gets your fighter known. Yeah, it's but like, he can't. You're, so, you're losing three dollars, but gaining twenty, motherfucker. Yes, again, with that same thing. So. He, and so, yeah. but but you fight against Gennady, the f- that's not gonna get too many pay per view buys. I w- it deserves it more than the Mayweather fight did a lot fucking oh, more. Yeah. But it's not gonna make not enough people are into no, Triple, Triple G, G yeah. and so it's not Damn. gonna get the same. Even though it deserves, it's not gonna get that same. So you're not gonna get the same amount of money. Also, there's a real physical danger when you fight Gennady Golovkin. He can real. He's guys have like basically not Ford been the same. He's not gonna fuck up your fighter. You know what I mean? Okay, so he doesn't We're have his points rather than fucking. So sorry, guys like Daniel Gill and uh, Matthew Macklin were basically, and Greg Ward's Proxa were done after they fought Triple G. They just weren't the same. 
and they kind of fell off the map. There's a real danger that when you fight Gennady Golovkin that you're not going to be the same. You're going to leave something in that ring. And so it's like, do I really want to ruin my cash cow? He's 27 years old. He's already a huge star. I can keep this going for fucking ever. Or do I fucking risk it all against this fucking 35-year-old named Gennady Golovkin? You know what I mean? So it's a, it's this really selfish, shitty promoter is it type though? attitude. Because like, it's, it like, it, it's not about Canelo. It's about I don't the know. Like, nobody kind of promoter okay, not okay. losing wait, his wait, cash hold on, hold on, hold on. He's not losing his cash It cash might cash. not be like, 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 um, Oscar might not be thinking about Canelo's health, but Canelo is thinking about his health. And so I'm sure Canelo is also sitting there like, hey, um, ask, ask, the last, <laughs> the, this could be like the last fight and uh, I'll be cool with I that. Don't think like, it, I don't think Canelo's scared. I really don't think that Canelo is the one running away. I think that it's it's all Oscar ducking as hard as he can. And rightfully so. Um, I, I had a really big thing against it, but after you just explained that, you know, like I get it. It's unfortunate. I don't, I don't want to see it as a fan, but if I was a promoter, it's the exact same thing I'd do. Yeah, it's it's a the fucking it's all business with that guy, and I hope that uh, I don't know what's gonna happen. Like, I'm actually kind of excited to see uh, Canelo fight Chavez in this fun. Little I am freak, too. I think it'll fr- be a fun fight. It's a little bit of a freak show. I think I think uh, fun. I think Canelo can get caught, not like caught and dropped, and it's gonna be like, oh my gosh, he's hurt. I think he's just gonna get hurt with like maybe a right uppercut, maybe maybe a left hook, maybe even as simple as a jab. I just think he's gonna come in overconfident. He's gonna get caught one one time. Chavez had serious power when he was fighting middleweights. He's a lot. He's naturally really tall, like big guy. He had good power at middleweight. He's physically very strong. A granite chin. There was that one time he got knocked out against a light heavyweight, but he was not trained at all. Like and when he's, he was when he's, when he's in any kind of shape, even fucking he 70%, literally wasn't in shape. He he can take a lot of fucking, especially for someone like Canelo. He's gonna be able to absorb Canelo's punches all night to the head. Canelo is gonna have to go to the body if he wants to be. This is a totally different conversation for something else another day. But we saw two fantastic fights between yeah. Chocolatito and Rungvasai, and then against Triple G and Jacobs. It was not a fucking robbery. The fight, Gennady, he won. He's a champ. He's the number one guy. He won. He's a champ. You want to beat the champ? He's, Gennady did win. Gennady, Gennady, won. Gennady, Gennady won. I win. You want, I win. If you, I champ. If you want to beat the champ, you got to beat the champ. Rungvasai, so, watch the fight. I just the thing. I, but, I, but I will admit, not a robbery. I didn't actually score round by round for the Gennady fight, but there's like there were several rounds that I did really pay. I was like, that's definitely not. there's no way that you only give Gennady four rounds outside of the knockdown. Like I think Gennady, it's it, I think it was a tough decision to make. The fight could have gone either way. It deserves a rematch at some point. I'm down for the rematch. No, I think no. I think Gennady won. <laughs> Sorry to bore Gennady you, won, but Daniel Jacobs didn't fucking do himself any bad at all. No, I, if anything, great. Daniel Jacobs' stock went up. Yeah, Even with the loss, it went absolutely. up. Because now I am on board for Daniel Jacobs' fight. He ended the all knockout. Day. 23 knockouts in a row, and Daniel Jacobs ended it. And he won, a, he won several fucking rounds. He was able to do damage on Gennady. It was a And he looked fight. good at certain points in that fight. Like, he didn't look too damaged. He didn't look to the point where he's like, oh, he's going down or anything. No, he looked, he looked good. He was standing in his own. He was sticking that jab out. You know what else looked good? That corn maybe cabbage, though. 
Yo, that corned beef and cabbage was no Ooh, joke. The one, brother, so, one, so check this out. This is for all our listeners. This is gonna be like a kind of like a little tidbit. If you listen to this long, this is what you get because you're a you true fan. You get a four-hour episode this week. Fuck you. Suck so, it. I don't give a fuck. Stevie comes over. He makes us all food, right? He he gets this corned beef, right? Yeah. You have to boil it for fucking ever, yeah. right? And he's like, No, we're gonna go traditional Irish, mate. We're gonna go. <laughs> mate. What the fuck was that? <laughs> Okay, well, I'm obviously not the master of accents, okay? I'm not the guy with the accents. But anyways, he comes over and wants to do traditional Irish corned beef. So we got potatoes, carrots, all the great stuff, and our little (laughs) stew. Our little stew's brewing, brewing, brewing. Eventually, eventually gets to the point where it's like, all right, we're ready to put the cabbage in it. We're ready to let it, let it, let it get in there and then serve. And what happens? The comedy show happens. Demetri Martin happened. And Stevie has to leave. The dude who was cooking our food the entire fucking time. And then he's sitting there talking to me and Adney as we're watching the fucking boxing match. Or no, wait, was it? It was one of the was early prelims. Night? Early prelims are yeah, on. Was, was I think a, we saw the Andy Lee fight. Well, no, he was going on. And me and Andy are not paying attention. You guys are both on. I'm like, hey, listen, you got to take it out in 20 minutes, right? He's like, like yeah, yeah, yeah. You got to get the cameras first, right? Well, you got to take it and you got to cut it, right? Time out. Okay, I have to get high for medical reasons. Because my back is motherfucker. I don't know if you've ever heard of it. I was in a horrible car accident. I fucked up my back for like the past few years. It would just go out. Like, there was a time I was at work and I had to take. Three 500 milligrams of Vicodin, and I was so fucking high I couldn't really function. But and it still hurt. It still fucking hurt. And the cop pulled him over and he's like, "My damn. back, my back, <laughs> Mur, God damn it!" So and I'm we on, explain. So I'm on muscle relaxers. I'm on fucking icy hot. I'm on I'm my fucking relaxers. Juana. <laughs> I'm on corned beef relaxers. <laughs> I'm not drinking though. The drinking didn't help. And we had to serve our own co- corned beef hash. I have never wait, made wait, corned beef cabbage, not corned beef hash. Sorry, come. So wait, he doesn't know. He doesn't so know. wait, wait. He doesn't know. So I cook for you, and you're complaining that I had to, that you had to serve yourself. Is that what? Yes, <laughs> yes. You literally are complaining <laughs> that the dude who cooked you this amazing meal didn't put it on the plate and hand it to you in no! bed. No, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. Are you treating me like a poor Irishman, American man? <laughs> like I'm trying to relate a dish that would be like, okay, well you have to have this and then that, and I can't think of one. It's easy. All the stuff he cooked, you pile it together. <laughs> yeah, yeah, wait, no, Chris, you pile it together like a big bed of. Cocaine, of okay. cocaine, of cocaine. <laughs> snort that, eat that, don't eat that, because you just snorted that. <laughs>